Painkiller Ready, episode 417 with our guest Destiny. Kyle? A couple of sponsors tonight. Smart Mouth, Movement Watches, Monster Energy Espresso, and YouTube Music. YouTube Music is a new app that combines everything you expect from a streaming service with the magic of YouTube to bring everything to life. With YouTube Music Premium, you'll get ad-free music that plays with the screen off or while using other apps, finally. Get music whenever you want, even if you're, on, even if you're offline. Download the new YouTube Music app today and start a free 30-day trial and then just pay $9.99 per month. Terms and restrictions apply. All right. All right, before we get into introducing Destiny, I want to talk about the NHL for 40 minutes. Jesus, no! <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, Steven, thanks for coming back on, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, dude, what is new in your world? How are things going? Things are going great. I just stream video games, talk about politics quite a bit, if you had noticed that. And uh, yeah, it's what I've been doing. Dude, I think are I would you? like that job. I remember last time uh, you we were talking about how you'd gone through shit with like Twitter bans and all that. Did did that ever get resolved? Like, did they ever let you back or? Oh you know, no, I'm I'm number one shit list on Twitter. Even if I make a new account, I get banned in like two days. Someday though, someday we'll make it back. I believe I'm slowly accumulating shares of Twitter. I'll make it to one of those board meetings, and I will. Uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> that's one way to get on. on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, I hate this stock and I hate this company, but how are people going to know my little thoughts while in the afternoon? Unless you let <laughs> yeah. me sign back up. You don't understand. Yeah. My wife blocked the hallway in my house. I need to tweet about this. <laughs> That's Twitter's Twitter's great and also like just awful. Like the the different areas of Twitter. Like you'll you'll read things that are like, oh, th there was something I saw. Uh, someone aggr like a pretty big account aggregated all this shit about maps, and a map is called a minor attracted person, and it was like oh, people. No in like chat logs and somehow she snuck into a chat with them and they were like and it was like real deal talking about like fantasies and things and they were saying like what ages are you into and no shit some of these answers were like uh three to ten and then someone else would be like oh i'm five to twelve so we line up pretty close and it's like oh my god yeah, like, wait, that's, hold on, that's insanely fucked yeah. up. There's a huge difference between a three-year-old and a five-year-old. I think what it's fucked fuck? up that you guys are all <laughs> kink-shaming. Kink-shaming. <laughs> you know what, I didn't approach it from that angle, and now I feel a little bigoted. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that was insane. Like, like that, almost, that pushed me a little bit on, like, the free speech thing, even, where I was like, like, you know, you should be allowed to have your private chat groups, but... It seems like you guys are operating under a guise of discussing things when you're likely to assist each other in engaging in illegal acts. You know, or, like or, you're, or, you're you're clearly fantasizing about this in a very real way. Where do we come down on animated child porn? I feel uh, like I brought get, it up we, before. Yeah, we've come down on it a bunch of times. I personally am pro animated child pornography. Uh -huh. I feel like, and I'm also pro the uh, the the child sex dolls. I feel like anything to get it out of their system. Now, I get the argument that this is just going to exacerbate the situation. Mm -hmm. And perhaps for a percentage of people, that's true. But I think also for a percentage, you get it out of their system, maybe. Because I personally, and I think we all, if we really think about it, believe that pedophilia is a disease, a mental <sighs> disease that these people have. I didn't know Not where you were going. I was like, <clears throat> I personally, and I think we all, if you think about it, <laughs> and I'm like, where is he headed on this? <laughs> <laughs> no, because, and I, I've made this argument at least 18 times now, that nobody would choose to be a pedophile, yeah. right? Like, no one would be like, this seems like something I want to get into, like playing the guitar or riding dirt bikes or mm -hmm. fucking eight-year-olds. Like no one is saying that. No, there are just people who are just they like are cursed with this. I really can't help but want to fuck an eight-year-old. 
Like, like that's that's I believe that that is their curse in life. That is their crux. That is their uh, uh, cross to bear, mm-hmm. and and they have no choice, um, one way or another. And I believe I think from individual to individual, you're getting varying amounts of either extremity with that. Uh, you know, maybe some people really want an eight year old. Maybe someone just some just really want them a little bit. Or maybe it's a willpower thing. I don't know. I think I think that's a whole different question. But I think it's a disease because no one would choose to be that, except for like a super duper evil person. I mean, I'm I'm fine like saying it's it's like people don't choose to do that. I agree. Like I don't think anyone is like, oh, this this literally the most hated group of people on earth. Yeah. I want to join that group. Like I don't yeah. think anybody does that. And I don't know if there's any research out there, but like just it seems like those kind of things, like a, a child doll or like drawn child porn is almost going to be like a temptation. Like, eventually that won't be enough you. anymore to hold it off, and they'll want to get the real deal. Like, I, I, But then you could also, like you said, make the point that nothing yeah. at all... I'll, I don't know. I'll like, go yeah, so the like, other I way. Think, like, if I took away regular porn, right, from anyone on this show, would that make your, like, sexual desires and, and, and the quest to have sex just diminish and fade away? Would a little you, bit. All right, so, so let me make this case. So. Sometimes pornography... Sometimes I'll be thinking about, hey, maybe I'll drive three hours and buy a fi- and spend five hundred dollars on a house and uh, take a girl out to a nice meal and and you know waste the next three days of my time to get laid. But then maybe I'll go watch a little pornography and jerk off, and I'm like, whoa, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? I could can't make it way too far. Maybe you come to me. Dot dot dot. Like 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 you know you you suddenly you could take it or bit. leave it right. Yeah. There's yeah. a so we, so we need a five year old. And in the same regard, dog. maybe one of these catch a predator type fellas, mm-hmm. the the ones that that you know Chris we had Chris Hansen on the show forever ago, and he talked ex- extensively about these guys who would drive across state lines mm-hmm. like like hours and hours, sometimes literally like ten hours. We're not talking about a three hour jaunt. We're talking about this guy they go entire states, like three or four bathroom breaks, and he's still coming. Right, he's still heading for this kid. Maybe if he just cleared the pipes, thought about things a little I wanna, bit. I want to get a, I want to get Destiny's input. He was trying to jump in. Yes, I mean, there's a lot of research on this. Unfortunately, I get dragged into these dumb fucking conversations a lot, so <laughs> I have to know a few things about it. Do you frequently so, um, talk about child porn? I had a big debate with a guy. Do you know who Amosi is? Have you guys ever talked to this dude or heard about him? No. Amosi. <clears throat> His name is Amos. It looks like Amos Yi is the way that it's spelled. Oh, I think Medicare did a video yeah. that had him in it. Like as a, like he was like he's like pro pedophile, right? Yes, like hardcore. Like he thinks that the there should be no age of consent and that thirty year old people should be able to have sex with two year olds as long as they don't hurt them. That's what this guy thinks. So I had a huge debate with this guy a long time ago about the age of consent, and um, yeah, you know, I, I come out in pro favor of it. And there are like small clips of this conversation that got cut out to make it sound like I'm pro child fucking. So <laughs> as a result of this, I had a ton of research and shit that's been emailing me, et cetera, et cetera. So here are a couple of things that that I've I've come to become aware of. Okay, now keep in mind that it's hard to test for this stuff directly. But something yeah. that I've been made aware of is that there's a lot of studies that show that across multiple countries, I think these are mainly Eastern European and some Nordic countries, I, I fuck, I should have these like on hand, but I wasn't ready oh, to talk about <laughs> child fucking. And, and people can go and look this up on their own if they want to, so well, you don't have to believe me, that generally when greater access to pornography is given, so the amount of sexual crimes that happen in a country decreases, including child sex crimes. That seems to be now there could be other mitigating factors that explain that. Maybe the entire country was becoming more progressive, so less child fucky or something, or maybe there are other things no, that influence no. both these. Correlation is possible. causation. They practically no. sound the same. Cow you can't wins. argue with so, science. Yeah. <laughs> so so there, are, there are a lot of things that, maybe there are other things that explain that, but that seemed to be the general trend, that when porn was made available, people were less likely to commit sex crimes or crimes against children. And 
And then I also take issue with the idea that, and Jesus Christ, I fucking hate Lollicon. Okay, I ban that shit in my community. I don't know if it's legal or not, but I don't, I just don't want to be around people that are jerking off the fucking drawings of kids. However, <laughs> it seems to be that, um, when people have, um, or, or it seems to be that people think that given access to these materials, people will turn into pedophiles. And that d just doesn't seem to line up with the way that we understand pedophilia to work, much like any kind of sexual thing. Like, if I accidentally watched one too many, you know, gay porn videos, I'm not all of a sudden, you know, going to want to go fuck guys. It just doesn't necessarily work that they like, right? Your, your, your sexuality, your sexual preference is, is somewhat hardwired. I mean, maybe with enough influence over time, you can think something. But I don't think that, like, somebody jerking off to, like, certain types of hente or whatever is going to make them now, like, oh, fuck, actually, I need to fuck a Kid, you know, I could be wrong on that. I've never seen that demonstrated, but um, yeah, I guess I'm I'm kind of uncomfortable saying that like uh, certain types of like animated drawings should be illegal. That seems really weird to me. I guess just kind of like from a freedom of art kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I see just, that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, I I feel like we come off here pro kitty porn as long as it's drawn. <laughs> and, uh, and and how do we feel about the child sex dolls? Because I'm. You know what? My my thing is, it's not that I'm attracted to the child. It's that it's easier to store. I mean, I'm not pro. I'm not pro either. <laughs> like, look, have you ever tried to store away a five foot nine, eight thousand dollar sex doll? Where do you put the thing? But if I wanted to have geez. sex with a grown woman, I got one of them already. There you go. There you go. You guys are making a lot of strong strong arguments that that are not going to bite you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. This won't be a problem when I run for politics at all. Yeah, that, that, would be, over. that would be the funniest fucking thing ever is just as a goof one day if you ran for city councilman Woody and just like <laughs> the whole reddit was just like bombing the hill and washpo and things with like Jerry, one time he said women are built for rape another time he said he enjoys child sex dolls because of ease and convenience <laughs> oh, man. somehow it didn't bit. hurt Schwarzenegger Arnold Schwarzenegger what about him uh, just when he ran there was like a lifetime of things that uh, that a politician shouldn't would never get away with saying. Yeah, he wouldn't have survived the, during the Me Too movement because just Ooh, just because of a point. lot of his especially life. He didn't have the fallback of like when people ask questions too fast, where he's like, "I missed it. The English still not good." Like, <laughs> <laughs> what he said was this: back to the gym. <laughs> he goes, "I didn't really live a life where I was preparing to run for politics the whole time. So there's a whole bunch of stuff I did before I am the current me." Oh, mm -hmm. I love Schwarzenegger so much. I, I love, he did this thing, like, I think he was at the height of his, like, Mr. Olympia fame. Maybe he'd done Conan the Barbarian, some shit like that, but he hadn't just blown up mm -hmm. yet. And he was, like, hosting some sort of a, a television show that was going to Carnival in Brazil. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's, 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 a, big, it's a big deal down there. And he's like, I get to look at, I get to celebrate, Carnival is all about celebrating my favorite part of the woman's body. <laughs> the ass. <laughs> and, and then it's just like all of these women like like with their asses toward the camera just like belly dancing and just shaking big brazilian asses and he's there he's there like stage side and he's not the biggest ass of all <laughs> and he, he's just like smoking a cigar and looking at the asses it's it, it's on uh, it's on youtube and have you seen his son not his maria shriver son her with her that he had with her bony ass the son he had with the mexican uh maid mm -mm. this kid is ripped as fuck what? He's posting on Instagram now. His he, like he's he's tr he's going for a like a, a bodybuilder type thing. He's, he got dude. He's on some test. He is looking powerful. Isn't that it funny kid, that like Schwarzenegger, if he's like, ah, I just love asses, they can't get enough. But if like Ted Cruz said something like that, you'd be like, fucking gross, dude. What's right? wrong with you? Like, ew. I don't want to imagine you doing anything but like 
turning yourself off like a lamp at the end of the night. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's so not charismatic, that dude. <laughs> you mean the guy that talked about uh, throwing a, it into the basketball ring? What did he say? He said somebody like weird fucking... Oh, like he was talking about playing basketball and he used it was the same way of like someone being like, and, uh, you know, some people think they're born on third base and that they hit a touchdown. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear that. I, I remember talking about playing basketball and saying that he can throw it into the basketball ring. That was how he described like shooting a hoop or whatever. I just yeah. said something like, like that. So, oh, have someone proofread it. He's just an awkward guy. He's just a real awkward guy. I'm, I'm looking at pictures of his son. Ripped, but not like. No, I gotta find you like the the very the like like last month type shit where he's okay. like posing and he's in the gym and like he's got an extreme physique. Like it's is, not he's not like Arnold. Is he doing uh, like cable? Maybe, perhaps. Yeah, it seems like he was in to front me, of the cable he, machine. Yeah, he's he's super fit. Like I don't mean to be like, oh, he's no big deal, but I feel like if you go to a gym, you see two of him in every gym. Yeah, he's beginning his fitness journey, and yeah. and like I don't know anything about that shit, but I, I saw like commenters being talking about his like uh, his, I don't know the definition, his and insertions, the, and his yeah, sure, like 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 he's got the genetics for this, right? Mm. Clearly, you would it, think, you know, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So so Did, yeah. Arnold's regular like not made son doesn't look like a bodybuilder at all, right? Wait, the not made one, what? Which the, yeah. the one that he had with Maria Shriver. One. Oh, yeah. I'm using the wrong definition of made. Yeah, I'm like, how can you not make a son? Is it still sperm? <laughs> Once again, the English not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Schwarzenegger. Like, like that guy seems like 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 yeah, you get past him cheating on his wife, and you get past you know maybe him playing a little bit of grab ass in the '70s or something like that. It just seems like a genuinely cool dude. Like like I I, I always go back to when I saw him like reply to that guy's Reddit post. Right, some guy posts on Reddit, and he's like, I'm six foot four, 120 pounds. And I went to the gym and I tried to work out. Yeah, he was like a string bean, like something extreme like that, like literally. He's like, and I and I dropped the bar and it clattered on the floor and everyone pointed and laughed. And I just don't think I can go back. I think I'm done. And then you see like Governor Schwarzenegger reply. All right, dude, that's pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> you must have felt like a real dick in there. <laughs> I bet you don't get much pussy either. <laughs> The library nerd. Slam gash like I did. Schwarzenegger was super cool about. It. He was like, "You've you've already gotten past the hard part. That was the hard part. Now you just keep going. Like like that was the hard. That day was the hardest day of all the days that there will be on this journey that you've that you've embarked on. Now you just got to go back. You just got to go back and do this, do that. And it was it was really cool to see like." Because it, it wasn't a big post. It was just on the bodybuilding subreddit. And, like, this guy was just talking to a bunch of other meatheads about how he got embarrassed at the gym. And fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger hops in to be like, whoa, dude, keep your chin up. It's cool. That is cool. Yeah. It, I like that. Yeah. I, I can see how it happens, too. Like, you're an expert on a topic, and you have a platform that makes your voice more impactful, right? If somebody we'd never heard of said the same thing, we'd be like, well, that was nice, but we forgot it. You yeah. Know? But but when you take the expertise and the platform and put them together as a message of encouragement, it it works. Yeah, I'd love to meet that guy. I, I just want to stand next to him for one thing to like to size him up. You know, like, you know who like I want to talk to Jail Sonnen. I like uh. Jail Sonnen a bunch, and I stood next to him and didn't say anything because he looked busy. Yeah, you don't want to bother people. Yeah, it, it was so. Um, it was at the UFC fight. It was in Boston. Joe was there. It was the night that he beat Shogun. And 
I happened to be we we happened to be staying in the same hotel that he was. So I think he was headed up to his room at the end of a very long day. Right from the time he got up, actually had a UFC fight, all the interviews, all the television. You wanted. I catch him going into his ho- into the elevator back to his room, and what? Now he's got one more hurdle. Me? Yeah, I think I, I think I only bug him if he won. He did, right? Yeah, I, I think I bug him if he won. Like, if it, uh, I, I, I can't imagine bothering someone who just took an ass beating though in front of three million people or something like that. It's like you, you've had enough. Go get, go, go, go to a nice shower. Go take a shower, hit the sack. Maybe I'll see you at breakfast in the morning. Like, like I'm not. I'm. This isn't selfie time. Like with your, with your like bruised up <laughs> face and everything. Like. You know what? I'm like the total opposite when it comes to fighter things. Like if I, if there's a podcast that I enjoy, and they're like. Today we're having Joe the Tank Swanson on yeah. the guy from the crippled guy from Family Guy, I guess, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and we're gonna talk to him about UFC. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't care. Like, I'm not that interested in in the UFC thing. Like, they they don't, or at least like their conversation contributions. Like every time I've tried to listen to like Jim and Sam show and they have a UFC guy on, like they're just not that good. Like I, I don't think they ask the wrong questions. They UFC wrong people questions. and porn stars are not. Very good guests on radio shows. They and every time it's like a porn those, star. Yeah, they ask both of them the wrong questions because, like, I, I think they're trying to appeal to that core audience that was that came there for a Chael Sonnen or for a Frankie Edgar or whatever, and and, and they want to ask UFC questions. I don't know about you guys, but what I want to ask Frankie Edgar is, you ever get a street fight? What happened? Like, like, did you did you show mercy? Were you like, yo, I'm Frankie Edgar? Or did you just drop bombs on some dude in the Denny's parking lot while your friends watched and, and, and laugh about how he's concussed out there on the sidewalk? Have you ever beat your wife on Twitch? There you go. <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. we should switch. I, so Donald Cerrone had that moment. And I, I, people probably know this story. I won't try to retell it. But basically, this he and this guy were like in some sort of feud. And there was a boating thing. And they're at the beach. And the guy like sprashed him with water. And... and they like took it. And then the guy like did something else and they took it. And then the guy like, I don't know, kicked sand on Cerrone's girlfriend or something. And she gave him the green light to beat this guy up. And he was just like, oh, you know, he was so, he, at one point he even told him, he's like, look, man, you don't know it, but today is your lucky day. You can go. Like you can go. You know, I'm Donald Cerrone and you just got off the hook. And uh, he didn't take his opportunity. No. For those who don't know, Don Cerrone is probably like, I don't know, the, the seventh, eighth best 155-pound uh, fighter in the world. Uh, just he's, he's that guy who, like, gets if he takes a loss, he'll be like, get me right back in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready to go now. It wasn't that bad. Oh, he's bad. on Sunny. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah, on Sunny. Yeah. I was Sunny in Philadelphia. He head-kicked that fool on that beach. He head-kicked yeah. that motherfucker. The, a civilian. Just a t- just a dude who, wearing an affliction shirt who thought he was a badass. Donald Cerrone kicked him in the goddamn skull. When he told the story to him. Joe Rogan, he was like, you know, I just kicked him in the head like a, a little. I'm telling you, Joe, it was just a little. <laughs> and he got knocked out. He was out cold, gurgling or something. It was, I've never been kicked in the head, but I would imagine it is pretty rough. right? I would imagine you don't even know that you were kicked <laughs> until someone tells you later. As you're like sipping your meal through a straw, like you know, you got kicked in the head, right? It's like this I had like been you have... kicked in the head, although not hard, and I had headgear on and stuff. I was surprised that head kicks come from out of the blue, right? Like I, you think like 
I don't know. When I watch box, or UFC, for example, on TV, I see all those punches coming, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Headgear already does this to me, you know, to some extent. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm watching the guy's hands, and then unbeknownst to me, he was setting up a kick. And, uh, yeah, the, the surprise of it is half the problem. You ever watch Rush Hour, that movie with uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan? There's a part I've where Chris some. Tucker, like, walks into, like, a group of, like, Asian guys who are all badasses. They're like gangsters or something like that. And one of them kicks him in the head. And he's just like, ah, ah, which one of y'all kicked me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one of y'all did that shit? <laughs> like, he just doesn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to I wanna talk about, uh, or get the deets, I guess, on the guy who beat his wife, apparently, on stream. Well, yeah. And Destiny, you've, apparently, you've had to been, you've, you're you're all caught up. You know every every detail of this. Can okay, you yeah, you fill us in? I have um, a sixty I, second video that we can watch. No, you got to get the five minute one. You got to get the full video because pe- there's like a four or five minute one. Because if you only watch the sixty second one, I think people are gonna accuse you of being biased. Oh, like okay. biased towards? No, I okay, I, 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 I actually bookmarked the one that had more like preamble, but. I didn't realize there was a five minute one. I, I guess. Or, I, or it's like there. Or maybe it's like three or four minutes. I'm, I'm gonna I'll check. Hurt. It's on YouTube. So, what was the streamer's name? Oh yeah, um, his name, Mister oh. Dead Moth. So, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I didn't. I thought I was prepared. <laughs> no worries. I don't know anything about this, but but generally speaking, we usually side with the the lady in most of these situations. But I, I think around here we also have this this thing where it's not always the guy's fault. Sometimes you're being attacked by another human being and something has to be done. Like so when I, that, I look, like uh, Rihanna, little known fact, spilled her coffee on Chris yep. Brown's nice new floor mats in his car. That's true. You don't you don't true. hear about that. I mean, sure, she dropped the coffee as she was being beaten. Do you know? But, do you know how much Burberry floor mats cost? So I found and that the. Was, f- that was a iced mocha venti. That was a seven dollar coffee on its own. Oh! I found the four and a half minute video. Do you guys want to watch a four and a yeah, half? Yeah, I minute absolutely video? do. I want to know what's up with this. I want to. I want to see. All right. What well, then we're going to do our proper due oh, diligence man. in this thing. Mr. Death that, uh, Mob. Should we click the one that Stephen linked? Is that the? Uh, the best oh, I don't care. That that's this is the one that I found. So I don't know which I, one is. Let let's. Cl- how how long is the one? You linked. I'm not picky. We can watch the whole thing and we can talk over bits of it, whatever. Okay, let's do the one that uh, Stephen yeah, likes. Four hours in. here. All right. Oh, we were Hold on, let up. me open his. Yeah, I got four hours. <laughs> oh, his is, his is five minutes. Okay. Are we ready? Yes, sir. I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Which streamer, Mr. Dead Moth, goes ballistic on stream? He looks a little bit like Carrot Top, eh? He does. A little bit, yeah. He's already dodging her attacks. She's counting like he's a child. I don't like that shit. Is this his wife? Is this guy a big streamer? Uh, No, no, very, very, very small. Okay. He's much more well-known now than he was last week. All publicity is good publicity. That's true. I've heard that. The, the audio on this video is really quiet. I have it on all the way up. So if you, it, basically, she's telling him to stop. I think she might be reaching to turn things off, and she's throwing things at him, but little things, and the bigger thing was cardboard. 
I just hear a little kid say stop. Yeah, yep, there's a little kid in the background. Oh, I never had to stop before though. Great environment for that kid. Yeah. The fuck game is this? Fortnite. Take a lesson, kids out there watching. Wrap it up. <laughs> so this is about as far as I've seen before, mm -hmm. where she wants to end his stream, and he. This is not a happy relationship. <laughs> no, no, my goodness. No. Poor kid. No, I haven't. Did he hit her the second time? Yes. You hear some kind of slap or punch. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty confident, Destiny. Oh, yeah, he did. And she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. Right, Grace. I'll be out soon. Like I said, kids. Why is he emoting? <laughs> that's, his, that's his wife slapping emote. I'm gonna guess it, I'm gonna guess it was a misclick, but... <laughs> I mean, he is Australian, who knows? He likes to do silly dances when they beat their wives. Look, why is she... Look. Fuck off, you dog. You don't pay the fucking bills. Get off the game. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Wowzers! God damn! Mr. Deadmoff don't play no shit! He really wants to play this game. <laughs> he has never been about playing no shit. Oh, he's in the blue now. Now he's really gonna get pissed. Go away! Oh, if he doesn't have a potion? Get out of my fucking life! He just said, get out of my effing life. It's possible. I think they might already be broken up, and she's over as well. I should have looked this up, but that's possible too. We got eight. <laughs> oh, now he sees he's placed eight. Now it's uh, all bets are off. Clearly, the strategy for her was to let him win. Right. This is a little harder to watch than I anticipated. It, there's um, there's this is less, way worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree completely. This guy sucks at Fortnite. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Build, you fucking Fruit Loop. I'm better than this. <laughs> there you go. All right, now get a ramp. There you go. <laughs> oh, that just ended, I think? Yeah, All right. yeah. So that's the end of it. This um, is blatant domestic violence. So when I only saw a minute... What I would, even at five minutes, look, there's no defending this guy, right? This guy, oh. he had too much, the, the power imbalance, right? With regards to like what we didn't see her, violence. Woody. For all we know, she's, <laughs> for all she, we know, she looks, she's that Australian six foot three handball player that's dominating the women's <laughs> game right now. What if that was great? What if, what if she came in the screen and she was three times bigger than him? <laughs> that would be funny. You <laughs> wouldn't have a problem then. He'd be, yeah. I, you know what? If if he was from the religion of Islam, I would be respecting his culture. 
Maybe as an Australian, we should respect their wife-beating culture. Huh? I mean, to be fair, Christians beat the shit out of their wives pretty often in early America, too. That was a parenting thing. That was stuff. That's where the rule of thumb shit comes from, right? Can't beat your wife with anything. Destiny, you make a powerful argument. That chick was wrong. The boondock saints taught me that. <laughs> they, they, they actually, they got, like, they try in revisionist history. The real law was you can't use anything smaller than your thumb, otherwise the woman <laughs> won't learn. <laughs> <laughs> I use that in my daily, everyday life. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very much like that. I've actually, I've, I've actually recently joined the Proud Boys, and what I, what I do now is I actually I dress up and I, I, and I do this for our country. I, I go into women's restrooms, and I don't care if I have to kick in every stall and feel their genitals myself. I will protect young girls from trans women in our past. I, I do this on weekends and after holidays. I, I've done this. I've done this hundreds. Of this is one of the most. This is this is. We're getting way off topic. Yes, oh, this no. is one of the most bizarre conservative arguments I'd ever heard in my entire life. That we don't want these types of trans people going into our women's bathrooms and raping our daughters. Well, if if that's what you really think, that that's what you think, why would you send them into the males' bathrooms to rape the little boys? Like, I don't want my son getting raped by supposedly these like uh, rampant trans rapists like that have never happened in all of human history, but I guess somehow exist. Yeah. You forget the people teachers. making the arguments are Christians, and they're used to the man rape. Okay. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, because it's the Catholic okay. Church has 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 really softened that blow, so they're okay with that. But leave the girls alone. Strong they're points simple. on all sides. Oh, man, this guy. I, I just, yeah, this guy. Uh, he seems like a real piece of shit. Like she definitely wasn't trying to de-escalate. Neither one of them were trying to de-escalate. Like they kept both ratcheting it up. But I feel like as the man, you're stronger. You have a duty to to stop first. Like, yeah, you, you, it I, sucks. Oh, you're getting cardboard thrown at you. That really sucks. But you know, the sexes is are there different. A lock and on that door and swinging. I, I feel like you just lock that fucking door, right, and turn your volume up. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah, what if he just gently bear hugged her, walked out the door while she head butted him, and then locked it? Ladies bite. Yeah, bear hug from behind. You ever been bitten? Like, like legitimately bitten by an adult who wanted to hurt you? <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, the draw is a lot of power. Yeah. Every weekend. Like, like, that's what they always go to. You think you got them where you want them, and ah! Nobody tries that shit with Taylor. You were fighting every weekend? <laughs> Do you weekend? realize what you're messing with? He's an American crocodile. Well, oh, I, I'll, 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 I'll bite anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, bite don't. I'll bite your ear off. Don't Mike Tyson, ever... that bite was bitch-made. <laughs> I would have ever, taken clear and then come back for seconds. We are so ever, off this beating thing. I just nobody <laughs> I was de-escalating. I, I look, he was wrong. He was wrong. He was more wrong, etc. The only yeah. thing is, I, I just want to like throw out there. There's like an eighty-five fifteen blame here. Yeah, she seemed like a real annoying lady, eh? Destiny thoughts. I want. I'm waiting for you guys to get out because I'm coming in with a real nuclear take. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. I'll, I'll go afterward. You go, man. Okay. I agree. Woody, I think it was an 85-15, but I would place the 85 on the woman without even a second really? thought. Maybe more. So there is um there are certain issues. So obviously I'm very progressive, very left-leaning. There are certain issues that I don't talk about much on stream anymore um, because I figure it's common sense and I don't want to. Um, are you familiar with the term MRA, men's rights activist? 
Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, so these are groups of people that I I largely consider to be generally toxic, generally like super fucking anti-women, blah, 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 just in the way that I see them. But I I do think that there are some legitimate points that they bring up. I tend not to talk about those legitimate points because I feel like these things are really common sense. One of those legitimate points is um, spousal abuse, that people take abuse from men very fucking seriously. And abuse from women is always laughed off. It's it's actually like a hilarious thing, right? Um, you know, And you've got countless examples of this. You can watch 100 videos of people running these trials where a guy is in a park hitting a girl and like 19 mm-hmm. out of 20 or 20 out of 20 people will stop and be like, hey, this is fucked up. You need to stop. But when the roles are reversed, maybe one person stops to, to stop the girl from hitting the guy. And then most people are like, oh, well, you know, the guy probably did something to deserve it, LOL, LOL. Um, but if you were to flip that and say, well, the girl probably did something to deserve getting hit by the guy, fucking people would crucify you. For sure. Oh, yeah. For and sure. you even I- saw, like, on The View, where, like, they made that joke. Remember that guy whose te- um, testicles, or was it Dick, got ripped off by his wife and thrown in yeah. the garbage dispenser? Yeah, and it was, like, a big funny joke. And, I mean, Bought that's kind of funny, Bonnet, sure. Maybe? Yeah, Lorraine. Maybe, Bonnet. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, like, if a guy were to rip his wife's tits off and throw them in the fucking thing like holy shit and and a, and a group of guys were laughing at that like yeah you get a ton of hate yeah i've never so, hit a girl but i've been hit by girls yeah sure so my problem here is that like the situation is you have a wife that is screaming initially which is okay i mean you shouldn't scream it's mean or whatever but that's fine but then as soon as she starts throwing things she's escalated it to like physical violence like that's past assault mm-hmm. you had battery at this point you're literally fucking throwing things at somebody if you roll swap there and you've got a girl that's on a computer trying to spend her time and, and, a, and a guy or a husband is throwing things at her everybody would be screaming domestic abuse but because it's just a girl you know we kind of laugh it off it's whatever and she does this and she continues to aggravate over and over and over and over again and then it gets to the point to where the guy gets up and slaps her i mean he probably shouldn't it's probably not a good thing to do it i don't know um aside from leaving the house and calling the cops though i, I mean there's not much else it seems he can do yeah, aside from and take it yeah um and then he backs off and then after stopping her he backs off and he sits down and he puts his headphones on and then she comes right back and does it again she's he and you know people say even woody said you know there was no attempt to de-escalate but that's not true we can watch the video again that guy screams stop it a million times and when we watch a guy doing it it's very funny you know like oh my god the guy's like stop stop fuck off ah." you know it's like okay that's hilarious but if it was a woman screaming that all of us would be livid. If a woman is sitting there screaming, stop, 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 and a guy is just hurling things at her fucking head, everybody would be like, dude, this guy is a huge piece of shit. It's super fucking abusive. But because it's a woman doing it, you know, it's kind of funny or whatever. But and what um, yeah, things, just... I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Do, no, yeah, go ahead. Good time. So the, the difference is the, the power between the two of them, right? He's a big, strong guy compared to her, we assume. We didn't see her. Yeah, if, I, if the guy I, I was be, throwing... To be fair, Woody, we are assuming here. We are. Because we, are. We, we literally didn't see her. But if he was throwing small stuffed animals at her and crumpled up pieces of paper and things that were harmless to her, maybe they would view her through the same light that well, we're viewing her against him. To be fair, though, we see one thing that gets hurled, which is an unconstructed cardboard box, which, I mean, like, you know, memes aside, like, that can hurt. If, if, I don't know if you've ever fucked around I'll with cardboard okay. boxes before that are, like, un- right? Maybe. I mean, somebody yeah. hurls something like that at your face. Cardboard can cut you pretty easily. Like, it's pretty thick. It's a cardboard boxes. Like, they're not just smacking with a separate... blinded. But that's also, that's also <laughs> the only thing we see. Like, she's also throwing things, and it looks like she's trying to hit him as well, right? When he looks to the side and he looks up and he's raising his hands, he could be blocking a thrown object, but she could also be trying to hit him it also looks like she's trying to break his shit like it seems like she's like grabbing things in the desk is shaking i interpret like, it as turning off his stuff but i could be wrong yeah 
maybe i mean that's one way to interpret it but i mean she's also throwing shit and like breaking shit or it sounds like there's stuff falling over the background like if a guy was doing this to a woman i think that most people would one without even questioning it would side with the woman here they would say that um the guy is constantly breaking her shit and the and she did what all she could do is she lashed out and she slapped him back and that's it and like people are trying to say like the guy like beat the shit out of her whatever i mean looking at the video the guy seems like a decently large guy i'm pretty sure if he wanted to he probably could have absolutely beat the shit out of her he could have punched her he could have, yeah. yeah, you know, but I mean, like, it sounds like he slapped her, which isn't good. But as soon as he did that, he backed off. He continued to say, stop, 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 stop. She kept coming back. She kept throwing things. She kept reescalating it to physical violence. Like, aside from literally leaving the house and calling the cops um, or staying in the house because he doesn't want all of his shit broken and continuing to be abused, it doesn't seem like the guy had very many alternatives. And it really bothers me how much people like write off, you know, how much men are just supposed to kind of like take abuse or whatever because it's a woman and that, you know, he's totally 100% in the wrong for, you know, slapping back when she's sitting there hurling things at him and threatening to break his shit for like four minutes when You're he's totally begging right her to stop. Even the, the cardboard thing. Like if it, no, really, like if it was a woman sitting there and a guy was throwing cardboard and even small things, like that would be a to-do. Mm-hmm. Like BuzzFeed or someone would pick that up. But, oh, you know, streamer abused by boyfriend. Like that would be a thing. Yeah, and, and I mean like the evidence for this her. is yeah. the guy slapped her one time and people say that he beat the shit out of her. That's a big guy. If Maybe he wanted twice. to fucking kill her, like he he could have like very easily or done some real harm for the record the police showed up and arrested the guy and he was charged with i don't know what the specific crime is in australia but what he was charged with was a no injury crime the woman had zero injuries and even in the police report it doesn't say like she didn't have a black eye or any bruises or whatever maybe her cheeks were red from getting slapped but that wasn't in the police report at all and i feel like in a case like this if she would have been bruised or had anything obviously broken that definitely would have been included in that police report so he was slapping her to get her to to stop which he had also begged her to do like 30 times in this video he says over and over again stop 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 and she doesn't do it one thing, it's still hard to so just get over like that, the visceral reaction to like a man slapping a woman you know yeah and like again the, we do that like, like when a woman starts crying thing, yeah you know? when a woman cries it sounds really bad but when a guy cries you know we make fun of him we call him a fag or whatever like that's what we do and it's like that's pretty fucked up you know the most powerful thing for me that destiny said was we all we almost all agreed there was no attempt to de-escalate there and he's like but there was he made dozens of attempts to de-escalate and it's like yeah he really did and i just ignored him all because he's the dude. yeah um, he's a guy. guy yeah that's true <laughs> uh, he but imagine been... how comfortable watching a oh. girl there being like stop 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 and he continues to throw shit at her like holy fuck that would be that would make you really fucking uncomfortable if that was the case and when you talk about attempt to injure right because we've been doing this thing like you know he he has more power here She's taking advantage of his chief vulnerability very much on purpose, which is the fact that he's streaming, right? She's doing this. I don't think she'd do it if he wasn't streaming. If he was sitting at the kitchen table drinking coffee, she wouldn't be doing all this. She's putting on a show in an attempt to cause some kind of non-physical injury to him, and it worked, right? It, mm-hmm. she, after she repeatedly goads her, or I'm sorry, after she repeatedly goads him and gets a hit out of him, then she wants to go on stream and tell everybody that he's a wife beater, and she does. And, and she does it more than once. She makes an attempt to, like, appeal to his audience. Yeah, and people got mad at me because I said they were crocodile tears, and a lot of people were saying things like, well, no, you know, sometimes people can still cry and fight. And it's like, yeah, I agree with that. But when somebody starts crying and then they come back and like, oh, well, do you know, do you tell everybody that you beat your wife? Do you tell everybody that they know that he's a wife beater? And then come back and you're still fighting. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. dude, like, she's very clearly you fucking tell, gunning. Like, she's trying to tell- fucking aggravate him. You tell how she was crying. Like whenever he would slap her, she would scream like he'd shot her in the kneecap mm-hmm. and like and like sob for maybe five seconds. 
and then she'd be completely composed while yep. she tried to throw him under the bus. Yeah, and, and again, and, to be super ultra clear, some people will scream like that when you hit them, but when you do that, and within 10 seconds, and you can watch it happen three times in this video, within 10 seconds after that cry, she's back and she's fighting again. It's like, okay, well, like, fuck. Like, he, I, I am... Um, when you're in the position of power, right, and it's not just being the guy in a relationship, it can also be mm -hmm. a parent or whatever. Sure. It is also your responsibility not to take the bait sometimes. You know, you, you, your kid might say something that could turn it into a bigger thing. You're, I agree you with that. You need to de-escalate. You need to not take I that bait. Well, there's two things. One, I agree with you, but I would be careful because and everybody frames it this way, and I think that it is indicative of an underlying mindset. The, the fact that your first go-to there was you need to de-escalate, think of a parent and child, makes it sound like the man always has to be the parent in the relationship and that a woman has a right to act like a petulant child and be physically abusive and engage in domestic abuse, which she was doing, and it's on the man to de-escalate there. And the reason why, even though the man slapped her, the reason why I have a hard time um, kind of like, uh, the reason why I have a hard time going on, on the guy here is because the woman instigated everything much the same way we're like let's say that a woman was at a party and you know some guy was coming on to her way too fucking much and the guy um you know like she was very feeling very uncomfortable she goes to the next room the guy follows her and like grabs her boob and she freaks out and like fucking punches him as hard as he can and like breaks his fucking nose or some shit um you know a lot of people might say that's a disproportionate response like okay well maybe but the guy instigated all of this like it was going to go to physical violence if you're a guy and you're grabbing a woman you're either you know that's that's going to get physical you've already made it physical so like if the woman is sitting there hurling shit at him over and over again you've already made it physical like at that point like what options does the guy have and if we start to list them all out i think we're going to agree slapping is at the very fucking bottom of that list of, of physical violence that he can act and act against that woman I, you know trying to restrain her is going to get way worse could be more damaging to the baby punching her is obviously way worse throwing shit back at her i think people would view even worse even though that's what she's doing you know so i can see where you got that parent child mm -hmm. uh analogy out of what I said, but it's not what I was going for. It's not what was in my heart. There are sure. areas where one person is more competent than the other, even in a relationship filled with equals. And one of those is going to be physical violence, right? The guy mm -hmm. is just going to be better at that nine times out of 10, maybe more. So yeah, he I needs agree. to restrain a bit. You know, like, there were times, I, but I, but so wait, wait, was, there's more. I, you were yeah, on paragraphs, my friend. <laughs> and uh, uh, when we had little kids, right? Picture them less mm -hmm. than one years old. My wife was at home watching them. I would come home after work and watch the kid and be comparatively incompetent. So I screw up. I can't get her to stop crying. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm walking up and down the stairs with the baby or something. She's got to be chill about that. You know, like, let me learn the, the way that she gets to do all the time. And there's a relationship imbalance in her favor. Not the best example of raising kids, but... I guess what I'm just, saying is he needs to be conscious of the power imbalance when it comes to fighting. Yeah, and I understand that. I guess my argument is that I feel like he was. Like, what different, aside from the best course of action here is probably leaving and calling the police. Yeah. But aside from that, what, what, would, it, what would have illustrated restraint on his part? Because I thought slapping her was about as, like, again, and all the physical things he could do. That's, like, at the bottom of the list. Like, what else could he have done? I had a there's lot really, of really nothing. Use his oh, words, let's really. let like Kyle jump oh. in. I'd have locked the door. I, like, like I, I feel like you just got to lock her out, and 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 then once you've got her locked out of the room, you can get the stream involved with laughing at how crazy she is. Then I, I feel like that's that 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 would be my point of view. I'd get the camera pointed at the door as she like Jack Nicholson in The Shining hacks her way in, <laughs> like with the that, kid. Yeah. That would be great. It's, it's <laughs> not easy to be kid, that best version of you. Through the door. In the, he was obviously out of his mind right when he decided to hit her. He, he wasn't thinking it through. But if he was thinking it through, he could have also been like, hey, look at yourself. Look at where we are. 
You know, look at how you're yelling at me. And maybe that would have been the de-escalation that works so, so much better than just no, 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 stop it. I'll be out in a minute. I don't think that works when you're in these types of scenarios. If somebody is like decided that they're going to enact a level of violence against you, the guy was already saying stop. Like if she's willing to take it to a physical point, I don't know if just saying like, hey, look at yourself because she obviously doesn't think she's in the wrong. Hey, look at yourself. Just stop. I don't think that she'd be like, you know what? I'm being very unreasonable right now. You're right. I'll leave and come back later. Like <laughs> I think we were way past anyway. that point. Yeah, this yeah. is why you don't stick your dick in crazy. Yeah. Mm. Twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at yeah. least twice, apparently. She was pregnant, yeah, too. Like, I, I do like Stephen's point of like the the escalation with it. The same way that, uh, like with the Me Too shit, that Louis C.K. gets conflated with Weinstein, uh, Weinstein or Weinstein, whatever, mm-hmm. where when what they did was totally different, where people will look at this and immediately the phrase will be beat the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Is the thing like it's not a slap, it's oh. not a hit, or even a punch. Chiz is saying he thinks it was a punch, not a slap. I don't know, but it, you you do poison the well when you know all of the the videos are already titled "beats the shit yep. out of." And all know? she was doing was being annoying. That's it. Tyler, so like, woman is being abusive. annoying. Guy beats the shit out of her. So what, what did she just like say? Please come down to dinner, and he just ran over and started fucking like you know UFCing her or like <laughs> apparently. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. If a declawed, toothed kitten is coming at you with everything it has, it's being annoying. An, an adult woman is, you know, yeah, not a, not like, I know your point is like, an adult woman is not a kitten with no claws and no teeth. Like, they can cause harm. You'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, having things thrown at your face in your own house and women can break the fuck out of shit, too. I, th- I think it's I think it's pretty easy to do damage to somebody unless somebody has like some highly level specific of training, like picking up an object to hit somebody with or throwing something. At somebody, I think it's pretty easy to hurt somebody, oh, um, yeah. even if they've got a huge weight differential. Mm-hmm. She picks up a golf club or something. Yeah, for sure. I love my wife and daughter, but I could beat the fuck out of them. I might have a second UFC belt made. <laughs> <laughs> Just as the you know Deer Creek Trail champion of the world. Well, we, that's what we do on this show. When we all feel bitchy, we we circle jerk about how we can all beat up Woody's family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could take that Jackie chick, no problem. One hand behind my back, throw hope in the mix too. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Yeah, well, that uh, that's an interesting video. That was it was more intense than than I thought it would be. But also that, yeah, it it it's not as intense as it is being projected online. Like mm-hmm. he should have turned the fucking stream off. I think we can all agree on that. He should have fucking. Yeah, what the fuck was he thinking? I think that like he's literally like I think he streamed like six people, so he probably didn't even fucking consider it. He's just like whatever. I mean, he's probably done like there's a lot of like really small streamers where clips get posted every now and then where they're doing things. It's like why the fuck are you streaming? Is but he, I think maybe if you're a smaller streamer, you just like you don't even think about. It. I don't is know, he that's banned from Twitch? Oh yeah. Oh, I was gonna say because he's kind of famous now. Yeah. He oh, is. let's get him on here. Let's talk to him about. It. That'd be great. Dude, like, book it. <laughs> Tell us what kind of technique you use against the woman who's... <laughs> how funny would it be if while we have him on the show, we, his wife attacks him again? And we're, and we're like, come on, dude! Uppercut! Uppercut! Dude, no, <laughs> I, I like the way you're thinking. We'll have Jackie me. deliver a bowl of chili and I'll just show you show her what I got. Oh, yeah. Work the body. You want to work the body? <laughs> chili! Oh, liver punch! Woman! Liver punch! If I told you once, now I told you... Now we go upstairs. Uh, but seriously, yeah. cheers. Let's book uh, Mr. Deadmoth. <laughs> I'm sure we won't. I'm sure we won't get a huge amount of pushback. Oh, <laughs> I'm man. sure he's yeah. happy to be online. He doesn't want to end this whole part of his career. Well, I, I, apparently he already lost his job and everything. So that dude's probably oh, fucked oh, for a while. That, that, uh, 
I was. It, that sucks. Everything about this sucks. I, I, yeah. I bet he wishes he could do a do-over. That hurts yeah, the course. kids even more, actually. Like, taking the guy's job away. Like, that's that's bad for those kids. That's worse than, than well, not worse than the screaming and fighting that they see their parents doing every day. But, yeah, I always think about that. Like, when someone with a family loses their job for being dumb online, it's like, oh, you're not just punishing them. You're kind of punishing an entire family of, of people, like a whole network of people. Yeah. That's... It's really shitty. Yeah. But I mean, the companies are just trying to save themselves, right? They don't give no, a fuck. For, for sure. Yeah. yeah you don't they, want to be the company that has the wife beater, the world famous wife beater, like working your front desk or whatever. <laughs> Here at Applebee's, we stand with Mr. Deadmaw. Yeah. That's not a statement <laughs> any company is. Fucking Sydney location and get any tizers from him next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I like to think he's like, I don't know working at some warehouse with poor lighting and dirty floors. And they're like, he's not even the worst guy here. We're not firing. <laughs> <laughs> we thought he was pretty well and pretty measured. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, Johnny over there just got out of prison. Yeah. You know who else wasn't apparently well measured enough uh, was Kevin Hart, who I thought oh. was like the golden boy of Hollywood that like I've never talked to someone in any circle of friends, like, you know, acquaintances who's like, you know who I hate? Fucking Kevin Hart. God, that guy just grinds my gears. Like, I thought he was kind of untouchable. But it turns out he tweeted uh, uh, gay stuff that is not okay. Like, ten, I think it was literally 10 years or nine years ago or something like that. And so they're like, they retroactively uh, removed him from the, I think, the Academy Awards. Is that right? So I have uh, a counterpoint Oscars. on this. Yeah. I, I, it, it's a little long, so allow me to, to just get comfy. Why are people acting so dense on this? This is from Reddit. Kevin Hart told some jokes where the punchline was he wouldn't get, he wouldn't want a gay son. No one gives a shit about what Kevin Hart thinks, so it gets ignored. Kevin Hart tweets daily for two years calling people fags and faggots. Just because you used to say it back then doesn't mean it was okay, but you were ignorant at the time. All right. Kevin Hart says multiple times, seemingly not in the comedy formula, for some reason devoid of any setup or punchlines, that he wouldn't want his son if he caught him playing with dolls. Kevin Hart gets called out on it in 2015, and he says he don't use, doesn't use those jokes anymore because, in quotes, people get too offended these days. And then in the same article, proceeds to say he would be a failure of a father if his son turned out gay. Yeah. Right? Uh, for some reason, people took the 2015 thing as an apology, despite not apologizing. He gets hired to host the Oscars. People remember the shit he said and didn't apologize for. So they bring it back up to a whole new audience and sees his tweets as so-called jokes. There's a backlash, and the Oscars give him a call and say, we still want you to host, but you need to apologize for those tweets. We have a big LGBT following, and it's not a good look. He says he'll pass on the apology because he's already addressed it, not an apology. And says people should just focus on positivity and be happy for him. He doesn't express any positivity towards gays up until that point. And you can see why gay people don't want to send any positivity his way. He triumphantly steps down from hosting, says he's a champion of free speech, and that he, sh- and that in, you know, he doesn't want the job and fuck outrage culture. There, you got it. So, so when I viewed it through that lens, I was like, damn. Like, they made it like... He used fag in a tweet seven years ago, and yeah. you know now they're just giving him a hard time. I saw a YouTube video; it was really well done. Uh, the guy's a comedian, but he pretended to be a graphic illustrator. And they're like, "Look, we looked at your illustrations from nine years ago, and they weren't very good. You're fired." Like, what? Are you not happy with my work? Yeah, no, you're doing great, but nine years ago, you weren't. And when I viewed it through that lens, I was like, "Man, yeah, he's allowed to be better now than he used to be, right?" Hopefully, we all are. But through this, it's like, man, I don't know. 
He's got a is non-apology, a real history of this stuff. And when they say, dude, just apologize for all those anti-gay things you've done, he says no. I feel like I, I like to juxtapose to this to the um, to the James Gunn stuff. The James mm. Gunn stuff, I believe, I think that was a huge error. When you look at James Gunn's post, it looked like this was a guy that posted a lot of fucking edgy shit, and that was kind of the punchline. Like, this is really fucking edgy, and that's why he's done it. You know, he's been involved in a lot of kind of edgy productions in the past, but it seems it's like for the most part... like a shock jock thing. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Hart's jokes are literally LOL fags. Like, LOL, I don't want my kid to be gay. Like, like it looks like the intent... I don't want to say the intent... But that the like, there's a difference between being edgy versus literally like, I just don't like gay people. And when that was kind of the punchline of all of those old jokes, and now we're in 20 current year, and you know we've got a much larger LGBT engagement and a lot of things, I don't think it's that surprising that somebody like Kevin Hart would be demonized for not only his past stuff, but his inability to engage with critics and apologize for it, and his constant non-apologies. Like when you say things like, like what, as soon as he said like, I don't hate gay people, but if my son was gay, I'd be a failure of a father that reminds me of like older people that are like i don't hate black people but if my daughter ever dates a black i'm a fucking kill him it's like okay <laughs> like, what the fuck? like you know so i, I don't I, mind I, them as long as they're way over there yeah <laughs> so this is like one of those cases where like i feel like the james gunn stuff I, i'm sure you guys talked about this right you must have right there were so yeah, many. Can you remind there. me which one he was? James Gunn was, was the guy there? that was the director for Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And then fucking oh, yeah, Cernovich yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, dug up real old tweets that he'd made that were really Cernovich? fucking edgy. Yeah, that were real edgy, but it's edgy for being edgy. And then he got, you know, shotgun for it. And I didn't think that was right. I thought that James Gunn got genuinely fucked there. Um, and James Gunn has apologized. He says he's a new person, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't make those types of jokes. And um, yeah, but... I think the Kevin Hart stuff, I think, is a little bit more legitimate. I think you can take some serious gripes there. And, and then, like, what he pointed out in that Reddit comment, he had an out. He could have come out and have just been like, listen, guys, um, you know, I said some really bad, dumb shit. And he even has, like, kind of an out, too. Not to be racist, but being black, you know, hip-hop culture for a large time was really homophobic. And he could even, like, play into that, you know, like, oh, you know, black culture, homo uh, you know, rap culture, homophobic. But I've moved past that. I've evolved. But no, he totally was just like, fuck you guys. I'm out. Free speech. Peace and like fucking. Would it be dips. better though if he lied to keep the gig? Because he like by saying no, he clearly like doesn't want to apologize and he still believes that. You know, like if he would it be better and would anyone be actually satiated if he was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I was so wrong. Like the let me do the we academy. Want is for him to think he was so long, so wrong. Is that on the menu? Can we have that one? No, no, that's you never going to happen. You can't I put that it, in his head. It, it's, Which. It, that, what we want for him is to genuinely feel remorse for being mean That's to people who are gay. I, I don't mean to equate gay people with pedophiles, but I think... But here like, we go. <laughs> but here we go. But, <laughs> I, but I don't think people are choosing to be gay because it's a harder life. Even now in 20-whatever, as Destiny would say, it, it, it's tougher to be gay than it is to be straight, period. Mm -hmm. So I don't think people are picking this because it's like, you know what i think it'd be awesome to be gay i really want to fuck dudes no this is this is how they're wired and uh for to give someone a hard time about that i think is just not nice yep i say the same thing about trans people too it drives me crazy when like <clears throat> man if you're trans you are fucked in so many different ways and these trans people they fake it so well that they're even willing to kill themselves to carry on the act and it's like <laughs> when you get these conservatives that are like oh well you don't really feel this way and it's like oh yeah well watch this and they fucking kill themselves like damn don't you think that maybe maybe they actually do you know like i mean they, they seem like really committed to the lie if not you know yeah i think that's a really dumb take i don't think I don't. It, it seems odd to think that like trans people are just straight up faking it. Mm -hmm. Like 
It not seems like an. In- <laughs> I mean, what I percent mean, do you think? I, I think that easily there's there's ten or fifteen percent of people who claim to be trans who either want attention or want some sort of a special benefit or just think it's fashionable. Maybe I, I, I think it's it, 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 trans people get most people. I would yeah. say, Kyle, that that number drops a ton when they're older than like twenty two. I'd say that number drops. Yeah, sure, sure, okay, yeah, okay, I could, I could buy into that. Yeah, oh, okay. but but the problem is that you know, like like a lot of kids are getting. I, maybe we should talk about this. this. Is this is a weird topic I hear about on the news occasionally? Is uh, is when um, kids as young as like five, six years old are getting hormone therapy um, to to head toward the gender that they that they identify as, right? Like like some someone born with XY chromosomes is saying that they feel like they were born with XX. And they, they, they now they want they want estrogen at six puberty blockers or whatever. Yeah. Okay, kid. Yeah. Do you want to do that real quick? So he, here's the <laughs> argument. Okay. So man, are you going to be issues, in favor of this? Yep. Transgender oh. issues. Transgender issues are the easiest. I love these arguments because these are the ultimate fact over feel. And conservatives always claim that they're they're facts over feels, and and Democrats are feels over reals. But this is the easiest fact based one in the world. Okay, so like here are some facts. Okay, transgender people that go through puberty are at a much higher risk of committing suicide because they are um, because once you've gone through puberty, any changes that happen to your body, especially um, going through puberty as a man, are very fucking hard to hide. Um, you know, when you talk about bone structure, we talk about muscle mass, we talk about like the the size and shape of your body all mm-hmm. of these things are really fucking hard it's too to late for me to go back look at my hands yep so the the argument that's put forth is that if you have somebody and you can demonstrate with good empirical evidence so for instance if we can pull some percentage of people that feel like they are transgender at a prepubescent age and then follow that with a longitudinal study postpubescent and say they well they still feel that way maybe it would be better to give puberty blockers to a person not hormones or, or not like transition them already but give them puberty blockers when they're before they go through puberty so that they have a little bit longer to make a decision. Now, largely from the evidence that I've seen, and I could be wrong, the APA supports these types of practices, and it doesn't seem like there's any damage caused by delaying puberty. And if the end result is people being able to transition easier and not fucking kill themselves because they went through puberty as what they felt like was the wrong sex, I don't see a problem with that. Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is make people feel better, right? Get rid of, um, you know, bad, uh, bad, I say bad thoughts like mental illnesses, like gender dysphoria, and you're trying to help people live the life that they most want to live. So I don't see a problem with that, and I and I don't understand how. I mean, like people make it sound like at six year old, right? Like six years old, you're taking kids and like you should be a woman or whatever. But I don't think that's generally how like these diagnoses go. These are taken pretty seriously um, in the psychiatric industry. That's what I got. It, it definitely is taken seriously in the psychiatric industry, but it it's not a, a you know across the whole ADA. You know that's an organization, and they and they changed it so that what. Body dysmorphia is no longer on the DSM-5. You know, it's not classified as like a disorder the same way they used to say homosexuality was a disorder. But well, okay, wait, to whole, be very clear, ch- that's yeah, not true. Sure. Body dysphoria is still a, a disorder. The, the disorder being um, you have a very severe bad um, appearance of your body versus what you wish it would look like. The difference You're in right. that, the dissonance in that, that's the disorder, and it causes you severe grief or whatever. Sorry, God. Yeah, but they're not calling the trans issue a a disorder. Correct, uh, yeah. They, they call, I think they call like the... The comorbid issues with it, like depression, mm-hmm. bipolar, that obviously disorders. But the whole thing of like puberty blockers not I- impacting kids and not having lasting effects, like that's not true. It, it it changes bone density, it changes hormones permanently, it can cause body alterations that won't get uh, negated. Like it, it's a really serious thing. And and to me, the biggest part of it is like I don't care if you want to be trans as long as you're an adult. Like that, y- you can't. 
this is a huge decision to make. Uh-huh. And a six-year-old has no concept of sex or puberty or the future. Like, they, they don't know. And so when I, you go, okay, this kid who wouldn't be allowed to pick out if they want to eat ice cream for dinner or if they want something, like if they wanted a cigarette or to drink or something, no, they can make this, this unilateral decision to change their body forever. Like, that, that's pretty scary. Hypothetically, like, and, and a lot of these, And some of these kids do regret it and, and grow out of it. Like, How would you feel if we could do genetic testing on a six-year-old and determine whether this desire to be a girl or a boy, right, opposite of what they seem to be primarily, was wired into them? If we could say, oh, look, you know, well, we chromosome can't. 92 oh, like, like, like figure hot. it out. Yeah, like I can see why this guy feels Well, that's this totally way. different. That's yeah. not, that's, that's just, that's going to be who he is. Well, yeah, well, that's yeah, like a, that's, that's like a medical thing that if you could be able to tell with whatever you know blood prick test or whatever you're talking about, but like this is just okay. a, a stated preference, right? You know, but like, I think like, that not not even stated preference, a stated identity. If there have been prefer. studies I'd have to Google them where they find that people who are transgender sometimes they got a little girl in them, and and that's they, they can explain why they feel the way they feel. I could hunt for it. I don't know anything about the science of the thing. I just. I, 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 I agree with what Destiny said in that if they are if they are merely delaying um, puberty, I'm good with that. If they're merely like, delaying like, it, I want to learn about the effects of that because Taylor and Destiny are on different on different teams there. Taylor well, I think they're look, talking about two different things. Incidentally, though, I think Destiny described some the what delaying. Destiny described. I'm okay with delaying, um, but if you are giving the boy female hormones at an early age or the girl male hormones at an early age, I'm not for that. I feel like you need to reach some, maybe the age of consent, um, you know, wherever you are, where 13, 14, something like that, right? Right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, whenever <laughs> you get somewhere in there, you know, maybe you're, you're able to make such a, a, a heavy decision like that, even though you're still not able to, to, to buy alcohol for some reason, or, if you or a gun. If give the girl male hormones, Kyle, think about the positive side. She could grow up to be a Stop! smoking hot, muscular, square-jawed, hairy belly vixen. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> All right, I changed my mind. <laughs> Just be like Randy Couture, but with a camel toe. Oh, you're going to love it, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> so hot. No, yeah, no I think thanks, that- I think the general idea is what you talk about is that it's like um, one. Wait, one of you said it. I think was it Woody or it might have been um, Harry Belly. Th- Harry Belly Vixen. That was me. <laughs> that that it is a really big decision. The thing that sucks though is that it's it's kind of like college. It is a really big decision, but unfortunately, you're kind of pushed into making it before you really are prepared to. Right. I'm very much of the mindset that like we make decisions about college at a hilarious fucking early age. The fact that a fucking dipshit 18 year old knows what they want to do for the rest of their life um, and they haven't even worked a fucking job before that's hilarious to me. It's super fucked, and that you could take on six figures of debt at that age. But I mean, that's kind of the way society works. I know you kind of have to, you know. And it's the same thing with with transgender stuff too it's like well what gender do you want to be it's like well that's a big decision okay well i'll wait till i'm 25 fuck it's way too late i wish i would have chosen differently you know so i I think that the goal of puberty blockers is to try to just give you a few more years and it's still really rough like how is this fucking 16 year old who even if you are the gender and sex even if all that matches you still have identity problems who the fuck am i how do i exist in this area what are my relationships how is my like all of it is still hard but i think it's just supposed to give you like a few more years to be able to like try to figure out like how do you want to proceed in life before you know, your body goes through irreparable changes if, if if i'm wrong and that you can just pause it with no long-term mm-hmm. thing then i would be more okay with that i turned out okay still, it's like <laughs> yeah you, you turned out okay and you started uh, i would have needed to be on puberty blockers for six years to be the same as you <laughs> but uh yeah it's just 
we really don't know that much about this and the long-term effects of it and, and how it's going to pan out. And I feel like, like maybe we're getting over our skis on doing this to children. Like, I don't, I don't think that should be too controversial. Like, and, and then the, there's, that's totally different. Like, I really feel for the kids who, who are struggling with that. Cause I can't imagine it. That must suck. Like it's it really got to suck. I mean, look at the suicide rate of of trans people. It's like forty percent or something. Maybe even like I don't know. It's somewhere around there. It's Fakers. it's ridiculously high. Uh, but yeah, you're, there isn't really a good answer to it. The the ones that really I don't like is when you can tell that there are parents pushing kids in a direction where it's like you're you're like you're sexualizing a child, like having them dance around adults in provocative ways. I don't remember what the name of that trans kid is who's like nine and has been like dancing. It's, it's like, it's one thing if that kid was, you know, just independently doing it, but then you'll like see their parents and how much they're clearly pushing them into it and, and trying to capitalize on it. Uh, the, 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 I think his name is Desmond is like their parents, that kid's parents are like trying to make a career out of it. Like make that kid's you know famousness uh, a thing, and it's like that. This is one of those things. I, I this is one of those things that sounds like a like a conservative problem that doesn't really exist. This sounds like the trans people raping people in the bathrooms. I don't know if there are that many parents that are legitimately. I don't think that's a problem, but I can see these these kids. Are there really? Is this really happening? Where there are all these parents pushing their children to take hormone no, blockers because no, no, they want to be famous? Say, like, I didn't say all these parents deliberately because I don't think that it's all these parents. I think that there are parents who do that because it's in vogue. And it's it's uh, you know it's it's the thing right now, and that they get a lot a lot of attention from pushing their kid into it, and like I I just don't think it's appropriate to be sexualizing children in this way, having them dance in in provocative ways in front of adults. Like my that. little Lisa's learning the clarinet. Oh, really? Because my Bobby is a trans dwarf furry. <laughs> 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 Fuck! I've been outdone. <laughs> How many descriptors does your child have? <laughs> That's how I'm going to be labels. Yeah. It, it is more complicated than I think most people want to let on because, and you're right, like a lot of it, the, the right wing side of it gets discounted with kind of stupid things like, oh, they're going to be raping everyone in basements or not basements, in bathrooms. And it's like, well, I mean, they, this probably would be a thing already happening, right? Like there would be men dressing up as women and just going and raping in the, in the I bathroom. I feel like that's a... So look, there are problems with the left. You guys have heard me rail about the overweight, purple-haired, furious women representing the liberal side all the time that I just like, why are you on my team? But uh, on the conservative side, these non-fact-based weirdo problems like transgender rape in the bathroom, liberals that think we should have no borders and let everyone in and put them on welfare and give them cars. You know, Trump goes on rallies and says they probably want to give them Cadillacs or Rolls Royce Rolls Royce as he said right where are these positions coming from you're flat out inventing boogeymen on the other side and that's something liberals seem prone to at least on my Facebook feed yeah mostly. Yep. I meant to say conservative seem prone you to. see in California yeah. they're um, I don't know if it's all of California or just Los Angeles I think it's all of California they're proposing uh, taxing text messaging in order to pay for low-income people to have cell phones. Is so each text. I only yeah. read the headline. I didn't see what they were doing with the tax money. Yeah, that's where the money's going. It's for low-income individuals. Proposing to... this is it one wackadoo? Because we all have wackadoos. I, I, I don't know who's proposing it, but that's the, uh, that's the idea, right? And they're going to vote on that fairly soon. 
The California Public Utilities Commission is set to vote next month on a proposal to add a surcharge on for tax money. So there's no saying if people even support this or not. It's just a proposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine anybody's going to support that. No, no one not. is supporting. Only old. That's one where like it seems like something that the left proposed, but the left is going to hate. Like like <laughs> like the left might propose it, but only old white men who are conservatives will be like, yeah. Get those kids off those damn <laughs> Right. You got my vote, Paco. <laughs> Paco. <laughs> like that's it's, it's just not gonna happen. We like like everyone loves to, we all text message. I, I I wonder how much text messaging we all do per day. The iPhone has a thing where it shows you like how 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 long you're on a phone in a given day and stuff like that. I use an Android, so I don't have that kind of uh, Mine went data. Off the no, I'm sure on an Android. The I'm almost comp. My phone was on like all the time. I was just staring at it. But if I'm you almost can... positive somewhere in the settings on Android, you can find like all that. Oh, text and like the power shit. usage thing. Yeah, maybe. yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, but but if you combine like my my Snapchat, my text messaging, and like my WhatsApp, like mm-hmm. which is all texting basically, just to different in different ways, like I spend a lot of time doing that. Like, like I, I would I would not like for each and every message to be taxed. <laughs> I'd be sending a lot of paragraphs. I'm not big on the phone, but I'm irresponsible on the computer. I, you know, I, I spend too much time on it. Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, I, uh, I have oh, a. Go ahead. I had something. We, you know, I was going to pitch an ad and then do, go into the next oh, topic. Yeah. Ah, certainly. Well, let's tell everybody about Monster Energy Espresso. This episode of PK is brought to you by Monster Energy's uh, delicious new espresso drink. When you need an extra burst of energy but don't have time to wait in line. Uh, yeah, grab an Espresso Monster. Espresso Monster is a premium blend of uh, smooth espresso and cream packaged in an 8.4-ounce can. It's just the right size and perfect for, for when you're on the go. Uh, each can has three shots of espresso blended with European milk, just the way the Italians do it. And at 150 to 160 milligrams of caffeine per can, it's sure to give you the energy you need to conquer the day. Espresso Monster has two delicious flavors to choose from, espresso and cream and vanilla espresso. Produced in Denmark and the Netherlands, Espresso Monster is made with a uh, fresh made with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free milk and a unique energy blend that's complete with taurine and B vitamins. Close your eyes, take a sip and enjoy Espresso Monster today. Check mm. them out. Kyle's big ex- monster. Yeah, I've got like guy. like like let me see if I can make sure I've got them. Like, there's just like <laughs> I tried to buy them last time I had a long drive. That's when I drink Monster mostly. That's my yeah. style. And uh, they weren't in stock at whatever... Sold out! I got them all! That makes sense, yeah. They're fucking delicious. They really are. It's um, I like espresso. I like strong coffee. And like when I was a kid, I put a ton of sugar in my coffee. Like like I thought I was a grown-up drinking coffee, and I'm just drinking like sugar water, essentially. But like as an adult, I slowly weaned myself to the point where like there's no sugar ever in my coffee. And I prefer it like st- as strong as possible, and usually with as little milk as possible. Like, and, and I, I, I really like espresso, so I just drink a straight shot of espresso. I really like the taste of coffee now, and this kind of captures that. It's a, it's a, it's a really nice energy beverage. Big that's, fan. That's cool. I, I, I find it interesting about your coffee preferences. I am yeah. the child version of Kyle when it comes to mm. coffee. You know, a, a teaspoon of sugar, probably more cream than I should put in there. And uh, and that's my coffee. Yeah, I'll put a little bit of milk in there, like two percent milk, just to sort of make it a little bit smoother on my palate, so mm-hmm. that it, it's 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 a little bit different. It's a little thicker or smoother than like like water, which is kind of what straight coffee's like. But uh, that's about it. That's about all I put in there. And I, uh, I if have, I'm not, oh, go ahead. Go I have ahead. a parent friend coffee. who's into coffee. 
And like, I don't know if you know, chooses too sometimes. And like, really into coffee, right? Like, he's a gourmet coffee. Just guy. drinks two pots a day. Well, I don't know that he keeps up with chews in that regard, but he will have like a well-informed opinion on roasts and things like that. And uh, whenever we're together, like he usually offers to make me an espresso and it's like, yeah, like this is, you know what? If you're in town and Picasso says you want a painting, you say yes, right? You try it because this guy is one of as a coffee connoisseur. And I just muscle it down. It's it's next to Maker's Mark for me. You know? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best story ever. Like like for me, that's like my first memory of meeting Woody ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like like he and I at this bar in Boston, and I'm like, "Hey, you want a drink?" And he's like, "Yeah." What are you having? And I'm like, "I'm getting a Maker's Mark Manhattan." He's like, "Sounds good." And I'm I don't like, know what it is. <laughs> I'm like I'm like two Maker's Mark Manhattan Maker's Mark Manhattans, extra cherries. Guy fucking rolls up with these two big ass glasses of fucking maker's mark and that's about it i don't know some vermouth or whatever else is in that fucking thing and and what he goes <laughs> like, like like he sips if the it, drink like he is sip- 12 centimeters tall i maybe drank one of them i don't think so he <laughs> sips it like you would sip scalding coffee and he's like he's like Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So, so now i have two enormous strong <laughs> drinks and i'm blitzed because i just finish them both off right then because because now I'm i remember two- it being a little slower i remember holding the maker's mark not making any progress on it that part is totally true but it took me like 10 minutes to be like you know this is not gonna this is for you you could have two <laughs> You got a cherry coke back there. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know the recipe for Shirley Temple? It's kind of my <laughs> specialty. Yeah, that, that and you pretend to pour alcohol into it. <laughs> just, just shake it a little. Make some glug noises it. with your mouth while you yeah, tip yeah, it with yeah. the cap on. Yeah, that was not your beverage of choice. I no. never order fancy drinks when I'm out, like uh, iced drinks or Manhattans or anything. Like I don't know enough about them. I don't want to spend like eleven dollars only to realize it sucks. Yeah, that was the other yeah. thing. Like, like I feel like it was like forty dollars for like you st- like I tipped the guy or something like oh, that. I, they were expensive. Did you buy it all? Did we didn't split it or anything? I don't remember. It? I don't. Okay. It's possible I bought it. I I, I I I that's how you know. I just had left Chicago hanging out with um what's his fucking name? The guy who ran CPX. The younger guy who Paul drank a lot. Paul. Uh-huh. Paul. Me and Paul had There's been hanging switch. out. <laughs> Me and Paul had been hanging out for like four days straight, and like, ev- and Paul, an Olympic Paul level, really, he loves alcohol, and <laughs> and so he was introducing me to a few of his favorite beverages, and so I'd try to keep up with Paul, who's not only like a bigger man than me, probably outweighed me by thirty pounds and maybe an inch taller, like a big fella, but he was well practiced, <laughs> and I, so I had been keeping up with Paul for like half a week drinking these Maker's Mark Manhattan. So by the time I got to Boston from Chicago, I was, I was, eh, yeah, you're going to roll one of these. Yeah. I, was, I was ready to roll. I was fucking, let's just let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do some drinking. Kyle's drinking style, I would describe as water in that he will fit any container he needs to, right? When he, later on, after Kyle understood my drinking style, we ordered gingerbread Margaritas, martinis. Mar- gingerbread. Yeah, yeah. We we uh we each enjoyed ourselves <laughs> a gingerbread martini at the the lovely Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, it's yeah. a fine establishment. Dude, I don't know if you've been. Even that one, both of us were like, this might be too sweet. <laughs> it was candy. Fucking tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've I've gone I've gone full circle two or three times with my drinking. Like sometimes I I, I 
I just don't want anything at all, and I'm just doing it to be social, and I, I'm going to drink something sugary, and I don't even want to get drunk. And then that last drinking episode, I drank a fifth vodka. So, so I, th- I feel More like that's that. don't sell yourself short. Yeah, that's right. I got another. I got an extra a bottle fifth after of vodka. A fifth. Is that that's a normal size vodka, like a like a regular? Yeah, a fifth absolute... is the, the normal vodka bottle size, mm. like when you yeah. see in the store, not the giant handle a gallon or yeah, I think a handle's a gallon, right? Yeah, it's it's one point seven five liters actually. But what's that in freedom? <laughs> that's, uh, a that's, gallon. I'm, I'm, I think I'm about to go get myself a drink right now. We're, we're talking about it. Dude, you get a drink. I want to ask Taylor about hockey. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. We all win. <laughs> we all win. Taylor, I read this article. This isn't a Woody idea, but uh, I like it. The Tell me if I have any of my history wrong. Hockey, when I was in high school, had, I don't know, 25, 26 teams, something like that. And they've been expanding as, like, the Florida Panthers come in and and all those other teams. And I think, is it next year or the year after, they go to 32 teams. So that's a pretty notable increase. There used to be a knock against hockey that the regular season didn't matter because everyone made the playoffs. But that's gone. Now half the teams don't. And if you're a fan of, say, the Blues or the Flyers or the Canes, you make the playoffs every three years or so. (laughs) (laughs) So the way that it works, if people don't know, let's pretend it's a year from now. 16 teams in the East, 16 teams in the West, eight from each side make it, and then they just narrow it down until one from each face in the Stanley Cup, right? So it's kind of like football in that you know, AFC and NFC don't yeah. meet till the end. The proposal is this. Instead of eight teams making it from each side, 10 teams make it from each side. And the bottom four, right, work at a one-game sudden death to decide, and then uh, it goes to eight, like it always did. So teams, I guess it'd be seven through ten, seven, eight, nine, ten, that's right, uh, have a one-game playoff like like they do with the NCAA final. You know, like, like I would like something like that. It would add more quality playoff hockey. I feel like, I'm, like I'm totally down. Yeah, and, and the regular season, in my opinion, would matter more because there'd be more bubble teams. And by the way, Two bubbles. There's a bubble to get 10th place to make the playoff, and there's a bubble to get 6th place to avoid mm-hmm. the one-game sudden death that everyone has to face. I think yeah. that would make it so cool. I, I just like... I mean, I don't think the regular season doesn't matter at all, but 82 a, games, a 90... you can afford to throw like huge skids and still make the playoffs, which I don't really mind. I, I don't want them shortening the season and taking hockey away. You might be young away. for this, but like in 1989, for example... Yeah, I wasn't around yet. <laughs> you were literally not born? Yeah. Yeah, back then, like, 16 out of 25 teams made it, I think. Like, so, mm-hmm. people were losing records we're making. <laughs> now that's not well, true we're, so much. we're not going to make it this year. I'm positive the St. Louis Blues because, like, it was going all around the hockey world that, like, we suck so fucking hard this year. Fights broke out at our practice. Yes. Like between players that. of our own team, like they were getting mad at each other. And like one of the defensemen, Bortuzzo, just, just loses it and starts beating another guy. And it's like, God, we are, we're not even bad. Like we're fighting each other at practice level bad. So I'm just kind of enjoying the shit show a bit. But, you know, I, Kyle's back. So that's, that's enough hockey probably. I, it, look, if I run the Blues, we trade Tarasenko for some first round picks or something and build for the future. At this point, fuck it. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> Every year. This year, I was like the one year where I'm like, usually I'm not too excited about it, but this year, going to be good. And we're worse 
than we've ever been. Dude, I've done the opposite. I've been at so the hurricanes, right? I, I used to follow hockey more close than I did now, back when I had live TV. And I'd be like, God, the tough thing about rooting for the hurricanes is they don't even try, right? At least when you're pulling for the Flyers and you hear like Cujo, who was a very good goalie back in the day, you know, is, is a free agent. The Flyers are in the mix. They might get them. They might not get them. They didn't. But, you know, they're in there, right? Whenever the big free agent comes, whenever the big move is, the Flyers are one of those teams that, that might make a move and try to go for the cup. But the freaking Canes, you know, they, they're not even trying. It's, it sucks. And then oh, they yeah, won like, the Stanley Cup that year. We're so bad that... <laughs> Tarasenko in a post-game interview last week just came out and was like, I have to apologize to fans. We are <laughs> just bad. Like, <laughs> not good, can't put the puck in goal. Uh, very, lots of problem. Uh, very sorry to fan. And it's like, like, man, that's when the Russian guy is, is putting the pieces together of how much, you know, the city is starting to dislike the team. Anyway, nobody cares about that. I know Destiny's a big fan, but I don't want to get him involved in. <laughs> yeah, He's going to go nuclear about so this playoff the issues. Shit. I think we really will hate each other. Man, <laughs> the, dude, I view the bubbles way differently. Like, I would bubble 11th place, and oh, yeah, you know, back in my day, 27 teams made it in. So, yeah, I don't even want to get into that right now. I have a new it's topic too that Destiny depth. might like. Oh, uh, yeah. Stupid. Dude, I want to watch this as a group. I have not seen it yet, uh, but it should be fun. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe we should just talk instead. <laughs> uh, for people watching. Oh, oh, wait, never mind. This is probably an okay one. Never mind. Oh, I, I'm looking at the I don't title. know what there's out there that I shouldn't see. Okay, I'm looking at the title, and I, this looks like it might be okay. All right. All right. So let's. Let, all right. Are you guys ready? It queued up at zero? Yeah, uh, 39 second <laughs> video. Ready. ready, set, play. Woody seems to genuinely like you. Um, yeah, I mean, it, maybe. I, but I just worry because of the kind of stuff that gets posted. Like, I, it's only ever bad clips that get posted of me to that subreddit, you know? Like, in actuality, I really enjoyed my time there. And I think they enjoyed my time there. Like, um, I stayed for the full three or four hours or whatever, and it seemed like I got along well with everybody. But, like, when the only things that get posted of me over there are, like, where I'm reading at them for what I think are, like, dumb takes and things, I think it would be I think it would be really reasonable for them to think, like, oh, wow, like, Destiny, like, he came on our podcast. It seemed like he had fun. And then he left and he started shit-talking us immediately. Like, he must fucking hate us. Like, what a piece of Show. Like I, that would be like I would think that would be a reasonable take from them. If I was in their position, I would probably assume the same. Oh, well, that's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Because we're not very reasonable. <laughs> every time, so for context, every time I'm streaming, if, if there's ever like um, somebody will link me um, parts of your show, usually political parts, and I will find the opinions to be really bad. Like this really pisses me off. And like a couple of threads got posted, that had like 700 comments. And all I'm thinking is that like if I don't know how much you guys like watch your own subreddit, but I always get the worry. And this happens so much in the streamer world where I'll meet somebody and we'll be like, oh wait, you hate me, don't you? Like yeah, you hate me. And it's like oh no no wait we only saw like fans posted like clips of each other like offhandedly mentioning things or shit talking and, and it ends up being like blown up into way more than it should be but yeah that was my uh, that was my concern here oh <laughs> uh, yeah no i've been on the internet for like 10 years now i'm not that easily upset <laughs> well I, sometimes but not by you mm -hmm. apparently only 10 years <laughs> it's i think it's yeah it'll be my 10th year next calendar year yeah, well, we worse. take ourselves and our opinions on politics around here so seriously. <laughs> That's why I joined the Proud Boys, and I generally inspect women in public bathrooms <laughs> against their will to protect kids. Like, it's no, like it, kind of, kind of like uh, we well, no, don't want to be inappropriate. No, Woody. Jesus Christ, Woody! No, you will never be a Proud Boy with that kind of maneuver. No, well, there, no. none of that. No, it's it's this. It's it's a it's oh. a it's a nice 
gentle jauntling. Well, I you think have to do if you're not Gavin doing it internal in- balls to make it into the club. <laughs> Kyle, exactly. if you're not doing an internal inspection, I'm not sure how you can be 100% sure they're women. You will They could look like women like from the outside and have no vaginal canal whatsoever. That is absolutely fucking true. <laughs> it's true. A lot of people, Ben Shapiro will come out as like, well, I, you know, I know you're a woman. I know you're a man. It's like, bullshit. You don't fucking know that. 90% of that signaling is done with, uh, with uh, consumer things anyways. Fucking, I, I'm a small dude. If I had a fucking dress on and I grew my hair out, you were looking at me from behind, you wouldn't fucking know if I was a guy or not. And depending on how good my makeup is, I could turn around <laughs> and you might not know if I'm a guy or not. The you beard know? will ruin oh, it. The test, man. Well, I the beard, the beard will ruin it. Pants. <laughs> the beard will ruin it. But like not, 99% of the people you meet, maybe, well, for some people, 100% ah! of the people you meet, you're never going to know their genitals. That's a good tuck job. Nice. Yeah. Nice. For, for, for the mo- majority of people you meet, you will never know what they're packing between their legs. You just won't. You can make guesses, but you don't actually know. You know? That's why I don't settle for less than an internal inspection. And Kyle, I, I won't be dissuaded from it. <laughs> I, spend the, I spend the majority of my time obsessing over strangers' channels. <laughs> What's, what she got cooking down there? What are those lips looking like? I do have a question for Destiny. And, 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 and this comes important. from an innocent place where I genuinely don't understand. Voter ID laws are said to uh, be like very, very negative towards poor people and black people, right? Yet, mm-hmm. uh, my area had the projects, and it, it seemed like poor people and black people I knew had IDs. Why, why is it that when you request an ID, it's so slanted towards like making black people unable to vote? So there are... Tons of different angles for this, um, for, for when you deal with voter ID. Mm-hmm. So to address that angle specifically, um, it, it's just kind of, like a, it's kind of like a numbers game. When people do studies on who voter ID would impact, if you're like a middle class or upper class person, you, like, there's, it's not even a question of whether or not you can get an ID. It's a very obvious thing. It's like nobody thinks twice about it. However, depending on your lower class status, getting to a certain area to get an ID renewed, getting to a certain area to actually get a driver's license, even having a car and needing a driver's license, these things become more questionable. Now, can the majority of poor people get IDs? Probably, most likely. The majority of people I know you need to show one um, to get a job, or at least a birth certificate, um, to get a job in the United States to be employed and to fill out a W-4 and all that. Um, However, the fact is, is that when you start requiring certain types of IDs, it does disproportionately impact certain groups of people. And this is just known. Um... I mean, like, like uh, I, I even I got quotes and articles and everything. Um, Fraga and Miller were two researchers found that black voters constitute 11.4% of those voting in Texas in 2016 with ID, but 16.1% of those voting without ID, which shows clear evidence of a disparate racial impact. Likewise, Latino voters made up 19.8% of those voting with an ID, but 20.7% of voters without an ID. Was that so 19 even if voter- and 20? Um, yeah, it was 19.8 and then 20.7% of those voting without ID. So basically showing that there's like an over For black people, it was really bad. And then for Latino people, not as bad, but still kind of bad, especially when the election results get really close. But basically, it's just that any time you start talking about getting these voter ID laws in place, you have to acknowledge that they're going to have a, a bad impact on certain groups of people. It's that's just it just born out in the data. Why don't they just make it so IDs are free and it's subsidized? So that is a great idea. Um, now. The, you might still be able to find, you know, can homeless people get IDs? You could probably find solutions Do for this. Do we want the homeless voting? Should um, homeless be voting? The yeah. thing is that nobody ever seems to want to do that, which is where we get into the other issue of why do people want voter IDs? And this takes us to states like North Carolina. So if somebody were to propose, let's do a national voter ID program and everybody gets a free ID mailed to them, well, you're going to have to raise taxes to allocate a budget for that, which I don't know how people feel, but that's going to have to be something that's going to be done. Um, 
and there I'm might be another that would be that much maybe i mean it's we don't give that how much, much is it to buy an id i don't even remember when it was to to buy my first one and then, um, I mean, it really depends on the type of idea you're talking about. Um, but a lot of these are built into other departments already, like the DMV, for instance, right? Already has a budget allocated for that, for, for the IDs and everything. Um, another problem, though, is that when you look at all of this, there's, there's two huge things that are going on. Three huge things. One is that voting is arguably your most important constitutional right. So if we're going to put up any roadblock in front of it, we need to have a really good reason for doing so. Um, and, an and, and any roadblock is a roadblock, however small. So... The problem is it seems like this, these ideas like voter fraud has never really been demonstrated ever. We just don't see it happening, even though conservatives claim it happens all the time. And Trump himself tweeted it did. We just don't see that happening. And then when we see conservatives actually happened try to in North Carolina. Well, that was election fraud. That wasn't voter fraud. That was people destroying ballots. It didn't have to do with people um, faking their ballots. So even if those people had that, or didn't have IDs. Yeah, yeah, sure. By the way, in my in my state, they're free. A, uh, a voter ID card is free. Sure. I think my um, state is the nice. corruption capital of america and nice. i don't know dc probably wins <laughs> uh, it's hard to beat north that's carolina. where all of those people are <laughs> <laughs> our state level stuff is next level anyway did you see that like some infographic the other week came out and it was like all the richest counties in america and it was like exactly all the ones surrounding dc like all of those you know i don't know that was surprising yeah not really though because of course of course they're fucking loaded yeah. yeah, I see your point, like with the the roadblock thing with mm -hmm. with rights, but it just it in it, most Western nations. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure most Western nations require ID. Mo I mean, even Mexico requires ID to vote. Wait, it just seems like oh. well, but for uh, a lot like a of those, they provide you thing to need. Yeah, and, and it should be provided. Let's do yeah. something like it'll be a teeny little tax, not going to be fucking shit, and just have everybody mail the an ID. Boom. Like, Imagine yeah, if I mean, your if 1040 literally said like $17 ID tax. Everyone would go mm -hmm. ballistic. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you say passing a little tax isn't a big deal, but like I see around here where they talk about raising the property taxes by like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent, and people go fucking ape shit when it comes to, and I'm even in a pretty wealthy district for, for funding our schools or whatever. People seem real mad, but maybe the tax would go off without a problem. Yeah, but Republicans like would like it. Though. I don't have any fucking kids. I don't want to pay anymore. <laughs> yeah. It seems like um, people aren't generally suggesting these things. So when you look at like how things played out in North Carolina, in North Carolina, when Republicans tried to implement voter ID, they went, hardcore fucking surgically targeting black people. They closed down certain voting polls that were predominantly used by black people. They made it so that absentee ballots were allowed to be mailed in 13 days earlier. They changed that to seven days earlier. And it turns out that black people tended to vote earlier into the absentee period than later. Um, they made it so that certain types of IDs, both expired and unexpired, were no longer allowed. And these were all ones um, that were specifically used by black people. It always seems very suspect with the way that people what, try what to implement mean, uh uh, expired and unexpired IDs. There were certain types of IDs that were allowed to be used at polls that were state issued. Some you could use even if they were expired, some not. And they they tried to get rid of all of the forms of IDs that were predominantly used by black people. Closing when the, the federal polls on Sundays, are you familiar with this? I guess one way that liberals were doing voter drives is they would literally have buses go to black churches and after mm -hmm. the... Uh, I don't know what the, I'm not a church person. After the show was over, they would just <laughs> bust them <Service>. all. <laughs> they would just bust them all to the polls and they would vote together. So what the Republicans did was uh, close the polls on Sundays. 
Yeah, so it's like when when you see people try to enact it this way, it like it makes you think like, okay, well, what exactly are we trying to do here? When we haven't demonstrated any voter fraud, and in some of the cases where we try to enact these voter laws, we're like, it seems like we're just trying to keep poor people from voting. Like it, it's very suspect. Like it makes you wonder what people's motivations are. And seems then they like always both sides would like it though. Like the the right wingers get their voter ID laws that they want, and mm -hmm. the left wingers like everybody gets their ID. Yeah, you know. I mean, if people want to propose like a tax to pay for it and then maybe a new U.S. department, I don't know who would handle this. Maybe the Social Security Administration? I don't know like who, if we would need like a whole new department to, to manage dealing with IDs. My, ID. My guess would be that if you secured the funding and you're like, all right, all of you people out there who want one of these, step forward. It would be like, uh, no, no one? N no one wants to vote? No one wants one of these cards? So How fucking funny vote? would that be if they're like, everybody gets a free ID in like, in, like nine people? Eh. <laughs> Eh. Yeah. Well, well, it was a big waste of money. You know but who we did I want best. to vote? I don't know if mm -hmm. this is unpopular opinion. Felons. I, I, I feel like if I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Do you? I, I don't know where Kylan Taylor will lean on this, but probably it, depends on the kind of felon. <laughs> if you were to catch me, whatever, in the nineties, it was like three strikes, you're out. That sounds brilliant. I, I love that. If there's three violent crimes, just lock them up forever. And, you know, going hard on criminals, being tough on crime was a really popular political position. And mm. I was I thought it was the right idea. Now that all this time has passed and we've seen the impact of it, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're saying that judges don't get to, like, use their judgment that there's just these sentencing guidelines that, that you know, one of their violent offenses could be that freaking Mr. Deadmoth dude. And then he yeah, gets he into a bar fight and then maybe has a real one. And it's like, that's it? Life over? Life yep. over? Like, or you get a drunk driving accident when you're a dumb fuck 20-year-old and you shouldn't be and it's really fucking stupid. But, you know, you'd kill someone or whatever. Now you're 60, 50 years old working and working and paying taxes and you have no say. Like, yeah. yeah. It, 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 so what, what are crimes that you wouldn't want to allow them back? Like, I feel like if you're like a murderer or a rapist I feel or some like, like rich-ass CEO who used his power to... My mind is like, open for these crazy crimes we're coming up with. But in my head, it's like if you're out of prison, Right, These, I'm, I'm talking about. I said felons, but I really meant to say yeah. ex-cons. Um, if sure. if you finished paying your debt to society and you're a murderer, then you probably spent 35 years paying that debt, so you can vote. If you're a, uh, I don't know, ATM robber, and uh, and you spent two and a half years paying that debt, then then that's right too. Whatever it takes for you to get out of prison when you're done paying your debt to society, I don't know why you're not voting. Yeah, I mean, like, you, people are saying, like, you know, you're saying, like, well, you've done this horrible fucking crime. It's like, okay, well, it must not be that bad because they're out of jail now. Or I don't mean to say it must not be that bad. But again, like, if you did a really bad crime, you were probably in jail for a really long time. And now that you're out, we, we're not going to treat you like a fucking prisoner for the rest of your life. Like, you're done. You, you know, however I feel about the criminal justice system now, if you've served your time, that should be it. You're done. You get out. And now that you're paying taxes and shit again, it's your society just as much as anybody else's. You should have a right to vote in it. It is bullshit. Like, like people who sold weed can't vote for the rest of their life now the exact same way someone that raped a woman can or you maped know? a woman or ma murdered and raped a woman. <laughs> i forgot what maped yeah, was like, for a second like, <laughs> in, in that is, order so he's an extra creep it's a pka yeah. term for murder rape oh gotcha yeah. it depends which uh, order you do it in so some guys rape and then murder some murder then rape it, and that's the difference it's a murder if you rape first. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We, we prefer murderers to, to to mapist, quite frankly. It's it's just it's a little unseemly. Hell no, it? dude. If anybody is ever going to murder me, 
and, and what, if, if, if anybody out there wants to murder and rape me, murder me first. Huh. Like, yeah, it fuck does my seem dead like... body. I don't want to get raped and have the only thing to look forward to be getting murdered. Like, I want to murder me and then do whatever you want, man. Yeah, like, make Danny DeVito, argument. my body, take some bellows and fill me up and make me, like, artificially fart. Whatever the fuck, dude, I don't care. Just <laughs> just murder me before you rape me. That's all I asked. I'm a simple man. I, I mean, it's really the Mapus that has more empathy for his victims. I'm being swayed. I'm being swayed over to Mapus. Being, you know what? Being, These people should I'm gonna, be allowed to vote. I'm going <laughs> to come in here, and I'm going to put up the other argument, actually. Oh? People that are murdered, oftentimes, don't really want to be murdered. Maybe if you rape someone real hard, maybe they won't want to live anymore. Doing them the murder is doing them a favor. I don't know. Man. Now I'm back just, on, just blew I'm back on <laughs> the murder <laughs> side. Yes. Destiny's so <laughs> persuasive. <laughs> what did you say, Woody? Uh, even though Destiny was using really shitty tools, he still won the debate for the lead thing. I saw that clip. <laughs> oh, yeah. I stand by that. I, I stand that by clip. that. I, I, yep. uh, I, 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 if you had to, if you had to reach deep into like, <laughs> you know, grandfather's eating lead paint to justify, uh, it's not like, just eating it, lead paint. It's uh, lead getting into uh, the water. It's inhaling fumes uh, of like lead right. that's dissolving. There's tons they, of they, it. These it's poor people eating. had paint chips and their grandfather, not their, not them and not their dads, but their grandparents ate paint chips because they taste sweet. And now you need to give their the offspring of the offspring advantages to get into college. And our listeners listened to that and oh. said, you know what? Destiny's right. I'm like, fuck, okay. he's got a gift. All right. We Give should it, end let me... up soon, though, because people are going to want more funny shit. We've yep, been doing more this funny shit. Long. I can do this in 30 seconds, okay? okay? Here's what happened, okay? Economists basically looked at, oh, wow, huge trend in murders decreasing. Oh, wow, huge trend in, in lead paint being useless. That's kind of interesting. He did a lot of digging on the data in the United States, and he found that there was, like, this perfect, like, 18 to 20-year correlation between the amount of lead used and, like, gasolines and paints and shit versus, like, the crime rates. He's like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. This guy was an economist, not a sociologist, so this wasn't his area of expertise, but he suggested this. Nobody gave a fuck, and he's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. So then what the guy did was he collected data from like 20 other countries that all at varying times had lessened their use of lead. And he found this exact same 20 year offset between violent crime and the amount of lead used in society. And it matched with every single other country. And he thought that that research was very interesting. Biologically, we know that if we introduce lead into people at early ages, it can cause more aggressive behavior, et cetera, et cetera. So the biological mechanism is understood. The correlation is very strong. I'm not saying it's the only reason people are aggressive. I'm just saying like, it seemed like pretty convincing to me. There's tons of articles on it. Um, it was you, fucking Taylor, I think, that said that he found something <laughs> that debunked or disproved all of it. I oh, hope I that was an interesting thing. Like, uh, it, and people were like, "Oh, it's just a fucking infographic." And I was like, "Well, there was an infographic, but there was an interesting like article behind it too." And there were it wasn't. It just wasn't. One I hope it wasn't from a website called AlternativeHypothesis. Hopefully not. Uh, I don't but, think uh, so. Okay, yeah, but, but like, oh uh, yeah, I've been on there. They they're the ones who set me straight set me straight on the Holocaust. Oh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's the argument that that, that there was you a high that correlation. Bag of worms. I've got <laughs> some knowledge to drop on. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that it's possible that a lot of people exposed to lead at early ages could exhibit more. And, and like you see this in some places. Like if you look at Flint, that's an extreme example. There's a lot of kids that are going to be mentally retarded for the rest of their fucking lives because of the lead that they were exposed to and consumed in water. This is like permanent brain damage shit. But yeah, that was the only. I'm not saying that that excuses people from their actions or that's why everybody is the way they are. But that was something very, very compelling and interesting research to take a look into. Well, no, it it's an interesting thing to look into. Uh, you, you know what? If the streaming thing ever doesn't work for you, you should go into auctioneering. Okay. Because you, like, I used to go with my grandpa to, like, bull auctioneers where they do that. Hey, I can't even <laughs> imitate it so fast, like, like screaming the weights and the prices. You go just as fast. You, you could, if you put your mind to it, you could be the, the fastest speaker this side of the, whatever Dude, side of the Mississippi. Ben you're on. Shapiro does a similar thing. 
And uh, I don't I don't know if it's I don't think it's intentional for either Ben Shapiro or Destiny. But as a listener, there's so much being thrown at you that you have less time to critically tear it apart between your own ears. It's just like fact, 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 fact. You're six facts Mm -hmm. later. Fact two could have been totally invented. Is that what Gish Gallup is? I always forget some of the other. No, that absolutely is what Gish Gallup is. For the record, when I have conversations with people, the way that any argument works is you go premise, 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 and then from those premises, logically, your conclusion follows. When I have conversations with people, I always tell them, if I I say something and you disagree with it, stop me fucking immediately, and we can talk Mm. about it. Because I do agree that when somebody engages in that form of argumentation, where they're like, fact, 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 conclusion, why am I wrong? You've already lost the argument. Like, it's over at that point. You do on the other side. And I don't, I don't want to say it's dirty, but it's, it, it's hard to debate against mm-hmm. is uh, you can ask questions like, oh, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more, prove this, prove that, prove deeper, prove something else. And it's almost a verbal denial of service attack where, <laughs> where like, you know, you're on the other side, like, man, I don't really have a study for that, but I, I I'm sure. pretty, I'm pretty confident that it's true. And uh, it, it can be hard. I try to be pretty chill on that too. Like if, mm-hmm. again, if you watch my conversation, I feel like, like, I'll, I'll- you tore apart oh, very Dick often. Masterson that way. Well, okay. No, careful. Oh man, that's my <laughs> that's my big trigger. So like oh, I will hilarious. <laughs> I always tell people, I always tell people, I'm not gonna sit here and go source, 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 because it's not reasonable to do. And mm-hmm. if there's something that we disagree with, we can sit here and both look it up on the spot. We're on the fucking internet. We got Google today. It's not like back when I was a kid and I had to pull out one of the fucking encyclopedia Britannicas <laughs> to look up some fact. Like if you're telling me something like tariffs we tariff exports like okay well that should be pretty fucking easy to look up we can do that right now like you know i'll do stuff like that in the debate with dick masterson i specifically told him as well like i don't expect you to be able to source every fucking thing you said the only thing i would hope is that if you bring up a topic you're kind of well versed in it or you at least know what you're talking about because dick masterson was really mad and i think he even said on the show he's like destiny tried to corner me into some trump shit I didn't. That was a topic that he brought up. He said that I was a very disingenuous debater, and he and I asked him, okay, well, if I do this all the time, can you just give me one example of this? Like, where am I being disingenuous? I, and I always ask people this, and I never get an answer. Um, and he told me, well, when you grilled that one dude on the lawyer shit, and that lawyer guy was part of La Rasa, um, that was totally disingenuous. And I was like, wait a second. No, I was right there. La Rasa can mean a fuck ton of different things. The organization that people said that he belonged to isn't the one he did. And then Dick Master's was like, oh, you're trying to drill down on facts again. I was like, well, you're the one that brought this up. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I enjoyed was that, that, uh, I enjoyed you guys that had clip. Multiple run-ins, or was that the only time you, got, you and Dick were on a stream? Oh, that was the only. I don't think we'll ever be on a stream together again. No. <laughs> you don't like Dick? <laughs> What you don't like? I I thought that while you guys disagreed, I love Dick, and you know, this sounds pretty cool Dick. too. You don't I like Dick? He is absolutely the most cancerous kind of fucking moron when it comes to political discourse on the internet. Absolutely, I fucking hate him. Totally, one hundred percent. He's fucking hilarious. I enjoy. If you ever want, if you ever want to do a show with me again, I'd love to do it just because I'll shit on him the entire time. I fucking hate people like this. <laughs> oh. When I when I do and trying to have conversations with people, when there are people that literally fucking make shit up, it is so fucking frustrating to me. When I'm trying to have a reasonable conversation and somebody's like, well, what about this thing that didn't even happen? It's like, fuck me. Like, we're not even talking about reality. And Dig is totally that kind of guy. Oh, it drives well, me Masterson crazy. Masterson is a great friend of the show. I okay. think he's hilarious. Yeah, I feel like and my parents are fighting now. Very funny. <laughs> I your he's, pro- I'm with you. he's a he's funny a guy. He's a scumbag. <laughs> 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 I've watched Get a haircut. He is a funny guy. I'll admit that. I'm not going to say that, like, I'm not going to be like, totally, like, Dick is the least funny. He's a funny guy for sure. But man, when you talk about politics, I think it's totally fucking dumb and it drives me fucking crazy. But yeah, yeah. Ah, well, we support dumb politics around here. <laughs> <laughs> this is All a right, fact free environment. Up. Should I be worried that that's why I'm dragged onto the show? Uh oh. <laughs> I have a topic unless uh, someone else. Actually, Taylor, you. 
No, yeah. no, no, you go ahead. All right, this I'm trying to figure out what's right and wrong about this. Uh, it's just a tweet, but I did look into it afterwards, and it turns out that it's true. Uh, if people are, are uh, on an audio-only version, artist in Chile sneaks into private university and burns tuition contracts, $500 million of student debt gone. So when I first <laughs> read it, I was like, that has to be horseshit, right? Like, if you burn down my local bank, I, well, I don't have any debt. But it, yeah, you there's, know, there's like, no electronic records of this? It turns out that um, whatever organization was holding the debt, I don't know if it was the school or the bank or what have you, but mm-hmm. it was um, bankrupt, right? So it was, like, in bankrupt. And then what happens with that is they, like, sell the debt from one place to another. And it was just in a phase where, no. There weren't like offsite backups and whatever, and five hundred million dollars of student debt is really gone. People who owed it now just don't because this guy went in there and burnt it. The real question here, everybody's gonna be like, Oh, great. Meanwhile, there's someone holding the bag, right? And we don't yeah. know who that is. We don't know we don't know who the person left holding the bag is for half a billion dollars. Maybe they were well, probably maybe, the taxpayer. Probably no. It doesn't sound. I was like actually guessing the, the shareholder. It's a public university. Some sort of an investment group or something like uh, that. It says it private like university a... in the tweet. Well, oh, it's going to depend on whether or not that debt had been sold off to a collection company or not. That's yeah. the real question. If it oh, has been sold off, collection company. Yeah, if it's been sold off, then it's random collection companies. And what Woody was saying, I'm trying to find an article. I can't verify that what he said was true. But if you said that companies had gone bankrupt, so nobody knew who was holding the debt, then in that case, it was probably being held by some sort of collection company or like loan servicer or whatever. Yeah. Even let's say it's held by a collection company. I'm gonna mm-hmm. guess. It's ultimately owned by a bunch of shareholders, right? Like mom and pop doesn't buy $500 million yeah. worth of debt, right? It's, it's not like it was just some, like a particular random rich dude, I don't think. Uh, so th- this, basically they took this concentration of debt and pushed it on to people who made an investment. And I feel like this is a wrong I, 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 I mean, I, I feel like an asshole, like, you know, standing up for the rights of the shareholder. But one group you know, earned it and it, one group didn't. One group. Yeah. Go ahead. You don't know who the victims are, right? Like, like, like it's easy to, like, like on the surface of it, you see who the benefactors are. And, and those are everyday students, a bunch of them at $500 million in Chile. How much education? How much does education cost in Chile? Right, like a that like has a donkey. to be five hundred million people. I mean, like Chile is a pretty wealthy country for something. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say donkeys. Hey, like, yeah, it's a shithole country. I'm pretty sure. That's what, that's what Michael. That's what Michael Scott. That's what Michael Scott said to the guy in uh, in the office. He's like, "What does medical medical school cost in your land? Like a like probably like a donkey or something." Right? <laughs> the guy's from India. He was, he was like, no, "No, no, I was." I was chief surgeon. Michael's like, I'd have been chief of medicine. <laughs> but but yeah, you, on the surface, you see these these students clearly reap a, a really cool benefit. That's great for them. It, no matter what the case is, it's great for them. But maybe like somebody's retirement was sort of sunk into this, into the, the investment group or the collection agency or whatever was holding this debt. And now they're they're in their late 70s and they can't afford to feed themselves because some guy burnt a bunch of papers somewhere. You don't know, right? And the students signed up for it, right? The students ah. at the students signed up for it. They may have been too young to make this decision. I think that might be where your head is. But they did make that decision, whereas the other group was literally robbed. Yeah. I think the, 
the question here, the the interesting question, or the the real fundamental question here is: Is this like an extortionary practice? That's that's really what's being asked. Because if we if we were to come to an agreement that would say that like student loans are evil and predatory and extortionary, then in that case we'd say, well, who the fuck cares if it got burned up? Then they're all engaging in extortionary predatory practices. Fuck them. Now, if we think that student loans are fair, that you know, like you said, Woody, um, you know, that people are making these decisions. There are multiple ways to procure financing for college, and you did agree to it, and now other innocent people are financing it. Then we would say, well, this is fucking not something to be celebrated you literally just stole 500 million dollars from people and you know it's fucking horrible student loans are totally fair you know what he should have done what this guy should have done if he was smart make is stolen that paper yeah and then sold it himself oh that would be cool that would oh fuck this guy that you're right yeah that that would have been way you're in class and some dude is bullying you and you're like look what i have here motherfucker you better fucking pay up next month open that fed loan account (laughs) motherfucker because your debt is back on track (laughs) Uh, I mean, could, like, you could play it that way, like, uh, or you could just sell it back to the. Look, I've got half a billion dollars worth of debt that you guys can't call in for three million. I could probably find it for you. You know, like, like, like just let's just. Let's this just is not, like the this is like the Joker in the Dark Knight when he steals their money or whatever. And he's like, I want half of it back to give it like. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know where I got all these tuition forms? <laughs> <laughs> I broke in there and stole them to be a maniac. <laughs> if you bully me, you'll have to pay. Yeah, this is this is definitely chaotic good, I think. I think uh, if you had maybe. to pull it down one of those categories. This is chaotic good. This guy this is a guy who doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's going in there and just stealing. burning it up. He's Yeah, Dude, yeah I something that I do like about it, even though it's like kinda anarchism is like I what are you saying? Like student loans are fair. Like for in a way like you, yeah, you're signing it. You know what you're getting into. But the people being asked to get into these lifelong commitments, like, like American high schools, are you learning finance? Like, are you learning like your due diligence about controlling your finances and getting ahead in life and everything? Like, these kids have no fucking clue the implications what of what they're is. signing. Yeah, like when my- they when they get forty thousand dollars, like, and then they the freshman year they they're spending money. You, you know how many people with student loans just blow it on booze and stupid yep. things, and it's yeah. like then, I, then they're he- they're hemorrhaging that their natty light is costing them into their thirties. I've known <laughs> a lot of cam girls, and like their cam their streaming name would be like student loans with three Z's, <laughs> yeah, shit <laughs> like that. <laughs> the thing that bothers me is that like if you haven't worked yet, money really is just a, just a number to you, and people. In my experience, people that haven't worked, when they look at money, they view it in terms of possessions. And that's not a really good way to view money. So $30,000 to somebody, that might be a cool new car. But that's not really what money is, right? Once you've started working, you start to view money as an exchange of time. So $30,000 to an 18-year-old you know, might be a new car. $30,000 to a 25-year-old might be six months of work. And I feel like without having that perspective, it's really hard to say, like, do you want to take out a loan that you're going to have to pay? back that's the equivalent of one hundred thousand dollars because if you ask a 25 year old that they're thinking okay that's like a this is like fucking two years of 100 percent of my wages like this is an insane amount of money and then to a kid it's like okay 100 grand yeah i mean like that's some money i guess but they have like no fucking concept yeah, they have no fucking concept. And I actually, I'm intimately aware of this because people in the streaming world do this all the time. Where like anytime I get like a contract to do works now, like I get paid like 2000 an hour to promote a fucking game. And it's like, okay, well, this is literally what I would make in like a fucking month carpet cleaning. This is an unbelievable amount of money to me. Yeah, I'll do these deals. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people that come out of 
high school sometimes or out of college and they get right into streaming video games all of this money is just like whatever to them these are people you know that have been making six figures for years and don't have a dollar to their name because they spend it all they've got no financial um, wherewithal you know they have no clue what the money is worth and yeah that that just kind of that's the thing that bothers me i'm not going to go forward and say we should get rid of all student loans and they're unethical blah 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 but it really does bother me how much responsibility we ask an 18 year old to take on financially and often does, does it like, bother you that when they join the military oh yeah and can't drink yeah yeah especially that when they can't drink they can drink on base on base wait an 18 year old can is yeah i'm true? pretty sure that we uh, looked that on, up wait wait was, is it in outside of the u.s is that how it works or no, let me double check on i, I didn't know right this. here we can check it out yeah we I talked about no... that before but I, I thought we got fact checked on that or something <laughs> I, I had it in my head that, that there's definitely somewhere where 18-year-olds can drink Yeah, so looking at this, I just real quick, Google. In the old yeah. days, anyone on active duty could consume alcohol on military installations regardless of the legal drinking age off base. But the new federal code, United States Code, Title 10, Section 2683, requires military installation commanders to adopt the same drinking age as the state where the military base is located. Yep, I'm finding the same thing. So it looks yeah. like I'm out of date. And uh, overseas, 18, here, 21. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely want to serve in Europe, right? You know, get one of those <laughs> nice bases over there where even if you can, like you're not able, they're not letting them get like tanked and go out on the town or anything. Oh, it's you probably know? that that fucking. That's probably Mormon exactly here. what they're doing. That's exactly okay. what they're doing. Okay, like, well then, all right. Well, I'm gonna join the I'm, military. If I'm stationed in Germany, like, like, so I can like drink. <laughs> we're not going out responsibly drinking. Like, like, that's not what's happening. Do it, they let like, you smoke pot if you're like stationed in Amsterdam? No, I, there's no it. way that's happening. Yeah, no. I, I, for whatever the paramotor community in the. <laughs> Active duty army overlap some, and those guys do not smoke pot. Yeah, they're mm. like they they take that seriously. I guess they're tested. I'm not, I made that part well, up, but well, their their lives are in their hands. You know, that'd be like a race car driver. Like, meanwhile, you go to something like paintball, and they're all stoned. <laughs> Uh, Everybody's stoned. It is so the whole everything about drugs is so fucking weird to me that I go to California now and it's still weird to me. And I will be on the street and some dude will just be fucking smoking a blunt, like right fucking there. <laughs> Cops are driving by and he's smoking and everything. And all I'm thinking is like, if I were to go into a store and buy a beer and crack it up right here, I would get fucking fined for it. <laughs> it's so fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, because uh, you might get violent, he might get hungry. That's he, so, he's just smoking fat doinks. Yeah, that's like, so bizarre to me. Oh, all of our drug shit in the U.S. is so mind-boggling. Jesus Christ. What are the drugs that shouldn't be legal if you were to draw a line? I would say crocodile, that one that fucks up all those Russians with the bones in their arms. <laughs> that's yeah. like, like for me, that's the equivalent of like when my grandma, like she in, in college, like you know how older people will see something like on the news and they'll yeah. be like, now, Taylor, you need to be careful because I saw something about bath salts online and how kids are doing them in, in, in school and eating each other's faces. And it's like, that's not a thing that's happening, but they thought it was. That's <laughs> what I think crocodile's got to be. There's got to be like a dozen people over there with that. And we here just think it's like a huge Russian thing. But yeah, crocodile, meth, nope. crack. Nope. No, no. Here, the, well, here's a question. The only Let's drugs say... that should be illegal are the ones like crocodile that actually instantly do harm to you. The, the, the ones that require abuse to be harmful should be legal i think I, all of the drugs should be legal all yeah, like let's say there's a drug that you could take that if you started it in your 20s there is a very fucking high chance that like into your 30s or 40s you're going to suffer from brain problems that will lead to like early dementia and personality changes like fucking sugar. up your memory sugar if there was a drug like this, like I like, I feel like most people would say that like these types of drugs should definitely be illegal. But if we compare the effects of this to like CTE, and we look at like footballers, well, we let people play in the NFL, and they're allowed to make those decisions. And it's like 
pretty well shown. I think in this, some study it was like 110 out of 111 brains examined had like fucking problems with these horrible like brain shit from all the impacts or whatever. And we yeah. let people make those types of decisions and that's yeah. pretty well studied. So it seems I, I weird that... An, an argument that I was like kind of compelled by, I hadn't considered mm -hmm. like, because like, well, eventually socialized medicine is going to happen. Like that's the way of the future. It's going to happen Hopefully. here. Like, like, <laughs> like it's, it's going to. And yeah. like from that perspective, it's like, do we want people doing something that in their 40s, say, is going to cause early onset Alzheimer's or Where something. And that, that's a, that's no, a huge you can't. Amount of Where do you draw oh, the no. line? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, because, because that's what I was saying. Because it. then it would get to obesity. Then it would get to smoking. Then it would get to yeah. all these other things. All right. And I was like, it could I get to driving. Yeah, like, it could get yeah. Uh, any high risk. Oh, you're a rock climber and, and you don't and use what the. Is the yeah. And what is the punishment, right? If you find out that this person has smoked cigarettes or if they test positive for nicotine, God forbid, like, oh, shit. Well, no heart transplant for you. You're not on the list. You smoked a cigarette? Mm -hmm. Please. Absolutely not. No. Everything should be legal. It's about personal responsibility, personal choice. It's your body. It's not the government's body. And it's not Taylor's body. It's not Woody's body. It's it's Kyle's body. Or vice versa. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like it's it shouldn't be up to anyone what any it shouldn't be up to anyone but you what you do with your body. And that includes castrating yourself or Deciding you want to be a cyclops, that includes splitting your tongue, that bifurcation thing going on, and that also includes smoking methamphetamine it, and shooting body, heroin. In a it's socialized not the body, it's not the body autonomy thing. Yeah, the yeah, body autonomy thing isn't, isn't it's troubling. Like you can you do, do anything you want. you want, but it seems like I'm not responsible for anything you want to do. No, you are. You are if we're going to go full-on socialized medicine, because where do we draw the line? Do we draw it at fatty foods? How much cholesterol am I allowed the, per week? See, but, you because know, that's the real thing, is if they were going by true, truly expensive shit, obesity would be number one. No, no, it wouldn't. Paramotoring would be number one. There's no way that I am paying for Woody's health care when he chose to fly around <laughs> in a lawn chair for fun. Like, I, I would much rather be responsible for the health care of a heroin abuser than for, <laughs> than for Woody, right? You tell me, you, all right, you got two options. You've got this 23-year-old young lady who shoots up twice a month when, when it's raining. Or you have this 44-year-old man from North Carolina who has chosen to fly at 5,000 feet in a lawn chair. Whose health care would you prefer to be responsible for? I'd be like, well, neither, but... I would take mine. Does she use fresh needles? I don't know. <laughs> like, she's taking two now. She'll, you know, when you said, you know, two a month when it rains. Soon it'll be four, right? Yeah. yeah. Heroin users on, are not known for their restraint. You're once a week right now. And you're using a regular I wing, right? More than once a Next, week. it's going to be an acrobatic wing. I'm already Next, there. Next, <laughs> exactly, right? It's it's ramping up. Now you're pulling shoots at 70 feet. Next year it'll be 50 feet, right? You want a different color T-shirt next next year? Lately, you've got I the 70 two foot colors already. There you go. <laughs> you're you're shockingly accurate with this. You're going to want the black T-shirt with the cross and skull on it from the people <laughs> who pull it 15 feet. Like, like, yeah, that you you can't you just can't set a limit. There's no the fucking way. If you do, not going to escalate. Uh, I don't think it's that. I think I think when when heroin goes bad, those people die. It's not that they have like long-term health issues unless they get something from like a dirty needle. That's like a one of those diseases requires like be continued in care. They're going to be in and out of rehab. They're going to get like measles or hey, something. Hey, I didn't well, say like, we're What if you could demonstrate the What if you could demonstrate the cost there? I'm willing to bet that type two diabetes is almost for sure more expensive when you take it factor in like the cost yeah. of insulin and shit than like a heroin user. We so, were like, hitting sugar we, next, buddy. Yeah, it's coming around next. Oh yeah, yeah. obesity would be number one by a long shot almost before any drug. Yeah. Cigarettes yeah. would be high. I bet it would be like obesity, cigarettes, 
Cigarettes bring in the heart disease, the lung cancer. I was going to say alcohol, alcohol next. Maybe. Alcohol's high because of two. There's two. There's multiple oh, yeah. factors with alcohol. There's accidents. the driving accidents and the things that come along with all of that, and all of the ways that you're liable and culpable if you do virtually anything naughty while you're under the influence of alcohol. But of course, there's the long-term health issues that come along with with enjoying yourself a nice beverage every night or 15 times a day, depending on who you are. Yeah, just no socialized medicine. If it's going to work, it's it's going to have to be. I don't care what you did to yourself. I don't care what you're doing to yourself. It's covered. Get in here. It, it needs to be Star Trek. I've always said, like Star Trek is the perfect system. We just haven't evolved <laughs> to the point where we can, where we, where we're Star Trek people, and and like everybody's working for free. As soon as we can create matter. matter out of nothing. Yeah, exactly. it's the replicator that's the key to the as Star so, Trek as long economy. As, as soon as scarcity is no longer a problem. Well, you we need energy to power the the replicator, right? You know, it's not a completely sca- complete scarcity free economy, but we're, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm just just joking mostly about the Star Trek thing, but healthcare in in in, in any sense, it's it's gonna have to be free for everyone, and it's gonna yeah. have to not matter what you did to yourself because you can't turn people away. We yeah. don't turn people away now, right? You know, people who aren't insured, they uh, they don't for in emergencies. The ER. We don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're yeah, of course if it's something you chronic. have to wait until it becomes an emergency. Yeah. yeah. And then you get fucked financially for the rest of your life. So, you know, uh, you send, if you've got a better Pablo, system, let me know. <laughs> you send your buddy Pablo in; he burns all those receipts up, and you're mm. good to go. No one's harmed. Yeah, no one. No one. You know what? That'd be like a funny copycat crime if somebody went and did that and removed like overdue book fees at a local <laughs> library. <laughs> and it was only like eighty-five dollars <laughs> of all these people. Ah, uh, I don't know. That makes me laugh. <laughs> like, you're breaking into like a fucking library sneaking around that kind of reminds me of that that um, i don't know i think it's from a movie it's where the guy is taking too long to finish his exam and the professor's like time's up um, oh yeah. time's up time's yeah. up and the guy's just still doing his work he's and he, he finally comes up to the desk everyone else has already put theirs in this massive pile of exams and he's like you know what time was up that's a zero he's like do you even know who i am he's like no good and he just throws them all in the air and just runs out like whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are you gonna give everybody a zero every man a zero are you assuming my gender now professor i don't think so yes go do an ad yes i'll tell everyone about movement because you guys have heard us talk about movement you know those two college dropouts that started their own watch company this company has grown like crazy, and now with almost 2 million watches sold in over 160 countries, they continue to revolutionize, fa- revolutionize fashion uh, on the belief that style should not break the bank. I don't know if you've checked out the, uh, the site lately, but they've doubled the number of watch styles, and they are still expanding. Movement watches are all about looking good and keeping it simple. Movement watches don't tell you how many steps you've taken, and they don't blow your wrist up with text messages, but they do tell time, and they, and they look good doing it. Movement watches started just 95 bucks. At a department store, you're looking at four, five hundred dollars. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and all that retail markup and provide you with the best possible price. Classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT. That's movement.com slash PKA. See why movement keeps growing and check out their uh, expanding uh, collection. Go to movement.com slash PKA and join the movement. Uh, I always talk about their sunglasses because as, as, as much, you know, they are a watch company, of course, but I'm a big fan of their, their, uh, their glasses. I wear their glasses uh, every day. I honestly do. If you ever see me out and about, don't talk to me, of course, but feel free to look at my sunglasses. <laughs> I'll, I'll be wearing them. Yeah, really high quality watches and gl- sunglasses. 
look into it. Yeah, I got a pile of them here somewhere. Right? Yeah. All right. Is that the is that the only one for now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well. Part. No, I'll get those a little bit closer to the screen. Oh yeah, just ah, oh, styled minimalism. Very, very minimalistic. With the, with the price. You up. know, this makes you look much smarter all of a sudden. Yeah, I look like a, a gypsy that you'd find in an alleyway, like hawking. Usually, things. when I look at you, I think, "What a fucking retard." But when you have a movement watch on, I think he's all right. That was the score. You're a classy guy. You know, it makes me feel like a classy guy sitting back, enjoying my Muammar Gaddafi root beer with mm. a liberating taste. Ah. What's it so, called? What does it say there on the bottle? Cream my people. <laughs> <laughs> Could be read a couple old. ways, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's well, pretty good. Pretty good root beer. So well, I'm going to save Momar, the bottle. Momar knew what the people needed. They needed a delicious cream soda, and, and he provided it to them. At a low cream cost. the best. So, wait, what are you drinking? Just sell, uh, orange juice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just chasing my vodka with it. Oh, you're drinking vodka? Um, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, nice. That's, that's one of the big boys. Are yes. you much of a drinker, Destiny, or no? Fuck no. I pretend to drink things sometimes. When yeah, you guys yeah. were talking about coffee earlier, um, when I was a kid, I used to take, a, like, two cups of coffee, and then I would put in about six scoops of sugar, and then, like, four things of cream. But then I realized at some point, you know, I'm not really drinking coffee anyway. I should probably just fuck off with this. So I'm not much for those. My big thing is hot chocolate. That's what I do. None of us are, like, huge drinkers. Like, 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 like not really. I've, I've been drinking a little bit extra lately here because I've, uh-huh. I've taken a liking to this, uh, this particular vodka. But um, we, had a, we do a drinking episode maybe a couple times a year, once a year, Woody is uh, really, really dislikes alcohol and, and doesn't take to it well. Um, Taylor drinks kind of socially. And uh, I don't know, right about now, I could definitely hold my own with just about anyone. But um, we had a guy, that Wings of Redemption guy, was on the show. And, <laughs> and somebody that really likes that guy. <laughs> um, they have a love-hate relationship with him, as they do with, with just about anything and everything, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But Wings, on, uh, infamously, I suppose, on one of our drinking episodes, faked drinking like we're oh, all drinking no. and, and and you gotta keep in mind like this was at my at the point where i was drinking gingerbread martinis with woody like he and i are both re- really dislike alcohol and it mm. may have just been the three of us myself woody and this wings guy and wings has emptied out a liquor bottle and put crystal light in it like tea or something like that and he's not only drinking the wasn't tea wasn't dr mcgillicuddy's peach snops something like that yeah. they, they, there was a couple of drinking episodes that he flubbed but not only is he pretending to drink alcohol, he's pretending to be drunk. And his uh, version of pretending to be drunk is putting the recliner back on his chair and just taking a nap during the show. Which is funny if he's drunk, but it's just bullshit because <laughs> he's pretending. It Wait. would be like me drinking water over here, getting plastered, fake plastered, and then just taking a nap. Like, How like did you I, guys know it was fake? How did you find out? It. He, he finally <laughs> admitted it later. He's like, you know... uh, that wasn't liquor. That was uh, that was that was crystal light, delicious. Okay. <laughs> burn I feel like. Did you guys ever have that experience in high school where you had like the pre prom or the pre um, the the pre like high school homecoming dance get together yeah, yeah. with a bunch of friends and somebody has like sparkling water or whatever and there's that one friend that thinks it's alcohol. <laughs> did anybody oh. ever have this happen? This <laughs> I've happened heard about w- it. No, never one seen it. time in my high school life where there was just like sparkling water and we were at um. 
I went to a prep school, so all of my friends were fucking rich, and I was at some girl's house, and they had the nice china, and they had these little wine glasses, and this girl was drinking, and it became very clear to everybody. Nobody wanted to say anything, but like, you know, 20 minutes into this, that this girl was acting like she was getting hammered, and she'd clearly never fucking drank before, because she was acting like a, like somebody who thinks they know what drunk yeah. people are supposed to act like, and we were just drinking like sparkling fucking water, like cinnamon water, or, or yeah, oh my god. Yeah. To be fair, as like a, if you drink like a, a LaCroix or something as someone who's never had alcohol, you could probably fool yourself and to think, oh, that's a little odd. That's probably what this tastes like. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah you've always, you always hear about that, though, with like the non-alcoholic kegs for like pranking whole parties and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's just like an urban legend or if people actually did that. Seems like a really shitty prank to be like, hey, guys, I spent just as much money and there's no booze. Here's a $140 prank. Well, I mean, yeah. if, half, if half the people at the party are acting super drunk, I think that'd be pretty fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> that would be I, uh, really funny. You'd have to keep it to yourself the whole night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But you'd reveal it at the end, I think. I think you'd have yeah. to, just to see the looks on everybody's faces. With That'd a PowerPoint pretty... collage of all their yeah. idiots. Yeah. I never oh, really experienced man. that, because I, I was kind of the, the liquor hookup for like most of my friends in high school. I, um, my dad had this guy who worked for him uh, named Chuck, and the guy's still alive. I, I, I had a brief stint in jail. Uh, recently, and Chuck was there. I was like, ah, Chuck, what's up, buddy? Chuck was like 40 years old when I was 18, when I was 17, 18 years old, and just already ran down to the point where he looked 60, uh, just full blown alcoholic. And I would just drive this guy to the liquor store. I'd be like, Chuck, you want to hook me up with some liquor? He's like, Hell yeah, man! You buy me a bottle? Absolutely, I'll buy you a bottle. And so, like, my friends would all just, you know, hook, give me cash, tell me what they wanted, and it was like that scene from old school, except I've got an old homeless man with me. And I'm walking, I just go into the liquor store with this 40-year-old man and be like, six-pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade, bottle of Absolute, bottle of Citron, like, 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 just, we'd walk, I remember we were in there one time and someone at the party was going to want a six-pack of, um, what's that awful beer that people pretend like they like in Boston? Oh, Pabst Blue Samuel Rick. Adams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had, he had this six pack of Samuel Adams and it comes in the cardboard, you know, six pack and it had gotten soggy from like sitting in the freezer and it being moist in there, humid. And the handle tears away while we're, this is a, like a secret agent mission. I feel like I'm on, I'm, I'm 17 or 16 maybe with this 40 year old man. And we're, I'm just like, yeah, that and that and that. And he's just getting it. He drops the full six pack right there at the counter onto concrete and it explodes like that scene in Superbad, like there's just beer running everywhere, mm -hmm. and I was ready to just ditch. I was ready to just be like, "Let's just go, man. You've made a you've made a scene." He took a completely different attitude. He was like, "What the fuck, man? The handle was all soggy. Get me another six pack." And the guy was like, "Oh shit, sorry about that." And got him another six pack. I, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty smooth moment. He was the right moment. He he wasn't even being smooth. He's right. Yeah, I, I yeah. suppose so. Yeah, I walk so, around with like a big bag of rice at Walmart, and it opens up. It's not my fucking fault. So yeah, there was no fake liquor at our uh, parties or our proms or get-togethers because I was showing showing up with the real thing. I think a lot of the parents really thought very little of me. I remember prom in particular. Like we met at one girl's house because she had like the nicest house, and everybody's there in her yard taking the prom pictures and everything. The limo pulls down the driveway, and it gets about halfway down the driveway and stops. And I'm like, yeah, stop right here. I got to get something out of my truck. And I hop out of the limo. All the parents still up at the house looking down at us, waving goodbye. Get a giant brown grocery bag out, of the, out from behind the seat of my truck and then sashay back into the limo. Every one of them knew what I was doing. They were all just like, there's Kyle. 
getting all of our children drunk. All nice. right. We're He's the sit- cool kid, is what they <laughs> were thinking. That is not what they were thinking. They were yeah, thinking. all the moms were like, God, I'm so fucking wet. I'm wetter than the floor when that guy dropped a six-pack. They were that thinking sexy little that kid. I was the biggest scumbag in that limousine because I... Meanwhile, like, everybody in the limo had one way or another secured alcohol for themselves. I was just the one who had forgotten to get it in the limo when nobody was looking. I was the one that had to make that walk of shame, but I wasn't above it. You were the patsy. I had a we big old bottle blame. of... Had a big old bottle of absolute in that. You were brown. a bad influence. I, I I fucking remember in high school once I went over to a, a guy's house for like the first or second time, and they had an open ranch style home. And like I went in the basement with my buddy, and we were sitting down to play GameCube, whatever the hell it was. And I heard his mom be like, you know, Adam, come upstairs. And he was like, oh, I'll be back in a second. And because it was like an open style home, I could hear his mom whispering to him about how I was a bad influence. Oh, I was like, at least take it in the other room. You Jesus. bitch! You Man. dumb cunt! Do what you want me say? to come up there? And oh, she just said, uh, "I was talking uh, to Mrs. Stevenson or whatever, and she said that Taylor was drinking at the whatever. The, it was some something. I don't remember all the the words and everything. It was something because recently we'd been been caught drinking, uh, and I was." Uh, the Patsy of, oh, yeah. you know, it was over at his house or his parents' house or whatever, so he's the ringleader of bad kids. And I was like, ah, that's that's really lame. Yeah, that's shitty. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked to have heard that. That, that That's, that's kind of mean, right? No. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, now I'm going to prove you right. Yeah, they're going to pee in. I'm going to, so that night I pissed in her potted plant. Did you? No, that would be horrible. <laughs> I wouldn't think, be if, I think if I was that vindictive, that just was like, bad. I was going to say, well, the question, you. was she wrong? Because maybe she actually <laughs> like, just reaffirmed her argument. Turns out you were right. Gave her an upper decker. It was hard because I had four <laughs> bathrooms and I had to squat walk my way in between them. I only had one shit brewing. I had to spare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Has anyone actually performed an upper decker? Like, has that ever even been a thing? Yeah, definitely. People have done that. It wouldn't. People wouldn't call it a thing if it wasn't a thing, right? Sure, they would. All they would have to do, like, isn't the entire crux of the upper decker? You take the top off and you just poop. It's not yeah. like there's one step, lift, and then begin. Yeah, but you got to get I that precarious situation <laughs> and shit in the back of their toilet. And it's, I, I guess, it's funny because when they flush, shit comes out. You know, like, 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 it's got to smell like the devil's asshole. Because it's like, well, it would just up. be like brown, poopy water, and then maybe a few little nuggets. It depends on the consistency of your shit. What you'd ideally want to do is eat a lot of foliage and vegetables, things that are going to be thick but small enough to go through into the toilet when they flush. Yeah. If you just put, if you put a big old ribeye turd in there, it'll sit in the corner and just be dense, ferment. and you know, stink up and ferment a bit. I guess that's the long game. Eat a lot of meat <laughs> if you'd like a long game thing. If you want a quick, quick kind of reward, a lot of kale. Um, what's what's the vegetables that? Oh, probably just nothing but asparagus, cabbage? right? It fucks Lots with your cabbage. pee. Can't make your shit taste good. Cabbage. Yeah. I feel like all these vegetables affect your piss. Yeah, I wouldn't do more that. than your shit. I, I I couldn't see myself doing that to someone. First, I don't want to shit at a party to begin with, right? Like like, like that's. I feel like that's a oh, party that's, foul. That, it, it is the worst having to shit at a party. Like like I feel like it's a real party foul if you if you if you couldn't get that taken care of before you got to the party, like. Ugh. Especially if it's like a big party and there's only like there's one or two bathrooms. And there's a line. And you like step in and you look around and you know the second you sit down there's going to be somebody knocking. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and then that, that horrible ang- anxious feeling you'll get sitting there <laughs> and then you wash your hands. You know the second you open that door there's going to be 15 people angrily staring you down. Oof. Look at Mr. I wash my hands. La di da. We don't have time for that. We got to make an exit. Yeah, when you don't want to be one that of those- guy. 
You drop one of those dumb and dumber liquid shits and some some hot girl's bathroom. You got to get the fuck up out of there. <laughs> yeah, it is really the worst, especially if it's like a particularly bad shit where yeah. it's like, and now they're going to think this is my normal shit. <laughs> if it weren't a bad shit, you wouldn't have had to do it there. You'd have held it till you got somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. What's your, oh, earlier, Destiny, you were like, oh, I, I've pretended to drink things before. Do you have any good pretending to drink things stories? Oh, no, no, no. I haven't. I would never do that. Fuck that oh, shit. Okay. Um, understood no no that was um there was a girl at a high school uh like pre-prom get together who had sparkling water and was pretending to be drunk no i would yeah, never I, do. I, thought, I didn't yeah. i didn't know if you like didn't like drinking at all and you like <laughs> no every back. every time i smoke i get paranoid because i always double check myself and i'm like wait am i actually high or am i just faking being high right now but then after usually after a couple minutes it becomes pretty fucking apparent what's going on so yeah because yeah. i'm definitely high oh yeah 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 that's you don't deal with that with alcohol you're not like, am I really drunk? No, I, like, think, yeah. I think, like, sometimes you do. Like, it depends on what you're drinking. If you're stumbling around, nobody thinks they're sorry. I guess some people do. Yeah, I already disproved myself. When I start stumbling, I definitely know I'm drunk. That's usually the cue. Uh, but last night, like, I was playing COD, and I'd had several drinks. But it was over the course of several hours, you know? I had spaced them out to the point where I couldn't keep count of, like, you know, one drink an hour. I figure you can, your liquor handles that. Your liver handles that, so you got to add three or four to that to get... <laughs> To stay drunk, you know. An hour. Yeah, four or five an hour, right? Stay drunk. And so, uh, and, and I was talking to my friends. I was like, God, I'm hungry. And I'm out of liquor, you know? Like, like, am I good to drive? I don't know. I was like, I, this is how people get in trouble. I'm like, I'm not going to drive. But I could see how a reasonable person would not know. if. And then I crashed the helicopter and cod into a bridge. And they were like, no, you're not good to drive. <laughs> you're not good to drive. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, there no. we go. Did you... Ah, fuck. This would have been a great relevant fucking clip. I don't know how much you guys do the live stream fail thing, but there's a um, there's a guy who is he very, uh, clearly inebriated, gets into his car. He's got his phone mounted to his dashboard. Chat's like, LOL, you're going to crash. Stop. And 10 seconds later, he fucking crashes his fucking car. Oh, this um, is a real car he's in? Yeah. This, oh, oh, yeah. I want to have the clip. He's live streaming? I, I'm crashing. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not. I, but I, my chat's always active, no, so no, I can grab it. The, oh the yeah, story. the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone have it. It's real funny. It's like a 20 second clip, and it's just like really fucking. And then Kyle, if you want to bookend that, if you have any more videos of uh, women getting hit by cars. Yeah, I linked one there. There aren't women, but they're they're black, and it's it's two men. Uh, <laughs> it's called two guys get hit by car during a fight. Um, I don't know what it's going to be about. I <laughs> I've exhausted all of the black women fighting and then getting hit by cars uh, on YouTube. I think. I mean, it took us a couple episodes. <laughs> it, it did. It did. There was a treasure trove out there we didn't know about. It was. Uh, it was pretty impressive. Um, I have. I'm queued up at zero on Kyle's video. Oh, I, I mean, okay, I'm gosh, always I'm coming. Let, let, we're, yeah, let's let's watch. The, I mean, this is short yeah. to the. Yeah, thirty seconds. It's uh, check It's all gold. There, there's there's no. No dirt. no fat on this phone. Yeah, that's better. I didn't know what fat was on a gold nugget exactly. Mm. Are you guys right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Excuse me, sir. Damn. Was that an accident? <laughs> no. No. That was like a gentle push almost. Oh. How do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> 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 
I think How Do You so, Like It was the Lewis highlight of the video. Way, the guy who struck the other one with the car initially then gets out with something in his hand, and then another car comes up and runs the guy over who was the initial runner over. So, <laughs> so it worked out. Let's, uh, let's watch this live stream fail that uh, the Destiny has here. <sighs> the last one is the actual uh, video clip. <laughs> My babe doesn't want me. All right. All I'm right. ready. Uh, let me just make sure everyone can see it. Yeah, we're good. Three... Two, one, play. My babe doesn't want me to, but we have to. He's compelled to. She doesn't call me to just say that she don't want to. So we have to. Look at the comment. Don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> call 911 on this dude. I'm meeting up with people from work. I'm going to call 911 so on your go. ass. People from work, babe. People from work. What is he talking about? Who the fuck knows? Wakey, wakey. Stop. Lies. Someone called 911 before he runs into a school or something. It's nighttime. They're all at home. You, you crash. I'm laughing. <laughs> Shit, he's so drunk. He's fine. Yeah, oh, he's boy. I just saw his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Honk. <laughs> oh shit! My babe doesn't want me to, but yeah. oh, started over. It looked like he was dying right before he crashed. Like, like, like he was gonna vomit or yeah. pass out or both. He was just like, uh, uh, oh. he Dude, to me he was like intently studying. Out a thousand times. Say that again. That like his face, like his ugh, like it was like a boxer face when you're like punch drunk later in life. He was. That to me know? is drunk focus. That what I'm seeing is a drunk guy putting all his effort and attention and like he's trying to make sure he's the best driver he knows how to be. It was not enough. <laughs> not in that state. It doesn't seem like it. Almost. I yeah. love live stream fails. You're always seeing some interesting stuff here. Seeing, so I, I, I saw that streamer a while back. It caught um, uh, selling your panties or bra or something like that. Like her email got shown. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, dude, did, did you see the screenshot or the clip? I saw both. Oh, that because she showed her email titles for like a second, like a yeah. second. It, it that's an eternity. <laughs> I, 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 it is when you can pause it, and then if you know the uh, the, yeah. the, the key shows to do frame. If by you're frame. a real hacker and you have the space bar on your on your laptop, then uh. all bets are off. <laughs> Yeah, it, pretty uh, much when you're live streaming, anything that gets shown, if you've got over 100 viewers, whatever is shown for even half a millisecond is on the internet forever. So, Or if it's good enough, six viewers, apparently, with Mr. Dead Moth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He went. That was... I'm well, that, that was more. That was less of a on the screen for half a second, and more like the tenth yeah. round in a boxing match. I mean, that was, that was there <laughs> okay, for quite okay. a while. Yeah, I'm I'm like a second of excitement when he came back to the computer, like the final time was like, oh, some new viewers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay, guys, if you're just joining the chat, sorry, I'm eighth place in this Fortnite round, and I'm second place currently in my real-life boxing match, but... <laughs> Welcome to my channel, Wife Smasher. Uh, <laughs> what was this not wife's name? Amanda or something like Samantha? Whatever her name was. I yeah. want to see her. I, it, to me, it's important to, to judge that clip. I don't want to rehash like, our very first topic or whatever, but I, but I feel like if I saw her, sized her up a little, knew her dimensions, if you will, mm. then I would I, that would sway my opinion one way or another, because I feel like if she's a little bitty girl... Like if she's a ninety-five pounder, 
then I, I'm I'm less on his side. But if she's a big old gal, then I mean, she's also pregnant, so that's like a whole part of her body that you can't even. She's like Hamas, that's right? You like you using know, the school children to shield their <laughs> fucking military installations. Like you already can't even like attack half the body. She's got a human shield. I hadn't processed <laughs> this angle of it before, but we all agreed she was being pretty unreasonable, right? Yeah, that's hormones. Oh no! Don't do it, Woody. What? This is like a thing. This is a defense but I'm offering, not an you accusation. Can never, no, no. You could never go to a woman and say, you're being unreasonable right now. You're on your period. So a woman can't come and start beating on me and say like, oh, well, I'm on my period or I'm pregnant. So that's why I'm doing it. I don't think that's a good excuse to abuse someone. If your wife is pregnant, then, you know, you just got to deal with some shit for a little bit. Hey, let me, let me <laughs> spin that one around. If your husband is drunk, <laughs> then, hey, you just got to deal with a little shit. <laughs> he might get a little slappy. He might be a little angry if his dinner is cold. <laughs> and if, you know, what if it, physical, you know what? your husband, what maybe he's roiding up a little bit. Maybe he wants to make some quick gains to the gym. Comes home, he's a little roided out, a little upset. Maybe he just needs to fucking wail on no, someone. There is a, a parallel destiny. The one that I'll be an employing as soon as I get on TRT. <laughs> Woody is uh, planning on using testosterone, and this is kind of an, uh, an interesting topic. Dan Bilzerian mm-hmm. put his. Uh, his uh, his regimen on his Instagram the other day. Um, Does it like include taking TRT and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was showing how much um, how much uh, testosterone he takes. It was like a I'm gonna get the numbers wrong, but let's just say it was 140 milligrams a week or something like that. Like he put in his entire regimen uh-huh. down to he was like 40 minutes of sun a day. You know, like, <laughs> like 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 what everything. People think of it. Like, were there any experts oh. on T who were like, "Holy smokes, he's hitting it hard." Um, the expert that I heard make a video on it, it seemed like a reputable like bodybuilding like YouTuber. He was like, "That's what I would call like bodybuilder test, not necessarily not not necessarily um, TRT test. Mm-hmm. Like like that's that's sort of another level above. Uh-huh. But um, it, th- that's that's pretty legit. And then you know, interspliced with him doing that commentary and showing Dan's post were like clips of Dan. God damn, he's in good shape. Like I've seen him in person with his, and, and and it's very impressive, but. Seeing all of the clips, uh, uh, you know, from y- over the course of years, if not months or whatever, it, he's just got a ridiculous physique. Good for him. I'm sure the TRT helps a bit. Oh, a bit? Like, I know, I'm being facetious. It obviously helps enormously. Yeah. Well, wait, that really depends on what you mean by TRT. Because, like, the TRT that you take as it starts to get, you know, if you're a little low as you're getting older and they put you up in, like, the five or six hundreds, that's way different than, like, going like the hardcore like anabolic steroids route like these guys are going way past that he was somewhere in the middle uh it, it, uh-huh. according to the youtuber that i saw like, like like it was it was above maybe what you would get prescribed for trt but it was it was below like scary levels for sure gotcha it'd be but interesting he's... to see what his like blood count like what was the actual like picogram per whatever fucking like what was his count at yeah i i, I, I wouldn't know anything like that but it's not mm-hmm. it's not as if he weren't like a legit athletic guy his entire life you know he wasn't some like weakling was he who a just... navy seal did i make that up in my head he he did buds training twice and i i want to see say the reason that he like didn't make it was because he hit an officer or something like that like it wasn't that he didn't hey, make if it a guy's on some roids you're gonna have to put up with some shit right like, 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 like don't, don't quote me on that one but i'm pretty <laughs> sure that that was the deal like it wasn't that he flunked out of buds it was that like he he was looking he, for a way out he found his way out without quitting I, I wouldn't start say that to the man's face. Oh, me neither. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna do that on the safety of the internet. <laughs> um, I like Dan. Dan's Dan's a nice guy. Uh, but 
yeah, that that seemed like a pretty impressive regimen he was he was on. I'd like to get on a similar regimen someday. I, I am certainly not above some uh, some some testosterone. Yeah, that's the because people are like, hey, with tea, you do have to put the work in. You do have oh, to for do sure. right. But now I've never been on tea, so I don't know. I'm talking out of my butt, but. I feel like, it, like along with tea comes motivation, comes energy. When you spring out of bed and feel like working out, when you get results from working out, when there is this positive feedback loop of good feelings, good exercise, good, you know, Joe Rogan was talking about how, you know, he's just like, if you could bottle this and sell it, people would buy it. They do bottle it. They do sell it. And you bought it. You know, like Ooh. I like this intersectionality I'm getting from Woody here. This is really good. Very progressive politics. <laughs> we're we're very progressive here. Oh, Basically, yeah. that a lot of things play into. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, um, and how many people know? Like, one of the biggest mistakes when somebody wants to get into working out or doing things is where you go real fucking hard your first day because you're super motivated, and you're fucked for two weeks. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be you're gonna be dying from DOMS for the next four fucking days, and then you're yeah. still gonna be kind of sore afterwards, and you're not gonna want to repeat that experience. It's a lot different than being more in shape. You know, exercising feeling good afterwards and then wanting to do it again two days later or if you're writing out one day later yeah 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 that, mm-hmm. it, it's really just the frequency that is as much a benefit i think as the you know steroid anabolic whatever itself like yeah. you can you can just work uh, out intense as fuck for like ten, six hours seven hours a day like joe rogan does and you're fine yeah yeah I, normal like really elite athletes without that kind of assistance can't do that Jesus, I guess that Mel Gibson is on this. So check out this link. Uh, okay. I just scrolled down through, and there's a picture of Mel Gibson like at a ball game or something like that. I'll get it to you eventually. Tom Cruise and is the one I always look at. That guy. I, he doesn't look like it to me. Like, like he just looks fit. Wait, Tom oh. Cruise on steroids? What? You don't think so? Fit. Wait, wait. Are we talking about steroids or TRT? <laughs> Same thing. Uh, Performance-enhancing drugs. I call them all okay. steroids inaccurately. I always think of TRT as like a lower level, not as... Not as intense. Eh. But I also don't know shit about God, this it stuff. Much. Saul Blazarian. Holy smokes! All right, I, I'm not sharing this with people, and I need to. Yeah, uh, look at look at Mel Gibson down there with those guns. So those... first, Robbie Williams. I don't really know him. Um, then Jeff we're looking Bezos. at. Oh, is it, this is the? Oh, that's Jeff Bezos. I thought he was the guy from Oz, the the Nazi dude Jeff from Schillinger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, tell me, tell me they're not. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. He went from prison, bitch. <laughs> To, to the rapist himself, <laughs> to, not, to Nazi warlord, like with a little TRT. All right. Now we have Dan Blazarian. Is that before and after Blazarian? I, I can't tell what I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, it looks like it. Okay. Um, and then Mel Gibson with the guns at a UFC fight, I guess. God. It's the Jews. Stallone at, at, I'm guessing, what is Stallone now? 75. Okay. That was close. Uh. He has weird abs. Is there a, a liposuction going on there? Is that just I loose think that's skin? That's just called abs at seventy five. Like, yeah, your body's not meant to look like that at he, seventy five. He's, he's also a known HGH user. He got caught going into Australia with HGH like years ago, and it was a it was a bit of a thing. Hmm. And look at his like, is his nose grown? Like what? It looks uh, like it. I can't tell on this image actually, but looking at Mel Gibson up there, dude is yoked. If yeah. he were if he were there as Christ was carrying the cross, he would have beaten the shit out of all those legionnaires and saved him. Uh-huh. But, okay, okay, Taylor, you're pretty yoked. You, Mel Gibson, oh, arm Mel Gibson wrestling would contest. Beat the shit out of me in an arm wrestling contest. Look at his arms. He's got artificial uh, that's benefits. How, that's how I imagine your arms. I can't tell. I can't tell there. I, I would imagine his arms are much bigger than mine, and he's got 
a lot of money. And I don't know how that plays into it, but it'd be intimidating. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, all right, sugar tits, let's throw down. Like, ah. yeah. <laughs> it would be totally worth it to get my ass beat by Mel Gibson if I also got five voicemails. <laughs> like from like five angry Mel Gibson voice. Say it, say him. it. They all want it. It's totally worth it. No, nope, they're not going to get me this time. <laughs> oh, come on. My, my it's been dad, a hot minute since you said it. You were it. supposed to blow me before the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And he's right. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a hard my, point. Uh, my dad had never seen those clips. You know, my dad still thinks of Mel Gibson like. You know the the lethal weapon guy and uh, the patriot and uh, and all that shit, right? And I was like, you ever hear those clips of Mel Gibson yelling at his ex-wife on on YouTube? He's like, what? I was like, yeah, like like losing his complete shit and going like like he's he's hyperventilating. He's screaming at her so much. Nah, I never heard that. And I, he starts playing them on his on his phone the other day, like we're hanging out, and he's <laughs> laughing his fucking ass off. He's like, he can't believe it. He's like, he's like, what did he say? I was like, he said he wanted his blowjob before the jacuzzi. <laughs> He's just like, ah! <laughs> he loved it. He fucking loved it. Taylor's met- totally in his corner on that one. I don't understand why the order, the sequence is so important. That lady's a bitch. His wife is a real piece of shit. <laughs> that real piece of shit. Like, like, like to record someone like that. Like, 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 like. First of all, it's so disingenuous the way the, the way that it, that like people take it online. Like, they don't even stop to consider that. Like. Wait a minute. The reason that she's being so reasonable is she's recording this guy. God knows what the like. They probably just had a phone conversation where she was like, "You limp dick motherfucker! I take all your money. You knock me up with your children, and now I own you. Little weapon money, my money. <laughs> Pay- payback money, my money. Lucy Lou." <laughs> and then she hangs up, and he calls back, and she hits record. Hello, sweetie. And then he blows <laughs> up on her, and she uploads that shit to the fucking internet. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. You're probably right. But he, he he turned a lot of people off when he's like, I hope you get raped by a pack of beef. <laughs> 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 it's like, ah, not good optics, bro. That's how I introduced <laughs> it to my dad. I, I, I was like, he told his ex-wife he hoped she got raped by a pack of niggers. He's like, <laughs> no. Yes. He said it? I was like, yeah. That's the most over-the-top thing to say to someone. I can't, like, can you imagine, like, beginning a sentence and it's like, all right, what's the worst place I could take this? Like, that might be it. That might be it. The same thing happened to, uh, is it Donald Sterling? Is that his first name? Uh, A real American hero. Yeah, Donald (laughs) Sterling. Yeah. Who's uh, the old basketball guy? Yeah, he's the old basketball guy that had the, the sugar baby. I think that's what they're called. And, um... Yeah. Uh, and she just she, look. He said those things. I, you can't defend what he said, just like Mel Gibson. But I think the reason the conversation was so lopsided was so reasonable is she knew exactly how to take him to a place he had been before. Yeah. And, and if Jackie uploaded, it. if Jackie uploaded a Woody's Greatest Hits album, people <laughs> would think a lot less of you, perhaps. Right? Like like the stuff that you said in the privacy of your own goddamn home in front of your wife about things that were stressing you out, you might come off like a bad guy. And it's just letting off a little steam. So when he said, don't be taking pictures with magic, that that AIDS-having basketball star, you know, like, fuck him if you want, as he said. But, but yeah, they all called him racist, but he was happy to let her fuck him. Right. That's what caught my attention. He's like, hey, hang on a minute. He's not racist. He's, ha- he's, he's fine if his wife fucks Magic Johnson. 
Who among you can say the same? It would upset me. Right? Dude, that really is that's a whole new level of tolerance to be like, <laughs> I want to fuck Magic Johnson. Like that's yeah. that Johnson's that's not magic even, that's not even normal AIDS. cheating. He's he's got AIDS. <laughs> oh wait, no, didn't didn't he like tamp it back to HIV or he's just been managing AIDS? Is that even possible? I don't even know. I think, I think with he... HIV, if you if you get under a certain count, you uh you can't even pass it on to people anymore and you're more or less a normal person. Oh, yeah, I believe in him. He but can did, do it. did he like get to AIDS? And then he's managing that, or has he always had HIV? I don't fucking know. He's undetectable now, though. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can manage AIDS once it's uh, once you've gotten so AIDS. That means that your white blood cell count has fallen to such a level that opportunistic infections will just fucking kill you. You can't like manage that. You just yeah, die. it's just HIV. He has. He's managed it for a while. Oh, yeah, it's like that South Park where they're like, "All you need to do is inject yourself with two hundred thousand dollars cash." Like African kids with extended bellies. <laughs> I think I like South Park highlights more than South Park. Taylor, Taylor, what do you think is the most uh, worthy charity and the least worthy charity? Oh, that's a tough one. Like, what's what's like a dumb charity? I'm trying to think. Like, ah, like the most worthy one is probably cancer research. I disagree. I think uh, it's like, I, I think it's probably up there. I think it's injured veterans. Like like that's injured the only veterans. one I've ever had anything to do that's with. Too. You know, that's I, I the work, only one I've had anything to do with. Mostly. I always I always worked that's with those uh, injured veteran uh, injured veteran group, and uh, you know there, there was a couple guys in particular that had just you know he went into Iraq like me, you know, a, a healthy young guy, and he came out with like he had got shot like. In the thyroid or something like that, somewhere weird that caused all of these other issues, right? It's not like he just got paralyzed. He's like paralyzed in like three and a half limbs. I say half because like one arm works a little, and like, but he also has like these emotional issues caused by it because it it messed with his hormones or something like that. And it's just like Jesus Christ, and 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 just wanted to help those guys. So like that that one to me was always seemed like the most worthy. Although I will say this, I won't say the guy's name. Government takes care of those guys. All right. Like, I'm always hearing these like horror stories, and Trump's always being like, oh, yeah, I got funded for this. These guys are having to wait six weeks to get into a, a hospital. It's like, well, well, my guy, he drives a, a Camaro ZR set, like Z set. What, what is this? Half ZR? a limb? Yeah. He drives the, the, like, the supercharged Camaro, like the nicer one than mine, and he's got a nicer truck than yours that has the crane that lifts his automatic chair. At, like like out of it and in of it with like suicide doors that open up so it like it's ridiculous and, and it all got given to him like 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 and you know because of like his disability like he gets to like do like shit like what I did with him and go to all these ridiculous cool like places mm-hmm. that like rich gun guys like pay 50 grand to go like do like a, a weekend of explosives and machine guns and riding helicopters and stuff and they're just like oh yeah that guy that got fucked in the war of course he can come too. Yeah, all expenses paid. Like, like you really want to be his handler. I know the guy who like, that's literally what he does. Like, he's that guy's assistant. So whenever we went somewhere with that guy, his assistant was there, and he's getting to reap the benefits too. I'm like, it's a pretty good gig you got for yourself, huh? He's like, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. Hmm. <laughs> no, you know what? I changed, I changed my mind from cancer. No, and veterans. Yeah, I'm looking up over here. The best one is the Chilean charity prostitute. And so you can provide a prostitute to someone as charity. 
If they're they're in a funk, they didn't get blown before the jacuzzi. They're upset. They got kicked out of Hollywood. You can send a Chilean prostitute for probably a goat, as as Kyle said, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. So Ladies that would be... and gentlemen of the PKA audience, I'll be honest. I've been having a hard time the last few months, <laughs> <laughs> and I need the Chilean prostitute. But in all seriousness, the dumbest one I found here is uh, it's called the Naked Clowns. It said that. Uh, they, they all have multiple sclerosis, and they want to raise a million dollars to find a cure for MS. Sounds good, right? Yeah, yeah. But I guess they dance around naked, and they all have multiple sclerosis. Yeah, <laughs> you got to pay for that. I, I, don't, I, I don't see how this is going to help. You got a video? I'm, I'm trying to find one. For the first time ever, I looked up on YouTube, Naked Clowns Charity, and an image popped up that said, Nothing Found. I've never seen that before in my life. If you put Naked Clown Charity, something comes up, but I'm not going to watch these fucking YouTube top 10 list of worst charities. Yeah. Here, watch Mojo. Here, yeah, watch Mojo just... top 10's list. Of... Yeah. <laughs> top 10's the Z. Hell yeah. Can watch that. Spend a lot of time. I, so yeah, I'm... that's a really dumb one. Man, and, like, I love like, real charities. Honestly, like I, I love animals, uh, but I don't, I don't like donating to help animals before you donate to help people. Is like a real answer to that question. So like I would never donate to, what is it, Humane Society? Yeah, when I could donate to uh, fucking uh, Veterans Foundation or, or something like that. I've always thought the most impact for your dollar were the clean water ones. You know, like for five hundred dollars, you can prevent dysentery to a whole group of people and like really change lives. I thought and that they was become, I don't even buy all that shit. Where I'm like, yeah, some fucking chieftain's gonna. Go over there to the waterman and be like, I see you have brought more money for me. I am the only one with the clean water well, so you will still be paying for me and your child, my soldier, now. Like, like that's, that's what's going on there. Coney, Coney's, Coney 2018, folks, he's made a resurgence. I don't know if you knew about that. Yeah. I yeah. still kick yeah. myself. I met. All right. So, Coney 2012, was it? Yeah. Happened. And I, everyone was talking about what a fake it was. And there's something about the psyche that I'm not immune to. When like everyone thinks one thing, but you hear the other, it's like you've got the inside scoop. So Will of DC, right? He used to do, yeah. I know he loved FPS Russia. He used to do these reports. On, like, oh yeah, cover... that... he loved me. I met that guy a few times. I uh, he Very gay. I'm not sure if you picked that up from his videos. Even I picked that up. I Big met fan. <laughs> Big, <laughs> Big fan of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, he talked about Coney 2012 and said it was real. You know, he, he just laid it out there. He says, when I was in high school, those guys came. They raised money. This is a long-established thing. Invisible Children, maybe it was called. And, mm-hmm. and, it, and he just he laid it all out there on how everyone's saying Coney 2012 is a scam, but he knows better. Well, after watching his video, my research was complete. So I also made a video about oh, how no. Coney 2012 was not a scam, Send your money. Uh, you know, like th- th- these guys mean the best, and everyone is just giving him a hard time because he's successful. And uh, meanwhile, I was on a, I took a completely different note. I was like, you guys are raising tens of millions of dollars for five million dollars. I will put together a team of mercenaries and we will take <laughs> care of this problem. <laughs> like at the time, like I knew some actual yeah. mercenaries. Like that's what they did. There was this group of mercenaries, and like literally, like they. 
they would get hired to protect like shipping container ships out in like the in the Somali waters and shit like that. Like these guys were actual legit mercenaries, and it and, and it was like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars that they get paid for like a month long trip or whatever. But it was like y'all are raising tens of millions to like raise awareness. I want to I want to circle that back to, me, to that, <laughs> and I'll put together like a, an expendables team and just send them in to kill this guy, right? So, so later I on, I met Will of DC, yeah. and I got to like I, I was cool about it, but I was like, "You, you're the guy that had me make my video. I look like such an idiot because of you." All right, so I've told you about my fishing trip. Where like we went out, we, we fished for marlin and dolphin and stuff like that. Dolphin is a type of regular fish, not just the mammal. And yeah. um, uh, the people who were good fishermen, experts running the boat, would hook the marlin and then hand it to you and you'd reel it in, which is kind of the fun part. How fun would it be to do a similar thing but hunting pirates, right? Like Like you're out there on a container ship and... And, you know, they put the gun on its bipod and say, there you go, Woody, there's the pirate. And then you get to do the fun part. Yeah. See, it wouldn't um, be fun unless I got to aim. You would. Yeah, they like, just put the bipod aim. on the railing and get you all set up and point out which ones are pirates and which ones aren't. I oh, had this, okay. I had the all same right. conversation <laughs> with someone, This ex- like, like with those mercenary guys. And it was like they, they said those incursions were very rare. Mm. That, and if you actually wanted to do some stuff like that, you'd go to the Middle East. Like, like at one point I was offered this thing. They were like, you'll be credentialed as a journalist and you'll be embedded with one of these, with, with, with a, with a, a military group. Mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds terrifying. I was like, I, I'm not a cameraman. He's like, no, 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 you'll be credentialed as a journalist, <laughs> but we'll give you a gun. And I was like, so I'll get to, like fight in a war. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Could I bring a cameraman? And for a <laughs> short period of time, there was this idea that, like, what if FPS Russia went to war? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my like, friends. It's the FPS Russia, and today we are in Baghdad. Can you imagine those live streams? Holy shit. That would be exactly. some crazy I, fucking I, shit. So, so guys, you're saying. allowed to blind fire these rules, right? <laughs> that, that was literally like, like serious discussions that went down where it was like, could we make YouTube videos of me just going and fighting in a war? Because, I mean, it's pretty cool when we drive a tank to McDonald's, but what if we just smoke some fools in Baghdad? Like, that's got to be 20 million views. Like, like, like that, that, that's going to take off. That, the BuzzFeed will pick that one up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they would. God, dude, I actually, I would be so fucking, it sounds funny initially, but now I'm just getting mad because all I can imagine is fucking getting shot or shooting somebody or missing somebody and chats there backseating the entire fucking way. You know, like, <laughs> oh my God, like takes so long to fucking reload. Like your, your elbows pointing out way too much. What are you doing? Like, oh my God, I would be so fucking mad trying to read my fucking chat while like under fire. Like, oh uh, dude, like if you don't tourniquet that, your arm's going to fall off, dumb fuck. And you've got the tourniquet on and like someone else like, I'm a doctor, you fucking more and your arm's gonna fucking fall off you dipshit you're like oh my god i <laughs> so i so wish i'd done that because i probably been spit i'd probably been just scared shitless and not done a damn thing but jo- but all seriousness aside so we go to the joking part like like it'd have been hilarious right if i could have kept the, the the you know just done the voice and and crack some wise cracks or something while there's machine gun fire know, coming in i'm thinking like, this in my head right now like fps russia 
Valuable property, but been dormant for a while, right? If he were to make a comeback, it couldn't be shooting an Xbox in the backyard. He would have to enter with a splash. You're saying save this for, for, for soon. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like oh, everything's oh. going to cool off shortly. I, I'd still do it. I'd there still could do it. be, I, uh, say, restrictions that don't apply to you out of country. If, if, if. If it were offered to me, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't join the military because I feel like that's a, a shit job, right? Like I have a ton of respect for the people who are in the military. I thank them for their service and I fucking mean it, but I would not want that position, right? Like there's a lot of other positions that also, you know, fit that cr- uh, same, that I was describing the same way. I don't want to be ordered around. I don't want to like wear scratchy clothes. I don't want to eat <laughs> shitty food. I don't want to have someone telling me, oh, you're going to be based here. You're going to be based I there. I hope gonna- right now, like the YOLO boys are like, I don't know, covering themselves with sandbags. Like, oh, scratchy clothes. You're right, Kyle. That is a problem. Every bit of it, right? <laughs> like, from, like, 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 every bit of being a soldier sounds terrifying. <clears throat> However, the idea of some sort of like soldier tourism where they're like, yeah, where they're like, ah, oh, hey, this is that guy from the internet. He's going to yeah. be embedded with us for a while. We're going to put you in the shit. We'll see how you Give like that. Give him the uniform and with the fabric like- softener. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like a group of soldiers, like ten guys around eating their shitty MREs, and you're getting like Uber Eats from Baghdad or something. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry, guys, that looks like a shit gig, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'd eat it for a week, is what I'm saying. Like, I'd be willing to experience the awfulness that, that is being a, a soldier mm-hmm. for a week or a month. I just don't want that to be my life, is what yeah. I'm saying. So, so like, yeah, even if I were offered that today, if they were like, well, yeah, I mean, if you get killed while you're embedded, it will be your life. That will be yeah. that will be the and, end. And of look, it. what better way to go? Like, like, like everybody's like, oh yeah, I want to die as an old man in my bed. That seems so fucking lame to me. Like, like, it'd be it'd be cool. I think not cool. It'd be it'd be worthy. It'd be a worthy death to go and fight some bad guys and die. You know, like if you're gonna die, you know, maybe you die while you're still pretty, and you die doing something uh, you believe in and something that gets a lot of a lot of clicks. Mm, essentially, yeah, gotta have that. A- I don't know what the monetization is like on war, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I imagine YouTube terms of service fuss about such a thing. I, I don't know. The guys over at uh, Funker, you know, they they do uh, they're they're featured on uh, combat footage a lot on Reddit, and um, and they they post a lot of that, like military mm-hmm. combat video, and and it always I, I want to say it monetizes well for them. It's weird know? to me that like legit combat footage is happening now, just because random people are bringing phones and GoPros to the GoPros. desert. I've seen some hardcore shit. Like in the last three or four years since the advent of like the 1080p GoPro, like I've seen like you don't even know who the bad guys are. You don't know if you're on board with a bad guy even because everybody's shooting AKs and everybody's Arabic. But like one group doesn't like the other and they just roll into this village. I wouldn't call it a village, more like a compound because there aren't Mm -hmm. women and children. It's like fighting men are here staging up for like battle. And this other group rolls in like eight Toyotas deep. And like five men in a in a car, and they just start running at them like it's fucking Call of Duty, just brr, 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 just gunning everyone down, and you don't know to cheer or to that's to flinch. That's always the catch. I I, I I haven't seen the clip that you're describing, but I often see like a really I don't know my weapon names, but like a really effective shoulder launched, seemingly guided missile, right? Oh, yeah. And the thing zooms at some tank like thing, and it's like oh. Did something really good or really bad just happen? I'm not sure. Something really big happened. I can tell that. But yeah. I, 
I'm sure you guys have seen the video of that, the three dudes that are going through the tunnel, and I think it was like a 762 round grazes one of the soldiers' fucking helmets, and you hear the dong as soon as he... Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. That. We watched that. That's crazy. Yeah, that combat footage. One thing that kind of bothers me, um, maybe this might not be a fair take or not, it really bothers me when there are Americans that say that they're too squeamish to watch a lot of that war footage, but like they'll sit there and they'll vote to send people off to those wars or to like engage other people in those types of activities. That's something that kind of really bothers me. Like we pretty much unanimously in the U.S. support the, like droning the shit out of places like Yemen, but then at the same time we're like too squeamish to watch a video that doesn't even really have that much shovel blood in it. I don't know. That that always kind of rubs me the wrong way. The chicken hawk leadership thing is is something that always irritated me. Um, mm -hmm. W, I, I forget. I'm trying to remember. W of course did the Texas Guard thing to avoid war. Uh, I think Cheney had some sort of chicken hawk background. Rumsfeld was a was not a chicken hawk. And uh, there were some more. But, like, all at the same time, they were starting wars all over the place, and all of them kind of dodged it themselves. Mm. Um, Obama was never a soldier, but he also, like, wasn't, you know, like, Trump, I think, had five enrollments for, like, made-up Hey, he went to spurs. military school, all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll well, do the rest of these fellows were grown men going to war. He was a child when he <laughs> entered the field of combat school. <laughs> he said combat that, school. like, syphilis was his Vietnam or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? That's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. That's a good line. Like, yeah. like, yeah, trying to fuck all these women without getting uh, STDs, I'm looking for, was his Vietnam. I tell you, you know, my cane over there getting his arms broken doesn't mean a thing. I fucked 10, 12 girls a night, never got syphilis. Believe me, ask anyone. <laughs> <sighs> Man. Has he gotten fatter? Trump? Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. Do you? Well, he oh, clearly yeah. got very, he got much fatter when he first got in. During the, and then um, he seemed to taper. During the campaign. Like, not taper, but kind of maintain. Well, and compared now, to like when his... I see him, I think he looks fatter than he was even before. I think we most know him from his days of doing the, or at least I do. Maybe you guys have different. When he, what was the fucking show, The Apprentice? And he was yeah, probably yeah. much thinner back then. Sure. I, I yeah. think than what he is now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, he's 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 a pretty big boy. Fat guy now. Who was you our know, last fat president? Trump. Wasn't Taft? like not not like overweight, but like the the like as fat as Trump. Wasn't it was supposed to be like Taft was like fucking huge or? That guy blows Trump out of the water. That guy got stuck in a bathtub like twice, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so Taft is the nation's largest president. He stood over six feet tall and weighed over 300 pounds. A special bathtub was made in the White House to accommodate him. There you go. <laughs> uh, Taft tub. I wonder if it's still there. People are like, you want to fuck in the Taft tub? Melania's <laughs> like, I don't even know why I'm still here. <laughs> I want to go back oh, to man. Estonia, <laughs> wherever I am from. Uh, after Taft came Cleveland, this is in order of fatness, uh, McKinley, Taylor, Roosevelt, and then this must be an old article because it has Clinton next, and it doesn't mention. Um, yeah. Uh, Wait, was Teddy Trump. Roosevelt that? I thought he was. Is or is it like? Was he just His a fat? BMI like, was thirty point two. Yeah, I, he's always presented as like a hardcore like outdoorsman. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he he started out as a rough rider, you know, fighting the Mexicans down there riding his horse, and then he was a big game hunter after that. Of course, you know, the guy cured himself of asthma with a rigorous outdoor lifestyle. And uh, but then you know he, he became an old man and became the president of the United States and you know someone bamboozles me all the time with weight is Jonah Hill, like I swear to God he'll go from normal looking to not 
not normal level obese, not super obese, but that obese where the neck gets so fat that it extends past the chin area. You have an inverted chin at that point. He'll go from normal weight to that in two months, it seems like. Mm -hmm. And I think that he's trying to play off a severe <laughs> disorder as as being like Daniel Day Lewis esque uh, <laughs> his roles, where he's like, no, I definitely don't eat. I don't eat. If I ate twelve thousand calories a night, I would tell you. you know, uh, this is just, it's like Dude, why are you gaining I, all this weight? They were talking about. I think it might have been the Joe Rogan show, but I'm not sure. They were talking about um, steroids in Hollywood, and they're like, everyone on Hollywood is, is on steroids. That's just par for the course. They're on steroids. That's why these guys look as good as they do. You take away steroids. Jonah Hill is the sexiest man in Hollywood. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he looks pretty good now. Yeah, let me squeeze out this last He may not here. look good, Woody. That's my point. Look, yeah, look. yeah, it could be. Bad breath is a gross, embarrassing problem that impacts everyone at some point in their lives. Fortunately, it isn't your fault. Smart Mouth Mouthwash knows that the real cause of bad breath. They know the real cause of bad breath and how just two rinses a day can solve it for good. But first, what is bad breath? Bad breath is a natural consequence of bacteria living in your mouth. Naturally occurring oral bacteria consume protein in your mouth and give off sulfur gases waste. So when you smell that rotten egg bad breath odor, you're actually smelling sulfur gas. Using alcohol to just kill germs or try to cover the, trying to cover the odor with a minty mask won't solve the problem. To solve a real problem, you need real science. Smart Mouth knows... Or excuse me, Smart Mouth uses Smart Mouth uses a clinically proven patented two-liquid system. When poured, the clear sulfur eliminating solution combines with the green zinc ion solution and activates. The activated zinc ions seek out and bind to bacteria in the mouth, stopping them from being able to consume protein or release sulfur for 12 hours per rinse. No sulfur gas means no bad breath. You can find Smart Mouth in the oral health aisle at your favorite supermarket, pharmacy, grocery store. Or online at Amazon. And now, for a limited time, go on over to smartmouth.com slash PKA to get 20% off your Smart Mouth mouthwash or toothpaste by entering code PKA promo at checkout. For 20% off that purchase, smartmouth.com slash PKA, code PKA promo. Yep. Check them out. Click mm -hmm. on the link. Mm -hmm. Makes us look good when you do it. And buy it. And buy it. You don't want to have bad breath. You're going to have your movement watch looking fly. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't mention them because they're not on tonight, but we have sponsors that will help you with clothes looking fly. You don't want to ruin it with bad breath. You want to mm -hmm. smell nice, so add Smart Mouth to your routine. Dance to YouTube music. Get your, get your energy Dance level up Dance to YouTube with music. Monster. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, with Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these things are all designed to get you laid. That's the point of it. Yep. <sighs> we always work from that point, guys. I'm watching all this combat footage shit. It, this looks so rough. Is this I, the one with the, the helmet? footage this is uh, this has helmet footage i believe but it's, it's not anything i'd seen before i was just like Can looking you see online the bad guys that, that, that one of the nah. issues with combat it's usually just people scurrying around behind cover uh i'm sure it's exciting to experience but to watch it it's just shooting into the distance that's yeah, that's really what this is I mean, damn it's gonna be hard to get like up close footage of like people that are trying to kill you we need some action cams with telephoto control oh man that's as soon as you hear like uh you know the guns firing it should zoom in it'd be pretty sick if like part of the geneva convention is like all right switzerland you're neutral forever all you have to do you're the cameraman you dress up like the swiss and they're allowed to go anywhere in the battlefield and just film if they get shot you know that's part of the risk of being Swiss. You know, you guys got to take some kind of risk. And so that think of the footage we could get. It would be like Saving Private Ryan level shit, except better because it would be real. Okay, I got you. I got you, Woody. I got you. Oh. You want to? You. 
I'm a little scared to show it. I'm, I, it sounds like you found something pretty hardcore. Is this a death video? I don't want to watch. There's a death. no. I, and the people getting killed are so far are far enough away that you don't see blood. You have my attention. Is this the <laughs> one where they shoot him with like the AC-130? Oh no 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 no! This is a gunfight. This is a gunfight. Um, I time stamped it. There was a bunch of shit that happened before this, but it looks like these guys are driving up in a some sort of armored personnel carrier type vehicle. This is a this is in Syria. Oh, it's short uh, too. Let's let's watch. I, you got me so curious. I hope it's good. I'm ready. Uh, ready, set, play. All right. Can't tell what's going on yet. No, yes. See, this is what Gun I'm shots. talking about. No, you no, know no. you're filming. You know you're filming. Put the camera on the action. They're being shot at. That's a bullet <laughs> no, hole. Look, we window. all have excuses. You know who doesn't have excuses? People who are succeeding. All right. Well, he's going to get out, and he's going to focus that camera for you, Woody. Don't worry. Here we go. Whoa. Oh, wow. There's even a, like a hit marker. <laughs> oh, got a hit marker on that guy. <laughs> oh, what? We got him on the run, boys. I... I, I'm totally... His hand is bleeding. Why do you think his hand is bleeding? Do you think he's been shot or, or like... I think he just got shot again. This is... No, at first I um, I thought they were Americans in there, but yeah, they're, oh, no. they're these are not American weapons. Mm -mm. Jesus. He's not aiming very much at all. No. It doesn't appear that You're way. You're doing it. He's doing the back seating right now. This you know, is what I, I was there. This I, guy's aim is shit. I, I would be lining up the <laughs> oh, front no. sight between the back ones. That's how Why you shoot. Look, I shot. You should have applied a bandage. I, <laughs> I, you know, I have lots of experience shooting paper, and that's not how I do it. When yeah. I have all the time I need and complete quiet with your <laughs> headphones. <laughs> Taylor, you don't understand. There's other people in the other lanes. It's chaos. That's true. Sometimes they shoot and it makes you go, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ready for that. They're shooting oh, parallel Destiny, to me. Last time you were on, uh, hadn't you just recently bought a firearm? Or am I, oh, am I getting someone mixed up? one or something? Did you ask for yeah. firearm advice, maybe? I don't think we've talked about firearms. I've always wanted to build an AR-15, but I'm actually I'm moving to um, California in a week, so I've already resigned myself to never having a fun gun again. Oh, that sucks. You just yep. built a California one. I mean, you can, but like the receivers on the uh, Air 15s are so fucked because you get that weird. Do you know button. what I'm talking? What? Get a bullet button. Is it? Well, what's the. Every AR 15 I've ever shot in California is these weird fucking extensions out of the front to like fuck up how you hold it or something. Is this something I'm making this up? Does it, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know a ton about it. it it's oh. certainly not my forte, but I'm aware that there's quite a few restrictions. Yeah. And like. You got fucking ten round magazines on like rifles and like even my Glock seventeen, like I have to toss all those mags, like uh, I don't know. I'm not like so fucking that. lame. Yeah. What is uh why are you moving uh, to California? What's the motivation oh, yeah. there? Is it like uh, to be in Hollywood for the whole entertainment business thing? Um yeah, I mean like I've got so many connections and everybody that I know lives in California and shit, and I live in fucking Omaha right now, which is destitute, so I hear you. Yeah, I, I if, if I was uh, unattached, you know, I, I might have moved out to California back in, you know, w when I was peaking. Mm -hmm. it, just because, you know, you can do collabs and stuff, you know. Everyone, yeah. And it, it's win-win, these things, you know. I show up in your video and you show up in mine and my subs discover you and vice versa. And yep. Cross-pollination is fucking huge, yeah. Yeah. But when you're in Omaha, 
that it doesn't doesn't happen Ever. in the same way. That's yeah. called, you know. Yeah, there's a real Hollywood nasty feeling where like I'll be in LA and I'm just hanging out with people that I'm friends with that all have millions of subs on YouTube and it's cool. And then I come back and I'm flying in my plane and going back to Nebraska and I look out the window and I realize there's not a single person in my field of view in this entire city that can do a single thing for me. And <laughs> it just feels like really bad to be in this city and doing nothing. Yeah. Warren Buffett yeah. could probably do something. I don't think that him and I would have much to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be an act of charity, but he could do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it would be a mutually beneficial thing. It would be me crying outside of his house with some sob story to get investment advice, in which case he probably did tell me to invest everything in mutual funds and work hard. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. There's a whole article there about like what you can and can't do with your Cali uh, AR-15 and how to get around certain things. There's a little clip of a guy uh, using a bully, bullet button tool that's attached mm -hmm. to a magazine to be to do like quick reloads and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's that it, that thing on the back of the handle. That's what I was talking about. It was so aggravating. Apparently, you do, do you see what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, you can't have a pistol. That. You can't have a pistol grip. So oh, is that it? Oh, yeah. that's, that's so dumb, dude. It feels so bad to shoot. It feels horrible. Oh god. How do you hold it? You have to like go like like wrap around. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just or uncomfortable. Can, there, there's an image that down below of a thumbhole stock, which is I, I like a lot on on just about everything. Thumbhole stocks just feel like very ergonomic. Even more so than a pistol grip does, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's California. You know, if you want it, then that's that's what you got to do. Where's the yeah. thumbhole stock? Is that with the pew pew? I don't see the thumbhole stock. If you scroll uh, down, yeah, there's a thumbhole. It's a smaller picture. Oh yeah, maybe I wouldn't mind something like this. I'm not sure. I've never tried to shoot one of these before, but but yeah, the normal ones with that giant thing jutting out the back, oh. it just feels real bad. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'd get the thumbhole stock if that's allowed. That's weird. They wouldn't allow a pistol grip, but you could have a thumbhole stock. Like that, well, see, isn't, is see, that isn't that effectively a pistol grip? Like as this far is, as functional? this is this is what I always talk about when it comes to gun legislation. Right? Is as soon as you make a law that says A, they're just going to do B, and mm -hmm. B is going to be the same thing as A, uh, uh, functional, function, function wise. It just won't be the same thing as A, um, as far as the look and feel. But it'll do the same shit. Like like, and gun manufacturing is a billion dollar business. So and there are some very bright guys that are into it. Meanwhile, firearms legislation doesn't have the brightest minds behind it. Firearms law enforcement code writing doesn't have the brightest uh, minds behind it either. So so they're always going to lose to these guys. Like they're all there's always going to be sometimes they can a make sig it suck a little though, right? Like, they can make like it suck a little, but look at the SIG arm brace, right? You know they it, you 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 essentially get around the entire SBR thing with a piece of plastic. Okay, right? look at now the ten round capacity rule. Sure. Reload yeah. quicker. Reload quicker. Use double <laughs> magazines. I mean, I mean, I mean that that that's certainly a thing. Yeah. I don't you know. Can I, use I mean, like from a, on thirties too. Like from a style point of view too. If I was going to spend two grand putting together like a really cool like AR-15, having that giant thumbless stock looks like ass compared to some of the cooler. For sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it looks like ass, but it performs just the same. And, yeah. and, and and they were trying to get around a performance thing, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Supposedly, mm. but you, you have the same performance. Now, what do you make a point? Obviously, changing round capacity in magazines, you can't get around it. That's a number of bullets that fits in a piece of uh, the metal bullet plastic. Button, uh, yeah. that, that's actually the first one that popped into my head when it's like, well, they did make it kind of suck, right? And even though this guy put a button on the side of the magazine, not as good as no button. What is the bullet button? It's it's basically so that if you want to detach your magazine, there's a there's a hole that you have to put a special tool into to release the magazine. But what people do Jesus is Christ. people do different things. I've seen this sort of ring that you wear that on the back hmm. of it, it's got a little uh, little prong sticking out and you just use that. You squeeze that into the hole. There are magazines that have a little nub sticking out. You just shove that in there. And if you if you get good at it, you're good at it. It's not it's certainly nothing. Wait. I 
you don't have that's not a rule in California, is it? That you have to have a tool to remove the magazine. I believe so. I believe the bullet button on the AR is a, is a, is a thing. But again, that's certainly uh, not something I know a ton about. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. I don't know how they feel about belt-fed AR-15s. It, I, I don't know if uh, you could you could always get one of those. I've never seen that. <laughs> you have a belt-fed AR-15. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I've never seen one of those. I have. Well, <laughs> oh shit! You've probably fired multiple. I don't remember what it's called. There's a conversion kit you can get. Uh, turn your AR-15 to a bolt, uh, belt-fed though. But, so would you have only? So you'd only have a belt of nine round or ten rounds. In California, it, it's fun. I, I was about to say that that is exactly what it would be because I believe they consider they consider the um, I'm struggling to think what they're called, but the uh, the little little metal clips that clip mm -hmm. the belts of bullets together. They consider each one of those like a high capacity magazine component. So those are kind of a sought after item. There's I got bushels of them somewhere, you know, because like rich guys don't give a fuck. They just like shoot belt fed machine and it falls on the ground and like. All the rest of us are like, you're gonna leave that there. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, you mind if I pick it up? And you feel like you just like walk. He just threw away like the the butt of a nice cigar, <laughs> and you're like, could I could I take a few puffs off of your garbage cigar you threw on the <laughs> ground? But at the same time, you're like, them things is expensive. I'd have to if if I ordered those offline, it, it'd be a pretty penny. And he's just throwing them away. Let's get a bucket. Get a bucket, Jeremy. Get a bucket. <laughs> I <laughs> Not that, not anything on that level, but that's how I feel when I don't pick up my brass. Right? There's always some guy like, "Man, can I pick up your brass?" Be like, it'd be really great if you did, because now yeah, I don't have me to. The brass man. <laughs> it's yeah, really I... just an excuse to squat really close to people's asses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I only you ever go? Or go ahead. Brass was only like really valuable if you're going to reload. In my yeah. personal opinion, right, that, that's right. where that's we'd always pick stuff up. Some guys sell it though. Like, like I used to know what the the dollar amount was for a five gallon bucket full of brass. Cannot yeah. possibly be that much. Like eighty dollars or something, if I remember correctly. I, and I probably don't, but it, it was it certainly wasn't like eight hundred dollars. It was it was wasn't a ton of money. Yeah, I, okay. I'm selling brass that probably saves that. Uh, not selling. I'm giving away brass that probably saves that guy like ten dollars or something. I maybe less. Uh, I think if you're buying. I'll look it up, but I, if I had to guess, I would say like uh, five, five, six brass is like probably fifteen cents around, just for the brass. Ah, yeah, yeah but chances are if you're reloading, you're doing a ton of shooting anyway. So I mean, it probably adds up. They probably they probably run a lot of guys' asses trying to pick up their brass. You I know? wonder how much they really save. You know, like because you buy reloading equipment and then you do it some more, and then you like automate it more, automate it more. I think you're always upgrading. You're like if you're into reloading, you spend a lot on reloading. Yeah, probably. That stuff is pricey. I, I have a ask Reddit question or two. Seventeen cents, seventeen point eight cents uh, around, roughly for for brass. Did you ever meet someone and think, "Wow, if we had met at a different time, we would have made a great couple"? No, there's nothing holding me back. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Wait, what was the question again? Did Sorry. you ever meet someone and think, "Wow, if we had met at a different time, we would have made a great couple"? No. But no. now we'll just be a great secret couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had that. I have had um friends or stuff. Like like, oh, this guy would make the best friend for me, except, you know, we don't live near each other or you know, or whatever, different ages or something. Like, oh man, young Woody would have freaking partnered up with that guy and had a I blast. Snatched him right up. Mm -hmm. That supple ass and that 
I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, motivation and 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 He's similar so similar outdoor sports. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, <laughs> Destiny. Hell yeah. Um, I feel like it's really hard to say, like, because I'm sure there are a lot of people that I met at one point in my life that I would have liked more now. But if I would have met them at a point in my life where I was significantly different than I was now, I would have hated them then, so I wouldn't remember them. Does that make sense? Yeah, Maybe, yeah. It actually does. Yeah. So like, I feel like, 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 it's, like I could I could never imagine meeting somebody and I'm like, man, you know, if I was older and more mature, I would love this person. But right now I'm just not there yet. Like I've It's never usually had... the opposite for me. Like, like oh, uh-huh. look at this guy and his crazy hijinks. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, 19 I year old me did that shit time. too. Yeah, there's a ton of people where I say it was like if 20, even even in my streaming career, if 2011 Destiny would have known this guy, we would have had a lot of fun times on stream. But, you know, these days I would lose half of my fucking fans for it. You know? <laughs> What was uh what, what was twenty eleven destiny you... more like? Yeah, yeah. Twenty eleven destiny was if you look at my YouTube videos then I've got like multi million view videos of me like talking to people like how to play Starcraft, like um for certain strategies, you just have to treat it like rape with the way that you hold the person down and like insert your <laughs> army in the back and like there's a lot of like real fucking edgy shit. I also used to be a hardcore <laughs> right leaning libertarian ultimate free speech guy. There's like really? a video of me in Germany talking to a dude about how all white people should be able to say nigger and faggot however much they want, like hardcore like right leaning fucking destiny. Yeah, oh yeah. That's a flip. Only oh, seven yeah. years later. And seven Here years later, are. look, we are. Yeah. You, I always so, joke. You, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I always joke like you know how like the big um, iCloud shit gets leaked or whatever and like the nudes of the celebrities and shit. I'm always I'm waiting for the day where like fucking Skype or Discord where those logs get leaked and every single like online personality gets absolutely fucking ruined. What kind of what you guys were saying earlier? How we all say things in our own home that's not being recorded or whatever. That would be a uh, yeah. <laughs> there would definitely be a lot of fallout from that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, but you, people you'd still have use to... Skype. Um, unfortunately, I have to sign. Well, you guys are fucking using it. That's why I'm on it today. Yeah. Well, I blame Taylor for that. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't get fair enough. You know, I don't even know why, but I'll yeah. take the blame. That was there's always, one, shit, but, uh... there's always like one of, of like a hundred fucking people who still use this guy, and I don't notice it too. And I sign on it. I almost missed this fucking shit today because I came home and I was waiting around on Discord, and I was like, "Oh fuck, these guys fucking use Skype." And I had to open the shit up, and I was like, "Oh, there we go." There's always like one person out of like fifty of my contacts that like still messages me on Skype. So we I, could try Discord again, but when we tried it, the video was awful. And it was like people. Oh, actually, we we used it in the, our gaming sessions like three times in the last two months, and uh, we just had uh, Skype is doing better with the quality. Oh, that's so weird. I think that Discord right now is much better for gaming. Or I'm sorry, for video and for voice, the audio codec is better. It doesn't silence people as much as Skype seems to. But yeah, I mean, you could try it again and see what happens. That is an annoying problem. I, I don't like it every once in a while. And it'll be fine for weeks. And then out of nowhere, it'll be like, oh, well, this episode, every time Taylor says something, if like Woody laughs or Kyle says Everybody else gets just, muted. I'm muted. Yeah, it's really so, annoying. Yeah, let's fiddle code. around with Discord and see if we can get that like fucking working. I like, like the way you're the, thinking. Let's yeah. give it a go. Like on some PKN day, like a little before, a little after, we'll try and get it set up. I yeah, we tried entirely. that before and it didn't work, but I'm always willing and, to try again. And we um, give it a go. I, when you were up, I was saying we used it on the. There's a Patreon level where we play with you, and we tend to use Discord for that. And people are robotic and bad. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know in if there's Discord some, they are. Yeah, I don't know if there's Ooh, okay. some setting like maybe I need to flip the not suck switch and try that. There's region settings and stuff. I. I gener I, I use Discord a lot, probably yeah. three or four hours a day, um, and rarely have any audio issues. Um, I don't use the video though. I mean, I, I've used it across. I mean, I do two podcasts now, and I've seen other people. I'm gonna be in another podcast tonight where they do it with like ten videos going. I'm like, yeah, everything seems to work fine with me for Discord. I don't generally hear these problems, so it's interesting. Huh. Another podcast tonight. You are working today. 
Yeah. <laughs> is it a is it a fun one or a political one? Um, it's a fun one. The guy's name is Trainwreck. So I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Just a bunch of like Twitch streamers and shit. We all get together and bullshit oh, okay. for a few hours. Yeah. Cool. Is yeah, it your promoted. podcast or yep. you guest? Uh, nope, I'm just a guest. Gotcha. Nice. I was a. Uh, I had an annoying travel thing this week where, a couple of days ago, I had to go to uh, uh, Tampa for something, and my dad lives there. And so I told him I was like, "Yeah, I'm just. I, I'm, I left at like fucking four thirty in the morning. Got there, and I was gonna leave that night after my my shit was done. And he was like, "No, no, no, Taylor, you gotta stay. Like, stay the night, hang out. We'll, we'll, you know, and like on the eleventh. And this was like a week ago at this point. I'm like, all right, the eleventh, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll definitely stay until the twelfth or thirteenth or something. You know, just the twelfth for now. Maybe I'll extend. And so I get down there, getting my work done, like meetings and shit. And then like at the end, I text my dad, and I'm like. Hey, what's the address so I can uh, Uber there to to your house uh, and we can hang out? And he was like, and he sent me the address to his home in St. Louis. And I was like, no, Dad, I mean in Florida. Like, you know, the 11th is today. I'm here. And I get a call immediately. And my dad's like, you meant today, December 11th? And I was like, yeah, what did you mean? And he's like, I'm at January 11th, bud. I'm in St. Louis right now. And I was like, so I, and I, I've already extended my flight, so I'm there for another day. <laughs> and so I just, he's like, well, buddy, I, I'm so sorry, but I guess just Uber to my, uh, my place and just hang out there. And so I went there to like this like beachside condo thing and just sat there by myself <laughs> for a while. And oh, then I shit. got up. And like uh, my dad felt so bad, he was texting me. He's like, "Go to this bar or this grill. They've got good burgers or seafood or grouper or whatever." And so I got up and I went to one of those. But it's a bunch of like groups of young kids and adults like having their own fun. And I'm sitting alone at a bar eating grouper, having a beer, and it was just sad. And so then I went home and watched an Office marathon on Spike or some shit and, <laughs> oh, and fell asleep. No. And then then because I was like, man, but the next morning. I'm not going to want to just hang out with my dad for one night. I'm going to be able to do something in the morning with them. Maybe we'll go fish or something. And so I set my flight for late in the day. And I, it, I, like, I changed my flight. And so I did like basic economy bullshit to when, when I went to the fucking lady initially, like, can I change this? She was like, no. <laughs> now you bought poor people seats, retard. You're going at, you're going at four. And then as I was going to go, about to get on the plane, like 20 minutes till boarding. Some fucking douchebag dies on the plane coming in and they have to land at the a nerve. hospital somewhere else. The nerve of him. And so they delayed that. Then they had to send me to some other fucking airport. I sat next to someone on the first plane that was so bad that I was worried that their BO was going to get on me <laughs> and that people were going to think I smelled that bad. This woman reached up to turn the air thing off. Thank oh. God. We didn't want any movement. And like just her armpit being pointed up. Like just, nationality, it was like, hit it, tell us. It's like, remember what? Uh, well, she was black. But <laughs> uh, do you uh, remember the the Krabby Patty whatever SpongeBob episode where they have that rancid burger in the bathroom and they all smell it? I'm the youngest of us here, so probably nobody gets this. So I'll I'm skip that. Sure. But anyway, it was a shit, a shit, a uh, couple of days. Very not fun being alone. Mm-hmm. Not how I imagine stinky woman, by the way. Stinky woman. Well, yeah, you like stinky women. <laughs> no, I was I was I was picturing her in my head when I asked the nationality and not black. Mm. Well, your mind is not racist. <laughs> <laughs> or he was thinking it was an Indian. I don't know what the Oh, that's what he was thinking. I knew it. Look at the, look at the eyes dart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Taylor's like not racist. 
They're known you to be asked, um, folk. You went early and you asked if you could board an earlier flight and they said no? Yeah, because I, I'd built or I'd, I'd gotten my initial flight where I was supposed to go in one day and leave later that day. And mm-hmm. then I had to change last minute to what I thought was the right plan. And so I did. And as I was changing it, it was like, oh, it'll be cheaper to just do this like basic economy shit with, uh, it was through American. And I was like, okay. And it was warning me like, you cannot change this. It, you, you can't transfer it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, this is it. Once you buy these, I'm like whatever, like I, I, this, these plans are set in stone. And so I did that. And then it turned out they were not set in stone. And the thing that I found works, and I've succeeded where others have failed here, when you, when you talk to people at the counters, this seems to, I seem to have a good success rate with this, okay. um, is, is if you show up and you tell them, like, let's say you've got a flight that leaves at, like, um, midnight. I, my uncle recently, I booked him a flight, and when he flew into, I think it was Fort Lauderdale or something, he flew in at 9 a.m., and the next flight left at, like, 9 p.m. And usually, if you just if you go to the counter that, like, has your flight coming and it's the same airline. So let's say there's a flight going to LAX at 9 p.m. with American, but let's say they've got another one leaving at 5 p.m. with American. As long as you go there, even if it's with an economy ticket, and you're like, hey, could I try to fly on this flight by standby? Um, you know, usually I've never seen them say no to that. Um, that. That's something to consider. Have you ever, like, stuck somewhere and you need to get out early? Yeah. But you have, be, next time. you have this to be. This lady was fucking curt, and yeah, I always go to be. those counters being so fucking courteous because I know it's mm-hmm. not their fault. Yeah. I don't want to be a rude guy. Like you've got to be ultra fucking clear when you talk. If you say you want to change your ticket or you want to fly out earlier, you will always get fucked. But if you say something like, I want to try to fly standby on an earlier flight, it's that seems to work generally. I, I usually have good luck doing that. I'll do that. I've never tried the standby thing. That's a good idea. It, it, mm-hmm. It's not strictly related to airlines, but here's the thing. If somebody tells me no, right. And, it, and it's not like my wife or something where I can just keep asking. I'm trying to change their mind. I have very little success with that. What I tend to do, and I know it doesn't work, is I'll all for some reason to say yes, that's half a joke, and it's easy to say no to also. When someone says no, what do you do, everybody, to change it to a yes? You know, like, hey, can I do this? You know, can I have a first class upgrade? No. What's your next move? You're trying to persuade them into a thing. Man, it really depends on what you're asking for. <laughs> Because, like, if you're asking for, like, an extra appetizer or you're trying to convince a girl to let you fuck her in the ass, like, these are two an very different types of be fine. What, what, what if you want to run inside and have the taxi wait for you at the door, at the curb, you know, and he says, I don't do that. How do you, tell, how do you say, make him say yes? I'm, like, a decently spoken white guy, so I never have problems with this. Usually people just do things if I ask them to. I don't yeah, know. right? <laughs> I, don't yeah, yeah. I mean, usually money fixes, like, every one of those issues, right? The appetizer, the ass-fucking, and the, and the taxi. Yeah, that's true. You got true. a 20? You got a 20? Because that'll yeah. get most of those things handled. Huh. Yeah, that's all I'm trying I to think of it. Okay. No, no instant tricks. Yeah. Yeah, I just... no. I, I smile. Uh, you know, I, I pull, a, you know, Andy from the office. Lots, lots of smiling and mm-hmm. nodding. Yeah, I think you're you know, best like, bet. Hey, can I have this? No, that's going to that other guy over there. Well, I'm three times as charming as that gentleman. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Still don't get it. It sounds dumb, but I think generally being like friendly is a really good way. Like if you're really with, if you're really friendly with somebody, people will go above and beyond. Um, kind of like what Taylor said earlier. Um, I, like when I'm talking to service people, I'm super fucking friendly too. And I've gotten a lot of things that I don't think I should have. Like talking to like a lady behind the counter that was checking me at once and joking a lot with her. And she upgraded me to first class for no reason, just because there was an extra flight. And I don't think she would have if I hadn't been as friendly. So yeah, that's probably I, the number one go. I almost always get my rental car upgraded to something better. Just by being nice and 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 just asking for it, you know, mm-hmm. politely and being like, "Hey, 
Maybe uh, maybe he and you can work at it. Everybody takes a bribe, by the way. Everybody loves bribes because we've all seen it in movies, but most people have never like actually done it. So yeah, any, if, if you give a guy, if you're like, hey, how about I, how about I give you $25, you upgrade me from the Explorer to the Expedition, and all my luggage fits. Usually make that, usually make that just make it happen. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah just anything for time. with police. Dep- well, you, actually, depending on doesn't what work you with get, them. Depending <laughs> on what you get pulled over for, you can do it. Over three with the popo. If yeah. you get if you get pulled over to speed trap, you are always fucked. Don't even waste your fucking time. They're literally sitting ah, there to got, give you speeding tickets. You will never get out of it. Yeah, I don't even believe honesty. you. I, and I, bicycle yeah. cops. You'll no, never I, get out of those. I've definitely got out of the speed trap. That is honesty. That is pure honesty. Um, I, I got pulled over going like ninety four and like a seventy or something like that. Maybe even a sixty five. Uh-huh. And, and he's like. Do you know how fast you were going? And I, I went, 94 miles per hour. I know because I've got the heads-up laser display, and I was looking right at it the moment I saw your blue light. So I would guess you got me at 94. Am I right? He's like, yeah, yeah, it, it was 94. Well, I, I appreciate your honesty. I was like, what am I going to do, lie to your radar gun? He's like, and he kind of chuckled about it. And he's like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to write down 83. That way you're not a super speeder. And I'm like, I'd really appreciate that because I'd love to keep my license, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can definitely get them down, but like if cops have set up like a cop will, you know, if you're going like 74 and a 55, maybe they'll write it down to 70 or 69 or whatever, so you're not at that 15 plus. But like if, if you're getting pulled over to speed trap, they're not there just to pull you over and give you a warning. They're there because they want to fucking write some tickets. Yep. But um, ironically, having uh, I think that. It sounds very strange, but I think that having the firearm has actually helped me a lot um, when cops pull me over because it gives me an opportunity to demonstrate like extreme friendliness. Like an officer comes over, I've got the uh, the dash light is on, my hands are on the wheel. As soon as he rolls down the window, he said, officer, I just want to let you know I've got a firearm. If you want to go through and take it out of my car, unload it. If you want to be safe, whatever. Getting to talk more and do that, I think has gotten me because I've gotten pulled over twice with that. And in both times, they seem to be pretty jovial. Actually, three times. And in all three times, they've I've only gotten away with a warning. I've heard that yeah. from the police side too. Yeah. And, and it, it coincides with what you're saying they're like you know when a guy comes over and and in my state what you're supposed to do is hand them the concealed carry car you don't say i have a gun apparently that can make them nervous no but you just <laughs> hand them the concealed carry car i and- got a gun <laughs> I gotta where is it I, where's my gun i won't tell i just stole a bunch of uh, yeah and also and when, when you said this is what i'm trying to get out what the cop said is hey when they started the conversation that way now i know what kind of person i'm dealing with and and what they're understanding is that you're a law-abiding pro cop kind of guy hey here's my concealed carry permit i want you to know what the scoop is it just starts mm-hmm. it off right yeah yeah i've never I always cop, treat... not be pretty cool with the concealed cur- permit either i got pulled over in oregon by a female like state patrol officer and uh, i didn't tell her about the gun because i don't like doing that and making a big stink uh, unless it's required uh, but she said um she said you know she didn't need to see my insurance and i was like it's in the glove box and so is my concealed carry weapon i was like if you're okay with me reaching in there i'll grab it but just so you know, there's a gun in there too. She's like, I got a gun too. Grab it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that response. Like, like she, it was almost like she was like, draw. <laughs> in, uh, in the state of Nebraska, I don't know if it was the same where you are, but if you have a CC, we call them CCWs here, CCL, CCW. Um, they actually, it shows up when they run your plates. I had a really weird encounter where a cop pulled me over for, I think it might, I think my tags were expired, but he pulled me over and he immediately asked me to step out of the car. And I was very fucking nervous because I have never gotten in trouble like that. And I stepped out and he's like, do you have your firearm on you right now? And I'm like, 
no. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, I ran your plates and I see you got a blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, yeah. And he's like, your tags are expired. It's like, oh, cool. I thought you were about to fucking kill me. I had the same uh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 got, I got pulled over. And what had happened was I had a pistol in my passenger seat sitting there flat. And mm-hmm. a truck driver had looked down and seen that pistol sitting flat in that seat. And he had called in and said that I was brandishing the, the weapon. Didn't happen. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I'm getting pulled over by like three police vehicles, and I'm like, "What is this?" And I, I'm looking at my mirrors, and like they've got their hands on their guns as they approach <laughs> both sides of my car, and I'm like, "What uh, the fuck is this?" And he's like, "You have any weapons in the car, sir?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, lots, lots." <laughs> and he's like, could, could, "Could you step out? We need to take a look at them." You know, someone said that reported that you were brandishing a weapon. I was like, "I, I haven't touched them, but I have them. How many?" And I was like. I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> between ten and fifteen. Uh, like, 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 where are they? Everywhere. They slide Everywhere. around. <laughs> I was like, there's some in that seat. There's, there's one by my leg here. There's one in the console. There's a mess of them in the trunk. Like, you know, it's like, all right, well, what, just come back here by the bumper of my vehicle. Why don't we take a Did look? Did you like show them it? Like, hey, this is me with the AA12. Forty million views. <laughs> this is why. We, we had that conversation, like. As they were running each and every weapon's serial number and, and, and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, because they, they're asking, you know, why do you have eight assault rifles in your in the trunk of your car and five handguns and in various places in the front of your car? See, and, that's what I hit them with the sovereign citizen thing. And I, <laughs> cause, I cause a huge scene and make wall. a lot of problems. Are you yeah. detaining me? I am the captain of this vessel, and by maritime law, <laughs> you are my subordinate. So snap to, sailor. <laughs> I will say as a warning to be responsible, if you ever do this shit or whatever with guns, the way that I generally approach cops is you treat them like psychotic murdering people. You know, if you had like a crazy guy that looked like he could snap at any moment, mm. you're always very calm, very slow with your movements. Like, it's okay, Jimmy. Nothing's going to happen. Nobody's. You do the same thing with cops. You don't want to do the whole, um, hey, cop, just letting you know um, I've got a gun right over here in my glove. Like, don't do Like, keep your hands on the wheel. Hey, just letting you know, I've got this, and if, you know, and, and every time a cop asks me, like, I need your registration. He's like, okay, my registration is in my dashboard. Is it okay if I reach over and open it and grab it? And the officer's like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm gonna reach over and do that. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the video of the cop um, with the black guy at the gas station, yeah. where the yeah, where the cop's like, do you have your uh, license and registration? And the guy's like, yeah, let me get it. He reaches in his car, and the cop just starts fucking shooting at him. And the guy's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's like, oh my I god. I asked you if you had it, <laughs> not where it was. Well, <laughs> you see, one of the most troubling videos, I know you guys have seen these all, one of the most troubling videos that I've seen of all time of a fucking cop interaction, and it actually bothers me more than any torture, gore, fucking lively shit I've seen, is the Ben Shaver, Ben Shaver, or Ben Shaver one. It's uh, the guy that, my memory. Oh, the, in the, the guy, hallway, right? Yep, the guy that That's was in the hallway. Oh my god, it was so fucking uncomfortable watching that. This drunk dude who's like out of the guy's like, fucking get on your knees. Fucking put your hands up, pull your pants up, put your fucking hands up. What are you fucking doing? Yeah, like, right. oh, hands right, up, up crawl to me. And this guy, he's playing like, yeah, like the most fucking lethal game of Simon says, like ever recorded. And he's like trying to crawl and his pants are, and he's like crying. And the cop's like, fucking get. Oh my god, dude. Oh, so and he was drunk, cop, right? Like I, cop, I oftentimes the cop wants to be John Wick or something. He's all tatted up. His mm-hmm. AR-15 has like "Born to Kill" written down the side yeah. or some crazy shit like that. <sighs> and, and oh man! Oftentimes I put myself in that situation, and sober Woody doesn't have a problem there, right? You know, crawl, sober, hands up, yeah. and it's like, officer, I, I'm having a hard time with your instructions. You want me to 
cr- walk on my knees? Like, like you know, work with me here. And uh, but drunk him didn't know what to do. He's pulling his pants up. Like me right now, I know the scariness of that move. That guy just wasn't understanding what he was doing to the cop. Yeah, and the cop wasn't understanding how he was terrible at his and job. It's not even just like a drunk or sober thing, but like on, I like to think that sober I can handle it. But honestly, like when you get really fucking scared, you kind of just start doing things automatically. Like uh, this is one of the things that irritates me. when People talk about like certain um, gun owners do this shit a fuck ton. Um, and, and I'm sure, Kyle, I'm sure you've seen this. Like the guys that are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, like I've got a, you know, I've got like my back holster. And if anybody, ever, you know, comes at me, like I'm going to do like the 52 step different kind of fucking like armament process. And it's like I like in an actual shooter. I don't know if your brain will, will actually function in that way. You know, like people like resort to really baser things especially if you don't have a lot of training and like the idea that if i would have two cops in a hallway like staring me down with fucking assault like well, well it's not it's with um air-15s or whatever i don't know what i would do i don't know if i would like start crying or if i would like reach into my pants and be nervous like yeah it's really hard to think and then to be That's drunk on top drunk. of that have you yeah. ever shot oh, competitively destiny <laughs> no god no. no oh no oh, yeah no. i have i'm not good enough to i don't mean to brag that, that i'm uh, something yeah, special sure. but i've done it and i've seen the difference between like you know range day woody and competitive woody and there's a big drop and i can mm-hmm. only imagine what shootout woody how incompetent <laughs> that version of me is yeah so can we watch a little bit of this clip is yeah, there I, music you, i think no, there is no okay let me let me just double check now but you no, no there's not it's silent all right watch some two minutes this is good all right ready what? say ready. watch the play Go. Everybody freeze. I don't think I've ever seen this Everybody movie. Everybody down on the ground. Well, which is it, young fella? John Goodman. <laughs> you want ice, it's freeze or get down on the ground. I mean to say, if I freeze, I can't rightly drop. <laughs> if I drop, I'm going to be in motion. You see? Shut up! <laughs> okay, Everybody down on the ground. Y'all can just forget that part about freezing now. Better still get down there. Yeah, y- y'all hear that, don't you? All right, that's all we need. I just couldn't help but think about that scene from Raising Arizona when we were talking <laughs> about that. By the way, if you've never seen Raising Arizona, it's a classic film. Nicolas Cage is in there, too. Uh, it's a, I want to say it's a Coen Brothers movie. It's top-notch, top-tier, just five stars all the way around. Beautiful, amazing, funny, silly, ridiculous movie. Great, great movie. You know what's great? The Taylor, the Marvel Universe is amazing. I want to have Harley on here to discuss this with. Unless Destiny's the kind of expert he is. But Uh-oh. I was seeing Thanos compared to Darth Vader. And I'm like, you know, he's a pretty well-developed villain. There's something there. You know, the, the, the idea that Thanos is working in a good way. He's not just a stupid dumb he's he's intellectual he's compassionate he has feelings he feels like he's doing the right thing if you challenge him intellectually he explains his side it it talks about his background and and why he feels like half of every living creature in the universe must die and you're like yeah this is this is a pretty well-developed bad guy with pretty well-developed good guys the marvel universe is outstanding yeah that that's more that's more about previous um directors doing a bad job at fleshing out their villains than the Marvel universe being good at making villains because a lot of the Marvel villains have really interesting backstories like that and have, you you know, I've been watching, I watch comics explained. I don't know if you ever watched this YouTube channel. It's just comics explained. 
And this guy is an absolute expert on D on both the DC and Marvel universes. And he makes videos that that go anywhere from three three to eight minutes to two to three hours oh. about about any given subject in the Marvel or DC universe. And sometimes he'll tell the entire story. Like like sometimes there'll be like a mini series comic event where it spans many issues of many comics and takes maybe you know months if not years to flesh out the whole story. And he knows it all by heart seemingly because mm. he'll just. It's like he's telling you a story <laughs> from his childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. It's not hockey talk. But it's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love Taylor. I just it, think it's, it's funny that he's like, because like, I'm like, man, you got to give this a shot. It's really a lot better than you think. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Taylor, does he like hate Marvel movies or something? Yeah, or what's pretty the much. He doesn't Why? like them. I think he, he amps up his dislike a little bit for the show because it's, it's he, good video. But Is he like a film buff? Or? No. He but, likes, he he likes, likes movies, films, but Marvel yeah. is not his thing. Okay, like, gotcha. really not his thing. And I'm like, man, you're not giving it a chance. Thanos is the best villain since Darth <laughs> Vader. And he's like, yeah, you guys finish this without me. <laughs> yeah. Without, uh, yeah, superhero and, movies are a type of thing. If you're not into them, I can understand the annoyance. Uh, yeah, I, I love it a lot because when I was a kid, I wanted it so bad and there just weren't any. And now as an adult, they're here and I, I can it's like I can eat all I want. It's it's it would be like if you grew up without candy. And suddenly you became adult and like Reese's Pieces and M&M's were just now being invented. And you were like, I always wanted a little treat that I could just pop in my mouth and it'd be all chocolatey <laughs> and delicious. And now they're just making them. Yeah. They're not just making them, but they're, they're spending quarter billion dollars on yeah. each of them. And they're making them not 90-minute movies that are goofy and, and made just for kids. They're making them for adults with blood and gore and real feelings and good acting and great actors. And, and it, it, it's, a, it's a cool thing because yeah. I grew up with like the X-Men cartoon. Uh, you know the 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 um uh, I grew up with the X Men and uh, Spider Man and Batman and I loved that shit and I, I loved it so much. My cousin had like X Men comics and I remember reading like you know about Bishop and and um, and Mister Sinister and um, Apocalypse and the whole Apocalypse War thing and like and being like man why don't they put this in the fucking cartoons this is hardcore comics yeah. were lame when I was young like and I, I watched them because I was don't young, worry they're but... they're still lame. <laughs> Like uh, Justice like League. Do you ever see Justice League clips on YouTube, like interlaced with what's going on? I have watched every Justice League animated film and the cartoons. Yes. Oh, okay. I love them. Justice yeah, yeah. League Saturday morning cartoons compared to what we have now. Stupid. And Disagree. It... Disagree. The Justice League movie was the biggest pile of steaming oh, bullshit yeah. garbage yeah. ever. I like the cart. I like the Saturday morning cartoon version of the Justice League better than the movie they made. But I really love the animated films that DC makes. Okay, I think you'll be on my team with this one. Uh-oh. 1960s Adam West Batman is the oh. dumbest fucking thing to have ever been dumb. It, it, him surf No, that, that's my, that's my favorite the... Batman. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll defend that Batman. Oh, sorry about by, your chromosome. I'll defend that Batman <laughs> by saying that what they were going for there was to recreate the, the comics of the 50s, right? They were, they were taking these 1950s comic books and putting them on the screen in the 60s. And they did a really accurate job of doing it. Batman was a detective who ran around during the daytime hours. Sometimes he used a fucking gun and was kind of campy, right? You know, and every time he hit somebody, it was boom, pow, zing. And like, you know, if you're a kid, that was fine. Now, now when I look at it, I think it's just a travesty, of course. But I didn't like it as a kid. I was, I was <laughs> like, this is too stupid. 
And shouldn't or shouldn't Batman be in shape? You know? Oh, that was my favorite part about him. He was a real man. You know, I th- even as a child, I'm like, I'm as capable as this man. <laughs> oh man, it, it makes it lets, as a kid, it lets you put yourself in the shoes. What if I were were an overweight middle aged man? Hypothetically, like, <laughs> this, is, this is kind of dark and really uncomfortable to think about it. But when you when you think when you look at like where media, technology, entertainment is everything, people very quickly will readily admit that we currently live in the best time period of all of human history. Yeah. But how horrible would it be if we actually are currently living in what will always be the best point in human history? This is the peak. Like, what, yeah, what if like, um, what if the global warming shit and the or nuclear war, not nuclear, but like mainly the global warming shit, I guess, is what I look like uh, or look at. Like, what if, you know, 50 years from now, shit is actually like on the decline and shit is fucked and we managed to be born in what was actually the peak of all of human existence? It would be a very interesting thing to think about. Well, the, the fact remains, global warming is a bunch of gobbledygook yeah. nonsense. Never been proven. The Chinese, actually, I hear this from Trump. He heard it from a lot of people. He assures me that <laughs> they are the ones doing this. So yeah. take that back to your, your soy boy latte camp and let me get banned from Twitter again. I forgot. Trump literally said global warning is a Chinese hoax. Global yep, warning. to make our ma- manufacturing non-competitive. He's tweeted that like 25 times. Yeah. It's, no matter how retarded it is, I stand by it. What if it is? It's not. I know it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> what if it really was? Like, what if after all this time, they're like, oh, even the media not know. Oh, man. <laughs> we have oh. these whiteys so fooled. <laughs> they print our lies. <laughs> For oh. destiny. It would be great. It would mm-hmm. be great. All right. Trump uh, is implicated now in two felonies. <laughs> uh, are you sure he tweeted he wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> I. Two years ago, I mm-hmm. kind of had hope he'd be impeached, right? That was like a thing I wanted. Now that they actually have him on impeachable offenses, I'm like, yeah, but these aren't the offenses I'm looking for, right? Like, let, let, let's assume that he's guilty of what's, what he's being accused of. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people don't know, here's the scoop. He, he fucked a porn star and a playmate. If that's a porn star, I'm not sure. Raw dog in it while his wife's at home taking care it's of his new enough. baby. Yeah. Close enough to porn star. And, uh, and then he paid hush money to at least one of them. Uh, both of them received their hush money. He might have not paid uh, um, the Empire. What the fuck is that newspaper called? The, Esquire, the Inquirer. He may have not paid them. But anyway... In either case, it's an in-kind campaign donation or some sort of illegal, ca- unreported campaign yeah, expenditure. FEC violation. It's yeah. a felony. It's an FEC violation. But I'm like, man, if you get this guy on this, then a third of our nation is going to think it was a coup. They're, they're going to feel like this was not an impeachable offense. Where actually, are you on this? I said this exact thing. Like, actually, I think it was... When I want to say it was when Comey got fired quite a while ago, uh-huh. and I said, "Man, you know what would suck is if Trump ended up having impeachable charges brought against him, but it actually wasn't for anything to do with Russian collusion." How interesting would that be? Um, yeah, I thought about that. It's very yeah, like Nixon got impeached, and apparently mm-hmm. it was on the cover up, right? You know, he got impeached for obstructing yeah. justice, essentially. I think, and uh, I, you know, Trump's done, I think, that too. Uh, At least, yeah, but. You know, if, if Trump's to get impeached, I want it because they really have solid evidence of him and an enemy working to get him elected, like a Manchurian candidate kind of thing. I want yeah. it to be because 
uh, you know, he's been favorable towards Trump and like delaying the sanction, the sanctions that the House and the Senate passed yeah. because they're doing something. There's a quid pro quo type deal in there. You know, I don't want it to be because he was hiding the fact that he raw dogs porn stars while his wife's at home with the baby. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, I mean, why did Clinton get impeached for? Right. Although he yeah, wasn't there's like, there's like technically no such thing as an impeachable offense, right? Like they it's could just charges brought. Yeah, it's yeah, just they can charges. High crimes like, and misdemeanors, I guess. Yeah, nearly. Is but that I mean, everything. It, it could be any yeah, from. <laughs> yeah. From yeah. like uh, he's How a he's a loiterer. Treason, treason to jaywalking. Yeah. Dude, if he got he got impeached for loitering, even I'd be on board. <laughs> you like look at him. Look how long he stood at that tee box on that golf yeah. course and made those people wait. It's one of I those things where like silly. the investigation has sprawled out so much that I'm just not assuming anything until shit gets filed. Like I feel like every time new shit drops, it's just like unbelievable. Like the shit that Manafort is getting destroyed for, everything going on with fucking Cohen. Like holy shit! Like the, all of the if you read any of the indictments with the um, with the Russian agencies that were operating in the U.S. for mm-hmm. election relationship, that Internet Research Agency. If you read the um, how the investigation laid out the entire um, spear phishing hack from the uh, from the Russian ordered basically from the Kremlin. To to the DNC server and everything like man there is just so much I'm just waiting for like the fucking dust to settle because at this point like we've worked our way up so much of Trump's staff and now we've got like so many rumors have been dropping that Trump Jr. is getting an indictment soon and he's in fucking Canada hiding from that like Jesus yeah I'm just yeah I, who knows like where, where things will end up I Damn. Canada. Right. yeah like they really well well I mean when I say hiding in Canada he's like he's I think it's mainly to avoid like media and shit it was like the, the oh, yeah, yeah. he's yeah, not gonna actually yeah. like avoid US justice yeah yeah I, I, I'm with you I, I'm, I'm waiting for the dust to settle I want to see what actually happens I Trump seems like uh, the kind of guy who's, who's sort of insulated himself in a lot of ways we'll see I, what matters to me is like let's see what can be proven that Trump did what he knew and when he knew it, et cetera, et cetera. And what it, what can he actually be charged with? And then yeah. what does Congress do about that? And what are the ramifications? I, I think before we know any of that, it's just like yeah. we're just because every day I, I, I read like, like I, I saw an article yesterday. Trump will spend the rest of his life in prison. And I'm like, I don't know about that one. Uh, probably not. I think yeah, this not. thing is happening. It's only, he only has two years left, I think. Right? I think he's not getting reelected. Oh, he'll get reelected unless unless they stop him with these with no, these investigations. It's, no, it's going to depend if he doesn't on... do anything about the border situation, which is what a lot most of his base really cares about, and he's prioritized mm-hmm. like tax cuts that probably more that overwhelmingly, you know, it helps people in the middle class a tiny bit, but mm-hmm. not anything compared to giant corporations like that. Those they they got the huge cut. And people who make most of their money off financial speculation. But if he doesn't do something about the border, like he's going to get, I think he's going to get walloped in 2020 if nope. he like kind it's, of just the border becomes nothing and he's you know just keeps really being a gonna, big bloviating talk big do nothing kind of guy well i mean that's what populists always are is populists will always come and promise you the world they say that the entire system is corrupt and they're going to come in and change everything but then what you find out is they have no political power and they can't but what's what it's going to come down to i think is world events like um the, the, that, that 2013 syrian war drew the entire world west so much or, or let our right so much more than they were before where all of these parties afd in germany you know, these radical parties and in, in sweden um the, the 
<clears throat> more right-leaning people in in the United Kingdom, like all of these parties are getting more support because the this immigration, this refugee crisis and shit, is pushing people, you know, into these anti-immigration sentiments. If we get like a real big terrorist attack or some shit, this is the type of stuff that empowers populists or especially totalitarians, right? Like you need a strong leader to respond effectively and quickly to these terrorist activities, and the only way to do that is to elect a strong, you know, usually male figure that can do it. But like if if things continue to be okay and the economy is kind of going, or well, at least the markets are kind of slumping right now, and there's no big terrorist attacks and like uh, like Taylor said uh, Trump can't deliver on the wall or get any of his promises through then yeah I could see like a Democrat president stepping in we already saw like a big fuck you in the house oh yeah it's not over yet if if he doesn't do anything with the border it's not just going to be a little win or a little loss like he's going to get hammered I think he's going to get smashed and I think it's going to be because again you can't time the market but market's already down for the year Right, there's two yeah. weeks left, and the market's down. Like it, it needs. We're so to... overdue for a recession. Oh like, yeah, we... yeah. It's not necessarily Trump's fault, right? He, you know, he did the tax cut, but he but, also the, but did he the took credit for the gains, so he's going to get credit for the losses. He was the one coming in he saying the markets are going to be taking credit for the losses, and well, his sick will, whether will he blame wants to or not. Else. He'll he'll be oh, yeah, blaming sure. the Fed. He'll be blaming the Democrats who got elected. Go ahead. Taylor. No, now this is where Obama's uh, uh, economy starts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I think I think he's going to have a hard time talking about how great the economy is, or maybe not. I keep keep flipping on this, and I'll tell you why. He can say anything, and his supporters believe it. Right? I I saw. I wrote on the Facebook today with one of my uh, like flat Earth Republicans who believe anything. I'm like, Trump should just say he built the wall. I stole it from Reddit. Just tell your people they believe everything you say, and. It'll save billions of dollars. Just say the wall's he, done. He, he's going well, wait, to win for he, a few reasons. For one thing, the Democrats don't have anyone to challenge him, really. Is it going to be Biden? How old is got, Biden? We've it's got good. like a year left to see Democratic uh, candidates. Yeah, yeah, we do. And right now, like, like I saw some of the, the, the ladies who are frontrunners. Oprah's, Oprah's one of them. Oprah's uh, not a frontrunner. Mich- no. Michelle Obama. Like, no. like these, these are some of the ladies that are being put forward. No, yeah, it's gonna absolutely. be like a bit, like a Beto guy or whatever. Like it's gonna be, yeah, it's Beto, not gonna and be. And Beto was the third. Yeah, that was the third. That was the third n- name that was put forward today. Um, it, I think it, they might have good luck with like Tulsi Gabbard or Kamala Harris. Oh, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, put there's Tulsi a difference in there. That'll go well. Bernie Sanders between... is still gonna be in this mix. Bernie is still gonna be playing. Um, wh- what do you call it? He's still gonna be like, like, like muddying the waters for the Democrats and pulling them far more left than they want to be. While Trump is up there able to say anything and everything he wants, to, I agree with Woody, and people will just believe it. Trump's going to win. He's going to. I, I, unless, unless they find him guilty of a crime and actually impeach him, or they, they prove that he somehow, even if they, are, they, they don't impeach him, but they prove that he did something really dirty with the Russians, like that's the only way he doesn't become president in 2020. I feel like people forget this, but Trump, so early to tell. Trump barely won in 2016. Now, a lot of people like to, I don't know, think that it was unprecedented or uncalled for. He had like a 25, 30 percent chance of winning an election. He barely won and he won it against the worst Democratic candidate possible. Hillary Clinton had so many skeletons in her closet. We had how many fucking hearings on Benghazi? We got how many little fucking drips from our little soy boy um, Assange about fucking emails or some shit, which mm-hmm. nothing ever came of. We got so much. And even with all of that, Trump won by like fi- a five figure like vote thing. It was like 30 or 40,000 of the right votes were in the right spots for him to win. I really, without things going dramatically differently, I, I just can't see Trump. And I, I know I hate him. I'm not trying to be biased, but like I, unless the Democrats really fuck up their candidate pick, 
Like, as long as they pick somebody reasonable, I just can't see Trump doing it. Like, even the own Republican Party is divided against him like crazy. They'll solidify for this election. And what's going to happen is that the Democrats are going to have what the Republicans had last cycle around. They're going to have 15 or 20 candidates who are going to rip each other apart and go back and forth for months, for months. And, and, And Bernie Sanders is going to be way to the left and some of the more... You know, the self-described socialists are going to be way to the left, and then you're going to have guys. You're going to maybe have Biden in there. I feel like that's their all-star, even though he's he's very way too old. fucking old. Beto is. I, I I think Biden. I think Biden. Biden brings Obama big time. Obama will will ride on a bus with Biden anywhere he wants to go. I feel like, and Obama is the, definitely the the best tool that the the, uh, the Democrats have in their though. box. Roberto O'Rourke, mind- renowned Hispanic. <laughs> Keep in mind that Hillary and Obama tore each other's throats out too, but I mean, McCain came up there and got absolutely fucking crushed anyway. Like, and Hillary, but it was just it, the two of them, and it and, and, and it, was it was brutal though. They really went at each other. I think, I honest to God, think McCain could have won if that Palin shit didn't come. I was from about out to say fucking, the <laughs> only reason the only reason McCain lost is because he picked Sarah fucking Palin, not, the uh, dumbest woman in Alaska. McCain and that's, was terrible, and, and he especially got smashed when the financial crisis got bad. He did some grandstanding. He canceled his thing. He went and and uh, he acted like he was fixing the financial crisis as a senator I mean, leading into it. And he and, was hawkish for all the wars, but that by that point had gotten pretty unpopular. No, yeah. McCain. McCain was one of the only people that was against things like enhanced interrogation and whatnot. He stood against his party on that because he'd actually been like brutally fucking tortured by the. Oh, the, the torture thing. Yeah, but he was yeah. he was really interventionist in the Middle East. Like he wanted us to oh. go over there and fuck well, up. I mean, to be fair, literally everybody is interventionist in the United States. Democrats and Republicans alike are insanely interventionalist, regardless of what. That's the most annoying thing about this dichotomy of parties. It's like, no matter where you go, like, it's like, oh, okay, so the voice of let's get the fuck out of these places we don't need to be is never to be found. It's always like, well, I'm very conservative slash very (laughs) liberal, but we still got to go in there and and (laughs) spend 15 years and countless lives of ours and other people. And it's like, Jesus. Taylor, please get it through your head. That person we're attacking is a madman he's a madman <laughs> yeah it's a total madman always we were friends mad- with him 10 years ago but that was before he went mad <laughs> <laughs> now was, wait, who are, we, are we talking about Gaddafi? Been, are we talking about saddam hussein are we talking about we, all of them <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about yeah right he's been, uh, <laughs> he's been sitting around eating paint chips the last few years apparently he's gotten out of control yeah. a paint chip dig i like it yeah uh, it, it it really is like there's no point in even speculating on it because yeah, anything like, could happen before you know, like you were saying, Kyle, you think they might line up 15 of them on the Democrat side. They are. They will. I think they might do what they did last time and like cull it down before that, like in these last two years of his presidency and try and be like, OK, uh, Beto, ah, he didn't he didn't go through. OK, no more for him. OK, Kamala Harris is testing really high. Like, I, no, I, I, think I, I don't think so. I think that they are going to be afraid of um, of being. Of what happened last time, in mm-hmm. essence, they got called. They they, they were like, "You're you're a key, you're you're being a kingmaker. You're pushing Hillary Clinton and ignoring all of these other worthy candidates. They don't want oh. that stigma on them again. So Didn't, they're going to be like anybody who thinks they could do this job, just stand up, step forward, approach the podium. We've got 87 microphones. Yep, yep, yep. All right, everybody, well, make the stage bigger. It's going to be a lot of candidates. I'm and running. Look, I'm going to have to private the previous 460 PKAs and though. say what and you want. Too. You can <laughs> say what you want about you can say what you want about that buffoon we have in the White House. Uh-huh. But nobody draws a crowd like he does. I don't. You could take every Bernie. Democrat that exists. No, st- Bernie Trump doesn't Bernie, draw a crowd. Bernie like draws Trump a crowd, did. but not as big as Trump's. 
I but, don't know. Those Bernie fucking rallies and shit were insane. Populism works even when it's on the left, and Bernie is a left-leaning populist. Like, absolutely, that, absolutely, I agree with you 100%, but like, I'm telling you, I went to one of those Trump rallies. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The people not anymore. That, it's not like it was. It absolutely is. You, you're really? gonna see like, these. Like, I would never go to one because it seems like a waste to go to any political thing. But these things are enormous. The, like, the, they're, even, they're, the, even the ones he just had for the for the for the you know the the congressional election cycle, he was putting seven ten thousand people in a building and then thousands more outside watching on jumbotrons just because he's in in Kansas and in Indiana and like boondock nowhere. Like it, I, I'm telling you, Hickory, North Carolina. Do you even know where that is? I've been there. I have too once. And there were <laughs> there were thousands of us in that auditorium. There were thousands more outside. There were thirty protesters there. Obama we filled wait- eighty thousand person stadiums. When? To be when fair, he was, he was the first black football president games. too, right? That was like a yeah, historic. Right. There was also a football game. That's no, yeah. that's <laughs> no, that would. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to like Michigan State and just like make all of my campaign like posters their team colors <laughs> and like <laughs> green screen that's myself. A, into, you're like, probably ah. wondering why I asked you all to come here. Welcome <laughs> to Super Bowl Fifty Two. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like waiting to make points. It's like, and that's why we're gonna put this country. Oh, they got stopped at the one. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> We're going to put Trump this country back to war. Donald <laughs> <laughs> Trump drew a crowd of 57 million last night for his first campaign rally at Super Bowl 52. <laughs> uh, now, I think I, what I actually think is going to sink Trump, and this is just timing guessing, is the economy will be hard to call good, right? Already the stock market kind of sucks. It's down this year, flat but down. Um, but the employment numbers he's, he's not going to be getting 150,000 jobs a month 250,000 jobs a month in 2019 and 20 and uh it won't be his fault but that's the only thing he has going for him yeah we're like at the peak yeah. like we're we're overdue yeah so yeah it'll all depend on what happens i mean we'll i don't see. know anything about job numbers i don't think anyone could forecast that stuff if they could like our right. economy wouldn't wouldn't go in these dips and dives like it does every four to eight years but I'm just saying, I just don't think the Democrats can muster up a decent enough candidate. I think Trump is oh. a great attacker. He and, and there aren't very many, very many good counterpunchers on the left. Like that's what you need. Like like, and you have to counterpunch, but not hit it. He's like a tar baby, right? You hit him too hard, you get you, oh shit, oh shit. He's, he's got me. He's yeah. sucking me in. Kyle, you oh, don't look very no. presidential while you counterattack Trump. Exactly right. Yeah. Did you just did you just suggest that Mr. Trump's penis wasn't as big as yours? Yeah, you're gonna be our choice, please. <laughs> but but he literally said my dad was a serial killer. <laughs> that would be so fucking funny if like Bernie started. Well, first of all, they're not gonna let Bernie do it again. They already shut him down once. But they, like if he came out there and like sank to Trump's level and like started bragging about his dick, Bernie's <laughs> like, actually, even though I am in favor of redistribution, if if we could redistribute my cock to all the rest of you and up, up the average. That's how much meat I'm working with here. That's why I ride the bus. There's not enough room. My cock's just hanging out. All, everything. You know, I don't have a stiff leg. I'm a healthy New York Jew. Vermont Jew. You know? But this cock, my God. The, all of the, all of the Trump... Show. All of the Trump tweets work like like campaigning against him. Like they write the ads write themselves. The like, challenge Christ. with it though is that he doesn't get penalized for lying, and mm-hmm. there's I mean, it, 
every I feel like liberal is on this side. Like they they conservatives just make up random bullshit. And then it's on the liberal to like run to Wikipedia or fact check it or Google it or whatever. And that yeah, happens. and it's shit too. It's it feels bad. Even when you come in with facts, I watched at Politicon. Um, do you know who Charlie Kirk is? No. Charlie Kirk debated a guy called Sam Cedar. I think Sam Cedar is a very intelligent guy. I enjoy watching him. I think Charlie Kirk is a massive piece of shit. One of the big people behind like the PragerU website. I don't know if you've ever seen this god awful fucking website. Um, but like Sam Cedar, you know, has facts. And he's like, you know, like you talk about the stock market making gains. Well, 86% of the stock market is owned by wealthy people in the United States. This is known. And Charlie Kirk turns to him and he's like, well, actually, the reason why it seems like 86% is owned by the wealthiest is because they're actually managing that as like 401ks and pensions for everybody else. And it's like, and like, I know the study of this comes up. That's not true. That's just totally fucking fake. But Sam Cedar's kind of there, like scratching his head, and he's like, "Well, fuck, I thought I had this fact." And Charlie Kirk just totally dismantles it, and with something that's totally not true. And it's like, what the fuck? This is so painful to watch. Happens all the time. I, I was watching Pelosi and Schumer. Like Trump is mm -hmm. out there. He's got a card with all these stats on how amazing this border is holding up or something. And then yeah. he's saying we need to do more border, which kind of countered his own argument. And then he goes on there and. Uh, what he was bragging about the Senate and something else. I just lost it. Uh, but you know, they were just like what you're saying. Like you're, you came here and the things you're saying don't pass fact check. Yeah. And like not even basic fact. It's not only a complicated thing, but you're just like telling basic lies. Like I had one of the largest electoral wins, like of any Republican. For, yeah. And I was like, no, but you didn't, we can all look this up. Like it's, not I, it, it's frustrating that like being accurate, being inaccurate has no penalty for Trump. And yeah. whoever runs against him is going to have to somehow solve that puzzle if they want to win. It's really painful if you look up like um, I, I always challenge this because obviously when I talk about this, I get a lot of angry Trump fans in my chat. I always say, like, can you guys link me a single video where Trump is talking and he sounds actually intelligent and well informed on the issue he's talking about? No, no. one has been able to do this. No. And and I always go back and it's like you look I can at, forward like, you a thousand videos of him being hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> unintentionally. Unintentionally. Usually, but yeah. <laughs> Did you see the one where he thinks where I, I'm, I'm like 85 percent sure that he thinks that stealth planes are actually like the invisible plane from Wonder oh, Woman? God, I've always resisted that. that one. I've always. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've seen. I know. I know you say that. And when I first heard it too, it was in my immediate reaction was, "Come on, guys! Like Trump doesn't think this. You're taking something out of context." But man, when you watch the videos and he's like, "You know, our planes can be right by these other guys and they can't see them because they're invisible." I'm like, "Ah, oh, I don't actually know. I can't tell if he's trolling or not. Like, I don't know what he thinks." My wife dislikes Trump, and she gets frustrated mm -hmm. by like every issue of the day. And I'm mm -hmm. always like, no, save your outrage for the important ones, the, the ones where he's actually doing something that matters to America. Uh, sometimes people get mad at, I don't know, dumb misstatements. Oh, he like his dentures will come out and he'll pronounce something improperly. You know what? Sure. I'll let that go. Or maybe care. he'll walk off the stage when uh, the prime minister of whatever country is trying to get him to stay and he's like just wandering. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think I actually think it's a low energy like, thing. Like he has ooh. these issues. I know, right? But needs that TRT. We're bringing it full circle. <laughs> if, oh, I want to get Trump on TRT. <laughs> put him on a plane, mess up his time zone by like seven hours, ask him to work these long days, and he just gets like frustrated and he's like, fuck it. Why am I standing on stage here exactly? Trump is talking about they're talking about putting Chris Christie in as chief White House chief of staff. Uh -huh. Oh um, my god. I'll tell you what. You put me in in charge of Trump's campaign. I get him reelected no problem. Two things. First, uh -huh. put him up get him off of First you need a pardon. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> or three things. First, first like a pardon. <laughs> Second of all, now we'll get you elected Mr. President. I'm going to need you forget about foreign policy. 
forget about domestic policy. Mr. Pence is going to be handling that for the next two years. You, sir, are going to be working out. We're putting you on TRT, and you're going to pump some fucking iron. When you show up, and you, you're, you're going you're to pull that power move. I just feel so young and fear. Like, like, he's going to pull the power move. Pussy, even if they, <laughs> he's going to pull the power move when he comes out to the debate stage. He'll hide the bot for a while, and then there'll be a big reveal. When he throws the, the suit jacket off on stage, and the, and the shirt is tight, and you can see pecs, and you can see the ripple of abs, <laughs> and he's got that. fucking... No, no, see, under my <laughs> tutelage. All right, yeah. we're bringing Stallone in. Listen, All right, what you need is one large Taco Bell meal, meal a day. <laughs> Taco Bell meal a day. Stallone in to help. Well, what you don't want to do is you're going to want to make sure all right, all right, Trump. We're bringing in a sex swing. I'm telling it's not you. for sex. You got to hang on it and shit. <laughs> no, oh, you get man. him pumped up so he is virile, vigorous, and potent when he's when he shows up on the debate stage. So any fucking lily-livered Democrat they throw up there looks like a man boy next to him. That's right. When he steps out, it's clear who the who the alpha male is. Like he's literally muscular and frightening when he gets on stage. No more double chin for this guy. All right, that's step one. And he's got two hours to two years to accomplish it. He could do it, it with 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 you know Mike he Pence can't. handles everything else. Step two, <laughs> no more non teleprompter speeches. Or <laughs> he legal. I'm in his ear in an earbud because I got good okay. quits. All right, I, I, like like I watch those debates and the whole time I'm like he should have said this. It would have been it would have killed. It would have killed. Legalize marijuana and then and then it's GG. It's GG. It's over. You legalize marijuana. You suck enough of those Bernie Bros away. Mm. You suck enough of those independents over to the right. You pull, and, and you've got it. Because nobody on the right cares anymore. Nobody on the right gives a shit anymore. If, if, if he were to do it, he wouldn't lose a single vote from his base. He would only gain millions more from the so left. True. You know what would help a left candidate do really well? Like guns. Like guns I, a lot. Yeah. That was one of Bernie's strongest selling points, being from fucking Vermont. Bernie had a really reasonable stance on He's guns. Uh, he had okay, well, compared to Hillary, who literally oh. wanted to make it so you could sue fucking gun manufacturers for for a Democrat. For a Democrat, Bernie had a really reasonable stance on guns. I, I was just, really happy with that. I don't know. I, I've said it for ages. The, the Republicans mm -hmm. shot themselves in the foot by being anti-gay forever. Like, do we even give a fuck and about this? Like, it, all it does is hurt you. Anymore. There are some issues that you need to fuck off from. You just don't talk about them here. Democrats guns. need to get a better stance on guns. I'm okay with still fighting over it, but you got to get a bet. Not, not this. First of all, don't put a fucking person up there that doesn't know what the fuck a gun is. If you've never handled a gun before, okay, shut the fuck up and don't talk about them. When right. you get up there talking about assault carbine rifles with your 72 clips, shut the fuck up. Like you sound so stupid. Firstly, okay, and then um, the and then for the Republicans, okay, I don't know why I'm saying this. I hope they don't listen to me. Stop fucking talking about abortion, okay? Stop trying to fight against abortion. You're killing yourselves with this issue. Like You're killing there's, babies! There's no evangelical that's going to vote for Only a fucking the Democrat. Babies. There's no evangelical that's going to suddenly start voting Democrat because you're not talking about abortion. Like, just <laughs> stop Stop fucking talking about Holy abortion. Shit. Just leave it alone. Right. They're losing issues. You're, 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 it's such a dumb issue. Stop it. When I'm, on the, when I'm in the in, inner circle, Woody, I'm using that one for Mr. Trump. He's going to love that. <laughs> Got no problem with abortion. Think about it this way, people. Only liberal babies are being killed. <laughs> One less liberal baby is a good thing in my eyes. <laughs> I say I am, I am putting new funding forward for Planned Parenthood. I am giving them $1 trillion. With this new influx of cash, by the year 2040, there will be no more liberals. <laughs> <laughs> I am introducing a new late-term abortion law 
up to 12 years. <laughs> right? It's Planned Parenthood on the corner of Damn. every New York City and San Francisco <laughs> block. Bring your bring your 12-year-old piece of shit kid in here. They uh-huh. like, use one of those cattle guns. Does your nine-year-old think yeah, it's transgender? Then, like, it's not now, too late before, for Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Is the 12-year-old having an abortion or are we aborting Getting, the 12-year-old? We're aborting the 12-year-old. It's an ex- <laughs> yeah, you missed that part. That's an extreme okay. late-term abortion. All the way up to tw- the, the, the 37th trimester. trimester. Yeah, the 37th abortion. trimester. <laughs> And we just recycle their 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 weak soy boy bodies into some sort of a green paste that we just feed back to the liberals. They'll think it's health food. You know, you're selling me. Trump yeah. 2020. These are good Trump ideas. Myers 2020. Oh, no. <laughs> we keep, if we keep our if we keep our healthcare system private. Wait a minute. You, after you kill the 12 year old liberals, you take their organs, and the only people that can afford them are the wealthy conservatives. So you keep them alive longer. You extend the life of your voting base. You get you eliminate liberals. Oh my god. All, all of our actors young. stay alive for much yeah. longer. With the new organs, we can have like an Expendables 15. (laughs) Lots of possibilities here. We can make uh, Randy Couture or whoever that guy is, the Iceman. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Chuck Chuck Liddell. Liddell. Chuck Liddell. We could make him not retarded anymore (laughs) with stem cells. We could make. Eventually, we're gonna fix that. (laughs) We're gonna like you're just gonna be able to stick an injection thing into a person with Down syndrome's head and do it. He's gonna be like, "What have I been doing?" Stomach full of and, crayons, and I'm so sticky. And, and like, my <laughs> fingers smell bad. Yeah. <laughs> what have I been up to? Goodness gracious, where is the Purell? I don't want to laugh at this. Oh, oh that's not like, good. She's like, I feel like a toddy. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, you know, they're, they're retarded and they're, they play with their butthole. All right, it's probably a rat right there, eh? Yeah, PKA417. I got a post roll. Yeah, I got I got a post roll ad to do as well. Um, we, we appreciate Destiny coming coming on. Had a, had a great time with you. Um, I'm going to have to scroll up to see which one of these and, ads uh, actually Destiny, has. Where can everybody roll. find all your stuff? Uh, you can just go to my website at destiny.gg and then everything is listed at the top. My stream, merchandise, not my Twitter, uh, and all of that. So, yeah. Dot .gg, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's good thinking. Yep. So when you need energy on the go and you don't have time to wait in line, grab an espresso monster. Espresso monster is a premium blend of espresso and cream made with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free milk, and a unique energy blend complete with taurine and B vitamins. Each can has three shots of espresso. It comes in vanilla espresso or espresso and cream flavors. Close your eyes, take a sip, and enjoy espresso monster today. Check them out. Check out destiny.gg. PKA 417.